PKA 597 with our guest, Filthy Robot. Taylor? This episode of PKA brought to you by Express, VPN, and Lock and Load. A couple of wonderful products and services. We'll hear more about them later. Filthy, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Glad to be here, man. I love that Taylor didn't bring his mic stand, so he's just going to iron hand it for the next few hours. Oh, that's what it's going to have to be. It's, it's going to have to be, what's the deal with forgetting your mic stand at home? <laughs> I thought you didn't have one. I thought you were literally saving like $7 by holding your mic for four hours. No, this is the second trip that I've like, I have this second Sure SM58, SM58, whatever it is. And uh-huh. I have the second, I have the second everything. And this is of the two times I've brought it on a trip to use for remote PKA, I have forgotten the stand. Nice. Because I didn't buy a stand with this one because I still had that old ancient stand for my old SM58 that I used to use years and years ago. But, uh, you know, it's okay. Worst things have happened. How are you guys doing? I'm sunburned. I'm all good. I don't know why you don't bring the whole thing. I just packed the whole fucking thing up. Like, this thing folds up, and it's all skinny. <laughs> so you just throw that in, like, the corner of a suitcase. And it, it literally takes up less space than, like, six pairs of socks laid out flat, you know? Because it's, it's, what is it, a quarter inch <laughs> thick? So you've got a quarter inch like bar laying in there that weighs nothing, and I wrap no, it up. No, you're you're table. you're preaching to the choir. I realized after bringing this setup that this is only convenient if I flew there, because I don't like checking a big thing. Oh, but you don't check a bag? No, no, I rarely check oh. the bag when I fly. I'm all about to. But check we drove, bag. and so I could have thrown my whole fucking oh. office in there and you know, <laughs> made my way. <laughs> so that was pretty stupid. I'm realizing oh. now this moment, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Think of it as like some sort of isometric workout, just right here, all night. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Myrtle Beach. I'm in Wings Neck of the Woods. Mm, dude, go now. Go over there right now. I yeah, don't know where he is visit? in this area. I got but his I know. address. Well, <laughs> I, I believe you. Can. <laughs> you got a microphone. You should show up and interview him. Oh, <laughs> show up and interview him. No, I would never. I would never no. fucking show up at someone's house. No, that'd be, that'd be so shitty. Um, no, but you could but, gay hypnotize him. Oh, sissy, <laughs> like hypno. sissy hypno. Yeah. Sissy hypno. That's what it is. Sissy hypno. I hadn't heard that term before. But it's oh, it's a bit it's... where like I I like start off like I'm gonna sissy hypno him, but like by the end he's having to like push me off of his dick because yeah. I've sissy hypno because he holds up a mirror and I sissy hypno myself. Mm. And... <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, that forearm strong. That's that the greatest bit. It's like Looney Tunes <laughs> style. <laughs> Uh, hypnotizing works it. yeah we're creeping up on episode 600 what are we gonna do we should start this gonna be the, why would the we get one yet I, I don't know why we would do anything like like because it's divisible by 100 and people are like cruel if we don't who are people these people love 150 numbers. i don't know who these people are do they, do they have like a fan club or something somewhere where they're like so the boys are going to do something at the 600th episode right right because i'll kill myself if they don't like where are these people no, we're gonna. I don't, I don't think 600 will be horrible. 603 will be tremendous. 603 is the one, yeah. We're just gonna pick random ones. We should do that. We should just 600. Let's just be as disappointing as fuck. 603 <laughs> drinking episode, Ep- episode 607 revolving door of celebrities. And people. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the occasion? 607, dumbass. Like, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I just, yeah. Like, I can't believe Woody got drunk and high for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. It was so, 6.03. Filthy, what is, what's new in your world? How's the streaming going? Streaming's going How's right. the, the rock climbing going? Back into that yet? 
rock climbing has not been coming back easily. The gym's a little too far for it. It's just not been working. I'm picking up, um, I'm at a month tomorrow of uh, jujitsu. That's oh, that's awesome, man. Jiu-jitsu. How are you liking it? I'm getting my getting kicked around a lot. It's quite painful. I seem to be injury prone, but I'm enjoying it. So yeah, dude. I, I, sorry to tell me, tell me stories. When I just first started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, like people were coming, they were joining the gym, and everybody was kicking my ass. It seemed like nobody joined after me for the next nine months. I had nine months of just getting manhandled by better athletes and more expansive, more um, experienced practitioners. Just it was really hard. Got any injury tips? Because I can't seem to get out of there without like I'm getting all the finger stuff from holding on to geese and stuff from that getting tweaked out. I'm getting like uh, joint pains from arm bars. So like both my both my joints are killing me. Both my elbow joints are killing me. Um, and, you know, I get all the regulars, the bruises, the muscle bruises, that kind of shit. But those ones are the worst probably. Yeah. So fingers and elbows weren't my problem. One thing I would have done a little earlier. So there's this balance to be struck between fighting your way out of submissions and just tapping and, and living to you know roll another day. And I think I fought out of submissions too much, especially neck stuff. I feel like I spent most of my time that I did BJJ unable to turn my neck. And, I, and this is how I would look at people to the side. Like, that, that was just like who I was. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was like... Second week rolling, like some guy did, I mean, he must have been a wrestler or something, but like we, we, you know, we did a five minute roll and like probably, I got probably submitted three times in that. Right. And they were all mm-hmm. next admissions. And like for the next week, I, like I went home that night and I felt like I was getting a sore throat. And the next week it was just like, I couldn't like, it was painful to talk for so like that week. And it was just compression on, on basically the, you know, the yeah. Adam's apple, et cetera. Yeah. Seems like that guy's being a bit of a dick. Like, I, I, I can't tell. I See, Filthy's new, and you're not supposed to break your toys when they're new like that. Like, it, 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 but he looks like a killer. Yeah. They see him, and they think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you, but <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, they, they were thinking, I have to do this for my own protection. Kill him quick. <laughs> yeah, he's a month in, right? Like, like someone who rolls should quickly be able to identify Filthy as someone who's been doing this for a month and not hurt him three times in five minutes like that's yeah. too much that now the, the what got me is this so imagine that i'm in your guard right and okay. in this scenario i'm much bigger and stronger than you much bigger and stronger than me one way that i could deal with this is i could pull your head towards me until it hurts so much that you'll let your guard go and just deal with you know the, it's called a can opener and i just pull your head forward and, and it's like this neck crank i would not tap to that i would fight back and or just be flexible and be like, you can try all you want, but fuck you. I'm not letting you go just because you're hurting me. But over time, it was like, you know, maybe I should have just let go. Maybe I should have been like, like, I know in my heart that if I ever, like, if it was a competition or a fight, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have worked. I don't have to make it not work every freaking time in training because I'm getting myself hurt. And that philosophy might do you well. Be smarter than me. Like, or some, like or you guys talk about this with UFC people or not you jujitsu people where it's like, like, is it a real problem that these people are cunts to new people trying to get into it? Because like the way I've oh, always on. looked at things is like you want people to be into your hobby. When Kyle started Magic the Gathering, do you think I took my best world beater deck and like embarrassed him and was like, see, this is what's possible if you waste as much time as I have. No, <laughs> I, like, no, I no, went no, in no. there with a very gentle, slow playing deck. And let him play it out and build it up. And, and he learned over time. That's because you've only got one Kyle. They've got so many filthies up there. <laughs> and Big Mike's rough and tough jits, 
studio like <laughs> like they don't mind if like he doesn't show up next week they'll have a different guy to beat up on like you know what i mean <laughs> you like, got like, one, got one there's a me. million filthies yeah yeah it is true when, when i find a friend that wants to play magic with me i treat it like a fabergé egg i'm like don't push it too hard just, just please get into it with me please and then <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they will <laughs> i love the fabergé egg reference it's perfect uh filthy how are you like Liking it, so you're a month in. Are you finding you're developing like a bit of a wrestler's physique? Like, is that? I think it's a bit early. For, I'm trying to go through. Dude, I love that aspect on me. You I laugh, like, but <laughs> I'm trying to. The, the way they structure it is 45 okay, minutes okay. of instruction, and then it's 15 minutes of um, rolling, right? And it's broken mm. into three five-minute matches for rolling, and then uh, I go three times a week. And on Fridays, they do a, an hour roll after that, like just an open open mat roll for that. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm sparring, I guess, for like an hour and 45 minutes a week right now, and then training for like learning moves and stuff for about two hours and a half, right? Something like that. And this seems like a lot. 225, I guess. And um, I'm still figuring it out a lot, obviously. Like, this is super early days for me. For mm -hmm. for stamina stuff, I feel like stamina is already up a little bit from that. Like, the first week I went, it was like, I couldn't catch my breath after the hour roll. Like, I just, like, even, like, a couple matches in, it's just, like, can't catch mm -hmm. my breath. And I'm already feeling a little bit better about that. As to the rest of it, I don't feel like I'm learning shit. I mean, I, I must be. It must be slow, but it feels everyone in the gym keeps calling it like a fire hose like you're trying to like take a drink off a fire hose for the amount of information coming at you for that and i don't know if that's true but i'm because I'm, I'm but i'm certainly feeling it physically that's the that's best comparison thing. those guys have those meatheads you know <laughs> it's like yeah, trying to suck on a fire hose like, <laughs> no yes sir references <laughs> yes. yeah no no i, no, I don't know like you were saying earlier would be like I, I feel like there's not enough knowledge to know when to tap right like not like okay if they're in, if I'm in a submission sure like okay as soon as I feel that arm joint going I'm like I'm at this point I'm just on the I'm erring on the side of tap immediately mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I, already I'm like sitting here I, I didn't go Wednesday so I haven't gone since Monday and my elbows both my elbows still are hurting from arm bars right now right and it's but it, it's it's the rest of it it's like when do I exert effort so as a new as a new a person new to this sport who doesn't have the knowledge base to really compete with this when I'm wrestling with these people I'm essentially a, it's always just how long until I lose. And B, it's a lot of, I can put effort into a thing, but I can't really put technique into a thing. I can't like sit from a situation and go, okay, I'm in this situation. Let me catch my breath for a second. I know how to fight out of this. I know these things. Most of the time, the knowledge just isn't there, right? So it's like, where do you resist? Like, at what point are you putting effort into which portions of that? And I must just be doing that in a way that's getting myself hurt. That's that's my working theory right now with this. Because it's just like, I just end up, every time I'm leaving there, I've got some more, some stupid small thing that like doesn't go away for like two weeks. Also, you're get in old. your mid-30s and you've got guys yanking on your joints for I'm two hours a week. I'm in my late 30s. I'm 38. I was being nice. So they <laughs> You're in the middle of them, you know. <laughs> you're, you're in the yeah. middle of your late 30s. Stuck in the middle of them, yeah. yeah. Maybe something yeah. for anti-inflammation, uh, you know, mm. some sort of supplement for that. You know, obviously you're not going to want to get into like scary stuff, but there's tons of steroids that would make you like heal so fast and <laughs> produce like mega amounts of collagen uh, and, and, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, just there's nothing to be done for that. They're just hurting you. Maybe some curcumin. How, how long is the period that like in a practice run, because I've never done jujitsu, that someone puts you in an arm bar where your arms out there in a vulnerable position? What is the amount of seconds like in a practice, not going full bore? How long are they holding that? Is it like one second? I imagine you would do it the way we did in wrestling in middle school, where it's like you demonstrate you have it. And then it's like, all right, well, that's the end of this, because if this were to continue, you're out of the, you know, lead. Well, two, you're, you're two comments on that. The first is 
I don't know enough to yet know when I'm when an arm bar is caught and I can't get out. So sometimes you can resist by just you you flex your arm essentially. So you never give that or at least in mm-hmm. parts of this. I'm not giving them a straight enough arm they could do that. So they're working on it. I could feel them trying to do something with that. And sometimes you can resist that way. And I don't know if that is stupid. It's just making this worse because mm-hmm. I don't know enough. Or if sometimes it's stopping stuff. So that's one of them. The other one I had one the other day where I, a guy didn't hear me tap, right? So like mm. he was on the ground and he did some, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck to call it. Like it basically caught my, from a position where he's on his back, his legs are up and caught my arm in some position and they arm barred me from that. And I tapped and generally they're pretty good about instantly tapping, but he didn't hear me. So I had to say it twice. So I got like an extra second of that. It's pretty quick, right? There's no one's, no one's sitting there tweaking on that and I'm not okay. going out of my way. I'm certainly not, I'm erring on the side of be a huge baby about it, but I also don't want to just like randomly tap them in the middle of something when we're doing this that don't have a don't have that on me so i don't i don't know no be, being a it's not being a baby that being someone with a, a healthy sense of self-preservation <laughs> like that, a real that healthy is sense is. of self-preservation i wouldn't be there right so like you were talking about when to use effort right your effort goes into reacting quickly right don't let them set in and get the position that they're hoping for it doesn't go into reacting extremely if that makes sense. Like time is of the essence. That's very important. But the move in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is not to spaz and put a lot of effort into it. It's don't be lazy, take a breath, and then do your technique. So, so soon, in, in the next few weeks, you'll know how to escape from full mount. You'll have an idea on how to get out of, uh, you know, whatever side control or something. Do those before the guy has really solidified his position on you. That's where your effort goes into by not waiting um, don't do them super duper hard. That's not how you do it. So that that's my take on that. And as far as like Taylor asked, like how long, what they should do, like let's say an arm bar, if people don't know, basically bend your arm backwards too far. Mm-hmm. They should have it to here and be like, you want to tap? No? Okay, a few degrees more. Do you want to tap now? <laughs> I do own your ass a few degrees more until Filthy is like, all right, I've had enough. I agree that you own my ass. Like, that's how it should work. Mm-hmm. Um, if a guy is like quickly in one second putting him in a position that hurts two days later, that guy's not being a good training partner. Yeah. <clears throat> As I suspected, that guy's a piece of shit. Take yeah. The former, we're filthy. the former example is what you would get if you had like a private instructor. The, 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 the second just a nice is, guy is well or someone who really knows what they're doing right like if the guy's been there for i don't know eight ten months he finally found someone he can tap <laughs> he's like oh yeah i got yeah. it sunk i got it sunk <laughs> like, like he's he's loving this this is this is this is the the best times of his jujitsu career and i guess the hope is that in nine months from now filthy will find his own uh version Beat toy of, yeah 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 to, to to like yank around and and twist into balls and stuff and uh, and then it'll be fun because it's hard to enjoy something when you lose over and over and that's what jiu-jitsu is for a very long time i'm okay with the losing over and over especially when it feels like something like i, I don't mind being put in a position where i'm learning from like the 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 bottom of that position right for that but what i don't like is i don't like coming out of it repeatedly injured feeling like if I'm going to do this thing, like I want to be able to go. I like the physicality of it. I like training for it. I like, and if it requires a shit ton of repetitions and basic knowledge to get anywhere with it, I don't want that being prevented from me going back because I got injured doing the thing beforehand, you know, cause it slows down the whole process. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out that out. And it could be, it could be, as you say, it could be some dick guys. I don't think so. It could be me not knowing enough to know how to prevent myself from getting hurt. And it could be some lack of knowledge on their part too. I had a, I had a friend who was talking me into this initially and he suggested, he said, stay 
away from white belts and blue belts that they are, especially like he said, white belts won't know any better. They'll hurt you accidentally. And blue belts will often have a chip on their shoulder and want to prove something. And he said, just stay. But the problem is it's like 99% of the class. You know? So it's like, yeah. what am I going to do with that? So you're just waiting uh, for the one black belt or brown belt or purple belt to walk in. And I don't know the ranking, but, but, he's, got, but he's got CTE and he thinks he forgets who you are. Yeah. And he just tears you apart. He's people. got CTE and he thinks you yeah. broke into his car last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been fun. It's been interesting. It's something different. It's a, it's a replacement for rock climbing in a lot of ways for me because I'm not going to be able to easily get back into a gym here that is any good that's close enough to do regularly. So it's it's a little bit mental. It's a lot physical. It's it's a just a different athletic endeavor that I enjoy. So I've been having fun with it. I actually because, have to make that decision. Uh, because you're so you were so into rock climbing and all that for so many years, like and this is maybe me like reading too much into Juji Mufu's videos he did with rock climbers, but he was always blown away at their like hand grip strength compared to their like overall strength level, their size. Have you noticed that like your grip is giving you any good advantages or ability to control things or not really? First of all, I think it's too it's I'm too new at this to have any real good anything, quite honestly, in my opinion. And it like when I there's a instructor, a couple of instructors there, but one of the instructors I've rolled with a couple of times now, it's like a it's like fucking wrestling uh, what I imagine wrestling a giant constrictor snake is like. That's, <laughs> that's how it feels because I'm just like I can feel him rotating around me in positions that I'm trying to keep stationary as he finds positions and then like constricts in some way. It's gonna be like an arm bar, it's gonna be a neck thing. It's like when I'm in the middle of it, I feel like a fucking like trapped like gazelle about to yeah. be like smothered to death yeah. and eaten so like i think like, there's I a I'm in danger but i don't know exactly why i'm in danger oh there it is yeah yeah so i think there's going to be a some learning curve with that and the second thing i keep they keep telling me like various opponents are like oh you're a big guy you're strong you have a good body or they hurt someone oh uh, yeah. you're you're made for this shit I just imagine <laughs> over there. Kyle's identified what color the card is, and Taylor's like, "Oh, you look really good at this. You seem real bright. You'll catch on in no time." You know, it's like, "Whoa, you yeah. knew that was blue by looking at it." <laughs> I get a bit of that vibe. This, is funny. <laughs> this guy knows his colors. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and the other one is totally true. Like, the more. same thing happened at hockey camps I would go to. Like when I, when I was a coach, like at 16 years old and like coaching young goalies, they had players out there who were just like shooters. Their entire job was to listen to the goalie coaches like me. And I would just say like, hey, they're going to stand here. You're going to skate like this, pass to him. Then he's going to pass back to you and you shoot. And some of these, like the really good players who were there for a job, like a summer job, they take easy little saucer shots. They're shooting on a seven-year-old goalie. They're trying to help him out. The players who sucked ass and never scored in real life were rifling at these children like they were <laughs> playing in the Stanley Cup finals. And it's like, dude, Josh, you got to calm down. Like, I get you're tired of getting your shit pushed in against people our age, but you can't be rifling it at little Stevie's head. Like, he's six. I, did you watch? Did you watch me tie his skates? Did you watch me tie everyone's skates? Do you know how many kids showed up with just a mom, and I had to put them all together in the back? Did you many kids put their shit on at water? And I had to undress them and put them. Re- that was the worst part of being a goalie coach because some kid would like come out with skates on and a ch- shoulder protector and his dick out and be like, "I'm ready to play hockey." Like, no, no, you're not. Like, let's get you back in there, buddy, and try and put things back on him. Uh, it's a lot of gear you got. I never considered is. that. Like, like in football, like I played peewee football, and like, it was like, oh, we got to wear a bunch of stuff. But after a while, it's it's pretty simple, right? It's just the shoulder pads. Like you don't have mm-hmm. anything else really beyond that, and the helmet, obviously. But like in hockey, you guys got a lot of shit going on, huh? Oh, like, especially if it's a goalie. And like the, and maybe I'm wrong, 
but all the goalies who were good later in life, they didn't start out as goalie. They started out as forward and they got like their skating down and then they became goalie. Because you look at like some of these kids who started out at six with goalie, they don't know how to. The pads are, are physically just too large for them as human bodies. They it's got to be move. bad on the knees, right? Like, like is it like. Can't uh, be good for it. Because like I've always thought that if I was a parent, there's no way I'd want my kid to like play catcher. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like that's just bad, bad for your knees. Where you're gonna squat for like three hours a day every day throughout my, my knees. Do that's gonna be your fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Um, I, I wouldn't want them to do that. I wouldn't want my kid to play football either at all. Like, really? You want not at all? Nah, with the I don't know. Those kids getting cracked in the head. Like, what if he's deep? Like, if he's bad at it, yeah, get out there. You'll be done. Like, you'll play one <laughs> year of this and and make some friends. But if he's, what if he's good at it? Or even worse, what if he's just good enough at it to play like varsity ball? But and that's but, it. <laughs> and that's but just barely good enough. So that means he has taken some walloping. You know, he's getting some head on head shit at sixteen for yeah. for the big game. And it's like, ah, when you're 38, you probably won't remember where your keys are now. <laughs> like, is yeah. it worth it? I can I can see that kind of stuff, like with being afraid for your kids. But I, I want them to have fun. Like if they want to play football or hockey or something, I'm going to let them play. Yeah, I think a lot of parents are, they keep doing that poll every year. And every year, and I love it because I hate the NFL. But every year, like more parents are like, my child won't even play that game. Like, no, I won't allow my kid to play that game. And that has to mean that the NFL will absolutely die in like the next, in, 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 in 100 years. I know that's like, okay. But like, I think that the NFL, the biggest sport in the United States, will be dead in 100 years because I don't think there's going to be a farm system eventually. Eventually, the talent is just going to drop so much. The talent, gonna, but also the baseball. interest. You know, like I think that they'll go hand no, in hand. Yeah. If nobody plays football, then there'll be fewer people who like watching it. Yeah. It's awful sport anyway. It's fucking lame. I don't know. Is it? No, it's, no it's great sport. It, it might be the best one. It's really entertaining to watch. <laughs> yeah, there's too many breaks. That's the <laughs> only complaint. There's too many. There's breaks. A they need, lot it needs to be more. In that sport, you know, you know when it's really good when there's yeah, like the uh, sport. when there's like a hurry up offense and uh, you know like a, they're doing like a two minute drill. There's two minutes to go. They're they're trying to get across the field and score. And there's that hurry up no huddle offense. Mm-hmm. That should be the norm. There should there the timeout should be a lot fewer and far in between. So there should be a lot of the quarterback making decisions or, 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 you know, hurry up decisions and the defense would have to do the same thing. But as it is, they're constantly switching out personnel and coming up with these big ideas. And it's like, man, how many commercial breaks are in a fucking NFL game? I'm so sick and tired of this. And there's no way I'm going. There's no fucking way I'm going. No, My only one I, I've been to like two football games ever. And I was a kid like watching the Rams it was boring as hell. Like the second, like as a young kid, I would like get excited, blow the whistle, and that's the end of it. And then Kurt Warner's, you know, just walks back, does a little huddle, and then. I just it. don't think it's a good spectator sport. Hockey's such a good spectator sport. It's a great um, one. Yeah. Like, like it's not. It's very low on my list of favorite sports. But like, if I were gonna go to a game and watch, if if you got primo seats, like if I could actually get near the cage, MMA. Because now I can do that thing where, you know, you get close enough to a screen door. It's not there anymore. You can do that oh, with yeah. fence, I imagine. But any other seat that costs, I don't even know if you can buy those seats. In fact, I know you can't buy those seats. The seats down there where the, where the fighters' families are that are like several thousand dollars each, I think those still suck in my opinion. I think you're still peering through that cage that's like three, that, that's like at this yeah. height because you're sitting. You're and like you're, you're looking like, up, you're looking and so up. If, yeah, if they're at the far end of the cage, you're only everywhere. seeing them from like the shorts up. 
yeah, it's it's bullshit. There's no there's no good way to watch that except for my idea, of course, that I came up with years ago, where we put yeah, them down put in, them a in a pit. sphere. They're in a pit. They're in a pit, and we're around them looking down. And it's like that. Uh, what's that type of uh, seating called? Not theater seating. I mean, I mean, it sort of is, but auditorium, like, like, like yeah. amphitheater type situation where like we're above a we're a big bowl, and we're looking down at them. And the I don't know the way it is. It's so spart it's so spread out yeah. because they're doing like it the like Colosseum. A, like like a, that, the Romans figured out that's the way you want to watch people so. fight top down. Like you can I, see I more they, shit. I think it's because they do it in those uh, like basketball arenas and stuff that that are I don't know the seating so far away from the cage. It's no good. But I'll I'll say this: they've been doing those little events in their uh, apex center, and it looks so cheap. It looks so cheap. Every time I see one of those, and it's you know it's not the pandemic anymore, so it's there's no excuse. It makes what so, is the Apex Center? Real they've quick. got their own like like place where they have fights, and oh, so okay, instead cool. of going to like T-Mobile Arena oh, and yeah. having a big fucking thing, and the media's there and the fans are there, and there's there's hype, they're like, we're just gonna go like in our garage and put on a fight. It's this, and so it's like a cheap. It looks like a cheap game show. Now, don't get me wrong. This place costs yeah. tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. It looks like a cheap game show. All, all, all. It does. It, it looks like Drew Carey should be calling the fight. Charging, no, those seats those, don't look too bad, though. Those like seats are $10,000 each. I know, but it looks like if you're in this stadium watching this, what you have on the screen right here, it looks like you actually see the fight. Yeah, you yeah. would see the fight. And and yeah. and even better, you'd hear the fight, which is... Maybe. There's a lot of big people standing on that apron. Like the, I think there's four cameramen. Like, mm-hmm. So they'll block your view a lot. Yeah, you'll 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 have some issues with that, but but no, like it's not like you can get these seats anyway. Wait, so um, the cameraman it is just going to be standing on wait, what'd you call it, an apron, apron? on that outside? Apron, yeah. So you see the octagon. There's sort of a place to stand right outside it. Yeah, yeah. Zach is showing us. There's there's several cameramen there, and they like sort of lean on. They top. go over. They go. That over would be the such a ruining experience if I paid ten grand for that seat it and I'm looking is, at some dude's ass and shorts. But that's always the case, sport, right? If you're made for TV. If you're yeah. interested in the sport itself, you always are getting a better experience on the television, right? Like if you're there for the experience of being there and like being with the people and being with your friends and watching this event, okay, that's one thing. But if you want to watch like the details of the game, you're always going to get better with the television. Good hockey seats can be Good hockey than, seats can yeah. give you like like you get to watch it's the a different experience. experience. Instead of following the puck around, which is what the cameras often do, you know, you can see like, ah, oh, you know, I never really noticed the guys that slack their way back down when the mm-hmm. you know, like they're an offense. It's five on four. Why? Well, because oh, that thirty-seven year old's a lazy fuck now. <laughs> you get an appreciation for speed and size that you can't get on television. Um, I remember like I had good seats at a Braves game, like maybe five rows back from home plate, and uh, I was like, "Holy shit, that guy! How tall is that guy?" And they're like, "He's six three. And I'm like, "Wait, he's shorter than that guy." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, "Well, do the math, dummy. That other guy's probably six. That guy's at least five. six three. <laughs> that guy's more than six three. But greater but like, than or equal to. But the thing is, like, like that was the little guy. Like, like there were a lot. They were huge, and they looked like athletes. We're on TV. A lot of times, baseball players look like some some guy off the street. Was like, yeah, I'll suit up. But when yeah, you like they a work club, at a, a barbecue place, and to be all, to be hundred percent fair, a lot of like baseball players do have the bodies of like a barbecue chef in a backyard, right? <clears throat> pitchers in particular, you see a lot of really unathletic pitchers. Really, Bartolo Colon, big bellies. Yeah. yeah, Bartolo Colon. I don't know anything about baseball, but he is my all-time favorite baseball player because he is—he's not just like fat for an athlete. Mm. He's a fat man who is a pitcher and there is one he's a pitcher and there's one 
image of him. That's the that's the spryest, thinnest yeah. I've ever seen that man in my life. There's a, there's a video of him getting like his first dinger, his first home run ever, and like you can see him even like not believing it as he's like starting his walk. And I say walk because he walked around <laughs> the bases. There was no no part of him even thought like I'm gonna give this a jog. People are gonna be proud of me. Like no, just quick walked. The yeah. whole way. <laughs> in the 90s, there was a player named John Cruck with a K. Uh, Zach, can you try and find him? I remember this guy being so fat. Everyone made fun of like John Cruck and his body and heard his salary negotiations, negotiations etc. I kind of wonder if looking through today's lens, if he's going to have a pretty normal body. Oh, well, he's retired. Well, that's retired. I know. I, yeah, I get, uh, get him in the, uh, in, in the heart his of his prime. Career. Yeah. I, I, I because ever like when I think of the really fat, what if that was him on the field? What like if that the was guys from Goonies? You know who shook it? Look at that! Oh, this he's the most obese, embarrassingly fat guy on the Phillies oh back in the nineties. Dude, I'm forty pounds from that guy. Best case scenario, <laughs> <laughs> no. like in, in in the wrong direction. <laughs> ever oh, see man. the Goonies? They make him do the jelly shake on his yeah. belly. This is the old movie. Yeah, that kid's barely fat by today's standards. Yeah, this guy. Oh, just, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. Can you pull up the Goonies belly shake thing? They like, gave I don't this know. guy a hard time. The truffle shuffle? That's such nonsense. I back in the day though, that's is not what professional what, athletes look like. What uh, what what position did he play though? A John Cruck, I think he was first baseman. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, did, yeah. I remember. I remember our first baseman in that time. Well, maybe not that time period. I don't know when that was, but in the early '90s, it was. Um, oh fuck! Doesn't matter. He was a chunky white guy. And he was he was chunkier than that. He was chunkier than that for sure. You don't Baseball need to be quick on so your feet. Funny. Look at that. That <laughs> oh kid was God. so funny that like the whole nation mocked him back when I was a kid. Oh yeah. In the wow. 80s, that was the fattest child man. <laughs> and now that wouldn't even draw eyes at the bench. That wouldn't even feed some of our fat kids for dinner one uh -oh. night. Back I night. saw a kid in the ocean today that almost floated away. <laughs> just, I thought like it was a, a like pizza a to begin with. Fried no. piece of cauliflower bobbing out there. Just a pot of <laughs> a pot of porpoises took him in as one of their own. Yeah, they adopted him. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the the ex athletes getting fat thing is so funny. I like. What do you remember? There was the hockey player for the Blues, Keith Kachuk, mm, who sure. after the lockout ended in two thousand three, two thousand four, he came back and he got the nickname Keith Kachunk because he showed up to Blues training camp. 45 pounds overweight <laughs> like a baffling amount of weight to have gained in a year and there's a video a now both of his sons are in the nhl and there's a video of this fat guy like he has the body of someone who was he used to be very like strong athletic but all the fat layered on you know how you can tell the difference between someone who's yeah. been fat their whole life and someone who was very athletic and then got fat and his son in a playoff game scored a hat trick and they're like Matthew Kachuk scores the hat trick. You got to wonder how the Kachuk family's feeling. Let's take a look at Keith. And they view in on him, and he's got his hat in his hand, and his wife is yelling at him, going, throw your hat. He's going, it's my favorite hat. I'm throwing my favorite hat. No. And, she, and you can see her keep pushing, and he's going, no, it's my favorite no. hat. No, 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 no. And then he like held it by his stomach so nobody could take it off him. And it was, it was just funny. Oh, that's just good. a guy like your son scores a hat trick. Something I don't even think he ever did in his career. And he's like, no, nah, it's my favorite hat. Fuck off. Is Matthew Chuck to Chuck a star? I mean, he's, he's very good. Yeah. yeah. 
both he and Brady Kachuk are very good, and they both grew up in St. Louis, so both of them want to play for the Blues at some point. So that would be pretty I, awesome. I, I was on Reddit last night, and I saw this uh, this this hockey gif, and uh, like my hands went to send it to you, and I was like, he's on vacation. There's no need to be mean, because <laughs> 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 like, 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 it's literally like jimmy crack corn whatever the fuck like skates the floor and scores You're right. the- <laughs> and nathan like, mckinnon yeah, yeah yeah i know i and, saw that play too it was very impressive and I was it like, was oh. unbelievably impressive so Did nathan mckinnon between his legs i couldn't tell it was either jammed up or literally between his legs he he dangled the entire blues roster that guy nathan <laughs> mckinnon if you don't know him there's one player in the playoffs the Connor mcdavid who is better than everyone else. And then McKinnon's in that tier below, but still mm. above pretty much everyone. But McKinnon is a fucking superstar. That was his hat trick goal <laughs> to close out the series and eliminate the Blues. He scores, goes up, first of all, entering the third period for that game, three to nothing. Three to three, Blues tie it up. Nathan McKinnon scores the hat trick, that beautiful goal you're talking about. I'm like, this shit is fucking over. He just, what a play from McKinnon there. If you don't know the Colorado Avalanche, they never make it out of the second round. They've made it out of the second round once in 22 years or something. That's like their curse. Like the Leafs can't get out of the first round. And then the Blues tie it up like 30 seconds later and win in overtime. And it was great. So now the series is three to two. It's anybody's game. The Blues have a three to two like deficit with the avalanche and we're missing our starting goalie. We're missing our best defenseman. So it's pretty exciting for, for the abs to have McKinnon score a hat trick and then have it stolen from them. You have to imagine that. And given all their history, the past four years of losing in the second round, you have to imagine they're either going to be like, Oh no, it's happening again and drop it to the blues in seven. Or they come out and they're like, let's absolutely molest these guys. So what you're saying is it's going to be extra heartbreaking if you don't make it through this round. No, no, for the for the Avs, yes. The Blues won a cup three years ago, man. Mm. And we're missing Bennington, our best goalie, and Krug, our best offensive defenseman. No Blues fan expects us to make it out of this round. We rely on our power play, and our best power play guy got hurt game two of the first round because he broke something or other. And, and our goalie got, you know, his knee destroyed by a, an unfortunate so Your goalie play. will probably never be good again. He'll probably not. Yeah, but, but you, know what, you know what is unfortunate? I didn't expect you to agree. I was, Taylor, I'm taking shots at you, bro. <laughs> no, we got to cut, man. I'm, I'm chill. But like, no, no, literally, Bennington, our goalie who got taken out in game three by Nazem Kadri, he was, he has the best goals against average of any goalie in the 2022 playoffs. So losing him and then Colorado failing to seal that series after a hat trick from their best player, I would imagine Nathan McKinnon fucking hates everyone on his team right now because he's the only guy who showed up. But I also will stop talking about this. I did uh, <laughs> tangentially, a tangentially related to hockey, I suppose. Did you see that um, uh, Letterkenny is ha- going to do a spinoff show all about Shorzy? Shorzy's going to get his own show. And, Which one's Shorzy? The uh, Shorzy's Shorzy's the hockey guy who's always saying awful things. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the hockey player that they always shoot from the back, and it's the main guy doing that voice. And they shoot, they're shooting him from the back, right? I didn't know that. Okay, but for the new show. They're they're just they're blacking out one of his teeth, like having him grow a beard and like putting a baseball cap on him backwards. And I swear to God, it's close enough to a different person that you're all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a different show then. All right. And it's just him being an awful piece of shit hockey player. Same voice, his- like oh, yeah. same clippy Canadian, you know, <laughs> right. you're fucking yeah. hoser. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like yeah. that shit. Yeah, chirping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It's oh uh, yeah, chirps. A couple of so, chirps there, you know. <laughs> real nasty stuff, real nasty stuff. Uh, so I, I'm down to watch that letter. I haven't watched the most recent season of letter. I'll check I'm, that out. I, I'm, I got, I'm over letter Kenny 
as a concept. It it was really just kind of the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And those uh the three core people, the fat guy, the funny guy, and the girl, mm-hmm. I liked all of their banter. I thought they had good riffs. Then there was that group of like like goth or emo kids or something like that. Yeah, you and like they, they could not be less funny when they're on screen. I think I really they were the really reason I turned the, the emo show. Kids. I didn't like the hockey kids. I didn't the core group did a pretty good job, but they had one joke. I talk quickly and frankly. How do you wrap six or seven years worth of content? Ten. Ten years around I talk quickly and frankly. Like, all right, I get it. Like, do you have anything else to say here? Nope. I, I th- whenever um, it was only a season or two ago where they had the Canada Gooses thing, and that cracked me the fuck up. Like, like I thought that was great that they were super defensive of the Canada Gooses, and they started, to, where would it, where would humanity be without the Canadian Gooses? <laughs> like, like kept making Canadian Gooses more and more important. Like, like, where would any of us be without them? <laughs> those are the worst animals on earth. Oh fuck those fucking! I will show no mercy to a goose. Every time I see a video of someone like giving them that little bit of hey buddy can't we be friends no i'm going immediately to violence if i ever encounter a goose of any kind a swan i don't give a shit i'm immediately going to kill it i'm immediately going to kill it i don't care if there's like children present old people i I don't care i'm gonna i will not be bullied by i routinely throw acid in geese's face oh (laughs) you too that's not extreme that's routinely i have it in a super (laughs) zoger And I drive around shooting hydrofluoric acid at birds. That's awesome. Yes, I live a full life. Super soaker, would it? It would melt it. I don't know. Are you sure about that? I remember remember in Breaking Bad. Um, it's a very specific kind of plastic that they used for um, like like, like uh, beakers and stuff. Not beakers, but but uh, uh, laboratory equipment. Uh, gasoline alone will dissolve the kind of um, plastic that they use in those cheap water guns. Like that kind of plastic, because I know that because I used to fill my water guns up with gasoline, and uh, and you know make myself a flamethrower. But you you're you're on a you're like all right, she's full. We've got five minutes before this thing melts in our hands, and we're now covered in and melty plastic gasoline. So let's and get we to have work. no super soaker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they immediately dissolve. But I did that a lot as a kid. Um, so I would imagine acid would do the same. Plus, you don't fuck with acid anyway. Acid's so scary. I had I a kid, like a friend of mine, who like genuinely scared me when I was like 13 or so because I went over to his house and he was like talking about how cool it was to take a ton of styrofoam cups that his mom had and oh, melted yeah. in this acetate and then like make napalm. He was very into the military. He ended up joining the Marines later in his life. And I remember like even like being like an immature, like 12, 13 year old being like, there's no way we should be doing this. <laughs> like we this is this is scary, man. Like I let's just throw M80s at at birds you know <laughs> we're not going to hit them so there's no guilt oh, it'll just pop like you'll throw it at it it'll miss and land and then pop and the bird will fly away so what was he doing he was just dissolving the, the styrofoam and the he gas was dissolving it in the acetate and then he like it was like a sludgy mixture uh-huh. and then he wanted to do something with it and i was like I, i'm you know let's just play something else Man, and so you- i did not engage with whatever that ended wanna- up being I- I want that guy on the show. Like, like where's he at these days? <laughs> He's still a very close friend of mine. I could talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he died in a car accident last year, 140 <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah, he was on fire when he did it. No, uh, one of my closest friends to this day. Shout out Tim. How you doing, bud? Shout out Tim. Yeah, <laughs> nothing like making a little napalm in your, Tim in your the younger psycho. years. <laughs> Tim the No, that's just fun to play with. No, I, 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 I was always doing stuff like that, like, like starting little fires. I, I discovered quickly that um, you could take primers and shoot them with a shot with a uh, 
a slingshot and they were they would explode on impact like a big explosion oh, that's fun yeah yeah and i had tons of them because uh, primers are the thing that go in the back of a shotgun shell it's what the uh, primer hits and the or the the firing pin hits and it's what initiates the bang so it's an impact sensitive little explosion so you could just shoot them with with a the slingshot at a brick wall and it Big pop. It was a lot of fun. And I know you and I and, and Woody to an extent did stuff like that. Filthy, what was what were your go-to childhood activities? Were you a kid like me that just like every day after school you went into the woods and like played with friends? Fires. We did a lot in I'm trying to think of the depends on the age group, but uh, we did a lot with like water balloon stuff. So we had like I had a I had a three man slingshot for water balloons that we Oh yeah. One person on each side. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you had to like brace as little kids, you had to full on brace and you get one person to pull it back and it stretched like six foot back and launch them like half a block kind of deal. And we would shoot them into we cracked um a friend's house like panel paneling with water balloons from the street kind of deal so this was like middle school right and they were there was like <laughs> it was like some it was some game like you had to like sure. assassination or something right some a lot of that kind of stuff so a lot Did of running guys... around town on bikes with slingshots and water guns and stuff did like you that. ever egg just... houses didn't do egging too much uh-uh. yeah i did uh i didn't like indiscriminate egging uh, i felt like that was yeah these would be real shitty because because you're getting people that like maybe it's old people who can't really properly clean their home i always thought that was real shitty um, I remember like I knew some guys who like threw tomatoes at a at an old person's house and they got caught and they made them clean it up. And I was like, yeah, good. E- even at like 16, I was like, yeah, why are you fucking throwing tomatoes at old people's homes? Like, like, why don't you come with us and throw them at Dusty's house? That's the cool shit. And yeah, uh, harass your friends, not some innocent. No, it was someone person. we didn't like. It was not a friend. Oh, harass your enemies. I lived across from uh, 18th. <laughs> that guy's dead. He killed himself for a little bit of time during that same time period. And we just <laughs> We could do it behind my house. We could launch a water balloon from behind my house over the house onto the 18th hole. And we'd do oh. that occasionally, which was a lot of fun. How far of a distance was that? Was it like two of you like arms like struggling to hold yeah. it out while the other yeah. guy pulls back? Yeah, absolutely. But like, actually, it couldn't have been my. I lived across from that. I don't remember where we shot it from. We wouldn't have been as stupid to do it directly from the back of my house. But but it was that it was that idea. Arc it over the house where they couldn't see you and try to hit golfers with water balloons. So. We like we would do stuff like that with I I know exactly the launcher you're talking about because like we had and the people we had used so at the time we were, I was like 15 and we had a pool at our house at the time with a diving board and it wasn't like a super long pool or anything and we thought like a fun game because we had been throwing water balloons at people who would jump off the diving board and we'd try and hit them before they got into the pool and, and pop it and they would try and jump in but not just to dive you'd have to go up and like dodge it and everything and we were like oh let's use the launcher and so we stood at, like, the, we stood at the base of this pool and we had also figured out that if you only put like a third of the amount of water in the balloon it went so goddamn fast mm. and so like we we smoked a friend of mine in the back that oh, it looked no. like he got hit with like a beanbag gun from a police officer because we had me and the third biggest guy in our group as the two holders because we were the most <laughs> solid and then we had the fattest yeah. member of our friend group Michael do the pullback because he was we were 15 that kid was like probably 320 Jeez. at the time and so he went fullback and he was not a great shot he nailed that one guy in the back got a huge bruise we all got a laugh out of it and the next shot I think he got overconfident and he shot too low and so you know how liners and pools are. If it's a liner pool, it's like this kind of soft, pushy thing on the side. It's not mm-hmm. like a tile pool. He shot this little, <laughs> this little water balloon so hard, it 
missed him, the person he was shooting at entirely, went under the diving board and slammed into the, the liner and it made and it it, sh- it split the entire liner of the pool. It was such a big thing. It sounded like a lightning crack and went pop. And then like Jesus. I was like immediately like <gasps> Oh no! And I like ran over there and checked. Like an enormously expensive problem has appeared, and I have yeah. to like then like g- amp up the courage to be like, okay, how am I going to talk to my dad later? How'd you break the line of the pool, Taylor? Well, we were shooting. No, I can't move like that. We were throwing. That's not. What happens to the ground? What happens to the like? Now you have a, the liner is not supposed to leak. What yeah, happens? So, with- well, it, so the liner split. So there's still concrete behind the liner and everything. It's just the liner with the foam to like make it more comfortable to walk on and push off of. But yeah, it split that Wait, probably a couple feet. That's all the liner does make it comfortable to walk on. I thought it was part of the waterproofing of the pool. Well, that too. It, it is part of the like. It's not going to drain your pool, but like if that if we would have left that just hang out and open, it would have like let water back behind there and get in it. But thankfully, it hit at that top area and split it laterally, and so we were able to like tape it. And, yeah, and kind of get it fixed so up it was a little above bit. The water line, barely. Well, I guarantee some water got in there. My dad but, was uh, um, my my dad it was, was above the water line after it drained. I'm sorry, Kyle. Yeah, and for my, my my dad did not get as mad at me as I thought I would. That was one of those where I was just like, "Damn, made out like a bandit. Gonna do this again." My dad was playing a risky game of fetch using a beer bottle with a dog, and I guess <laughs> um, it, like he's throwing it into the pool, and the dog's like grabbing it back and like jumping in the pool. And, and one time he threw it too far and hit the other end of the pool. The beer bottle shatters, of course. And uh, then um, I think they got most of the glass up, but then when they went, the, the, automatic, the automatic pool cleaner thing has like glass between it and the floor of the pool. So it's just ruining, glass ruining the whole bottom of the pool overnight. Like, like just ruins it. And so uh, he just got that completely replaced. They had to, you know, completely drain the pool, tear the old liner out, put the new liner in and fill it again. Um, I don't know how you guys fill pools, but like we, we always called a fire truck. Um, to like come and immediately like like do it in one big. Oh, thing. we just did a hose like a and it took a day. You can do. No, you just call them. They'll bring you a load of water. You requisition fire. What? You can yeah. do that. Never heard of that in my life. I mean, what you think? There's fires all day that they need to be putting out. They'll come for anything. You got a cat in the tree. You got a. Like, like, so they're, just, they're happy. To I'm come gonna out. call the fire department. And be like, hey guys, my pool's a little low. So offer them just- fifty bucks. They'll be right there. Get out. Hi, hi firefighters. Low, right? I don't maybe you don't have cool ass firefighters like here. <laughs> maybe that's a problem. But we get here, um... they fucking show up. And uh, I remember like the first one time they did it and uh they dumped this, I don't know how many gallons it is, call it twenty thousand gallons of like rusty water into the pool. And he's like, <laughs> No, no good. You gotta take that back and bring me some good water. And I think they actually did. I think they took it back and brought him good water. Yeah. You're just your family's just wasting public dollars. Just, just it's water. <laughs> I don't look. Look, maybe water is a. a Sometimes I call the by, police department by. just because I'm lonely. <laughs> 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 do you remember nine hundred numbers? I know Woody does, but like, do you remember nine hundred numbers? Because you and I are on the cusp of when they like stopped being a thing. I've never used one. I have. Um, when I was a kid, somehow we came up, we found one and we would call it whenever we were at a pay phone or any kind of phone that wasn't ours. Mm-hmm. And just to hear like, you've called sexy Britney's fuck line. Mm-hmm. What do you want to get into today, big boy? And yeah. we just laugh at that or we press one and be like, all right, get, now put your credit card in or whatever it says. 
But yeah, people today may, may not know, especially some of our listeners. There used to be these <laughs> numbers. I think there were 976 at first, and then they ran out of like 976 numbers, and it became 900 numbers. And this shit was 2 to $3 a minute, or even more in some cases, mm-hmm. um, to like talk to someone. And it could be anything. Um, usually it was a girl who wanted to talk dirty to you. She didn't want to. She was getting paid to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, I, I guess it's all women. And and she would talk dirty, <laughs> she'd talk dirty to you for, for two or three bucks a minute, and they were charging your fucking phone bill the whole time, and uh, and it was a real fucking problem for some people, like an addiction. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and but there were other ones too, like you could call. Um, boring. Addiction. There was a Nintendo line you could call if you were mm-hmm. having a hard time. If you were stuck in a Nintendo game, you're like, dude, I I'm on World Eight Dash Seven, and Mario is just not <laughs> getting over this hill. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. There's a secret mushroom you've got to. Like there was a guy on the other end of the line who would walk you through that shit. Who were like, and they those guys were experts. Like, don't imagine that they hired like anybody to do that job. These ki- these people right. who you had this they job, went, they went full out reputable for the nine hundred number. They were quiz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not even kidding. Well, this nine hundred number went to Nintendo, it, and and uh, and these Nintendo experts were. Do you want to fuck n- Peach? <laughs> 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 or maybe yeah. Mario's more your style. We don't judge here at Nintendo. Who you want? They had all the right lore really get you into that experience. Prince- is the princess always in the other castle? How about Bowser's not at nine seven? Not at nine hundred cunt. One eight hundred anal. One eight hundred anal is probably a proctologist. One eight hundred hot anal would be a thing. You need more the digits. Ass man. Yeah, oh, the ass man. <laughs> yeah, I am the ass man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad. Do you remember? Uh, like you were people, people you're talking about the OnlyFans oh, now. The uh, the nine hundred numbers, like the Nintendo thing, made me think of. Now, you're a little older than me. I know you didn't get into like Pokemon as much, but you probably had a Game Boy and you probably had a Game Shark. Yes. Which, and I remember like, f- like being at the store, like seven years old. And if you don't know, a Game Shark is something you would use to plug into your Game Boy and then you would plug the game into the Game Shark and it enabled a lot of cheats. And Mine, I remember like thinking I, that I had like, the Nintendo game didn't Genie. want these on the street. I had the Game Genie and the Game Genie went to the Sega si- system. So I, I had, or, or maybe it went to Nintendo. One of the one way or the other, I had mm-hmm. the Game Genie and it went with one of my main systems and you could go in and it was like mods. It was like mods uh, from 1991 uh, for a video game. And you could be like, yeah, I want infinite lives because I'm fucking six and I suck at Mario. Let's go. You were probably smarter than I was like regarding that because I, I like I really thought when I like got those books that said like this is how you do the rare candy cheat in Pokemon Red or a game shark and like looking up the guides like how to do this and that in the little pamphlet. I remember like thinking like thanking my lucky stars that like I got in and got a game shark before Nintendo swooped in and pulled these things (laughs) for ruining their games and these cheat books. Thank God I got one of those before they shut that down. Like just a little fucking six-year-old fool (laughs) just not getting that they don't care. You already bought the game idiot. I got it. I got it. Want a little taste of nostalgia zach will you show us an image of a game genie because here's what i remember and i haven't seen this shit since i was six but there's an actual genie on the box i think he's got his arms crossed he's bald <laughs> and i think his head is bowed maybe and it says game genie um i think it was for the sega and, sounds very uh, familiar i think their whole thing was you only got three cheats because it's a genie so you can't oh. just enable all the cheats. You pick three. Oh yeah, there. Okay, see the red man up there. Okay, I'm I'm pretty far off. Okay, his arms are not crossed. He's not bowed. He's got. But a third he is eye bald. Huh? He is I mean, bald though. 
Yeah. Maybe. I had that. That was awesome. I can't remember. I can't believe. That's so cool to see that shit. I haven't seen it since. <laughs> the book and everything. Like, like you needed the book or you couldn't do the, the 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 cheats. Yeah. Yeah, there was no way to look it up. It was just like, what cheats can I do? Well, let me check the game shark manual and turn to Pokemon Red. And That's see. one thing we forget that like, man, manuals were so valuable back then because if you lost it, it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? How are you going to get another like instructional manual for whatever this thing is? There was no like, just pull the PDF on your phone. And they didn't come with used games like they should have. Or sometimes mm -mm. GameStop would like photocopy a manual and put a shitty version in the used game. Have mm -hmm. you guys seen that? It's like, no, a manual is supposed to be cool. It's supposed to be like part of the product you're getting. That yeah. was my favorite part. When I would rent games for like those old systems, there was that little booklet, that little manual that would come with it. And I love reading that little bit of lore in there. Like, 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 why does this turtle need yeah. to get to the other side? I need to know. That's important to me. And uh, every now and then it wouldn't be in there and it'd be so shitty. I, was real, yeah. I remember I, one of those when I was real little for uh, MechWarrior 2, right? And they had written in the, they had done it in the margins for the manual. Like someone had like written notes and it was supposed to be mm -hmm. the commander writing notes. And as a little kid, I was young enough when I first got that game that I couldn't, I didn't know that it wasn't real. So I thought someone, because we had bought it like used somewhere, I thought it's like someone had written in like these notes to how to like get good at the game and like the rest of it. Because because exactly that experience, because when you're a little kid yeah. doing it, it's part of the immersion of buying that game. Yeah, I remember that. It was that. fun. It's been a while since uh, manuals have been a thing. It's been a while since boxed games were a thing. You remember when you didn't just buy everything off Steam? Yeah. 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 I remember I was, it, it took I, me, I remember hating I that played, idea. I played Pokemon Red as a seven-year-old four times through, quitting and restarting the game every time because I didn't know that you could reheal your Pokemon at the Pokemon Center. And so I was just like losing all my money to potions and being like, this game's hard as shit. And then like <laughs> a friend was like, you can go in there and heal. And I'm like, oh, Revolution revolutionized game for me and like then but that's how it used to be is like there wasn't an explicit direction on what to do in the pokemon red there was no way to get past a certain point unless you guessed and talked to a fisherman in vermilion city and he said would you like me to tell you a tale of how to catch pokemon and then you had to say yes and he would take you on a guide to catch a weedle and if you never did that the game would let you go 10 hours ahead of that with like very little fast travel available, and then if you got to the wall, they'd be like, "Did you, did you talk to the fisherman?" <laughs> like they didn't even like bring it up that you had to like have a friend tell you, "Oh, you didn't do this. You got to go talk to that fucking weirdo in the very beginning." Brazilian City, whatever the first one is. Man, I want to replay Pokemon Red. What a great game! Yeah. I feel like it breaks some games too. Like I know you're a Magic fan, Taylor. I, I think internet <laughs> is kind of killed a large portion of that right everything mm -hmm. is a net deck if you're going to be competitive and they're going to change super fast because there's suddenly so many more eyes so many more iterations of that deck being played so much more development of that theme mm -hmm. of that deck to 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 bring it down to the few that are competitive for each set and i think it, sure I, I think it's funny because it, it feels like there should be almost no downside to having this become these these global phenomena, these these mass events but it does it, it takes away some of the limited things you could do by other people having done it and shared it first. So I don't know. It's yeah. Kinda, it's kind of interesting yeah. to think about for that. Like in, with magic, they, they're so, you know, and you can't blame them. They're a company. They're going to be money hungry, but the way that they structure your ability to buy cards, all being behind wild cards and not being able to just go, I'd like to pay 10 cents to unlock this one. Like you could an MTG online, which sucked. Mm -hmm. Like it just, all it does is make it so that everybody is so miserly with their wild cards that they go and they look at what decks are winning and they go, well, 
what am I gonna am I gonna home bake a new deck, a home brew, and waste potentially all my wild cards in a strat that doesn't work because the game doesn't let you play test strats against bots before you unlock it? Yeah, I think I'll unlock less cards and go the mono white life game and get for sure wins. Which I two like three years ago when I introduced Kyle to Magic, I was like, yeah, right now it's mono white life gain is huge in meta, but it always fluxes, it changes. That was two and a half years ago. It's still mon- mono white life gain is way too Fucking mono white life gains ruining the game that it's I love. It's terrible. So I'm over Awful. it. I would be fine with blue getting a little more power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh green. Green. I can tell it's green or just green. by the end of the card. As long as we yeah. keep black out, I'm good. <laughs> black too. I've been playing a mono black deck because like no one's playing mono black and it's fun. That like, I mean, I don't like your uh, quest for purity, but okay. I, I had a thought. <laughs> If I could somehow infuse my dick with nicotine, could I make a woman addicted to sucking my dick? Would she have withdrawals if she didn't suck my dick often enough? And she also didn't have access to cigarettes or... And she doesn't know there's nicotine on the dick. She thinks the dick sucking is what she's addicted to. So you've gone with mind control, like sex fantasy via nicotine on your penis. Yes. Don't judge. I think if you're drugging women... For sex, then Better then we've drug. taken a, a real dark turn. It's the mono black. I didn't comment, expect right? you to be against oh. me on this. I no, I was, was, was going to say that he didn't go far enough because his, <laughs> his like the nicotine request. You know what happens when someone withdraws from nicotine? They get cranky and they're short with you. <laughs> you you slather a bunch of heroin all women? over your dick. Mm. She's going to be shaken to blow you. She's going to be visibly with a fever and shaking. Like, really? I don't know what's, I just need your dick. And you're like, I don't know what it could be. Let me just go to the bathroom with this paintbrush real quick. Like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> what's that container of black tar looking shit? You're painting all over your penis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> don't you want your fix? Oh, that <laughs> would you'd, you'd have to like inject. <laughs> you'd have to no, inject the heroin it. into your penis. Now you're addicted to heroin, the ultimate self-play. No, no, no. Put it in your seminal fluid. And yeah, it's, it's going in. No, no, no. Out. It requires sounding. We're going right into Introducing the Lock and load V2 now with heroin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take more than idea. recommended. <laughs> so, so coat your dick with heroin. Get her addicted to sucking it. And this is the secret to a happy marriage. You heard it here. Yeah. This makes even less sense than my idea to make zombies by infecting the homeless with rabies. I don't I don't see how that doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then fair enough. <laughs> okay. To checkmate there. <laughs> no, I really think that that's the, the way to do it. And I, I think that I'm well, I'm hopeful that it happens. I, I think that that would be that solves the the boredom situation that I've got going on and it solves the homeless situation. The rest of you people have going on. Well, the homeless problem is all of ours. Anyone uh, can be attacked. They don't bother homeless. me a bit. Uh, I, they, they tried to sell me some, some bottles of water the other day without labels on them at an intersection. And I was like, who's buying these sketchy ass plastic bottles of water. They're not even cold. Uh, like who's buying? I mean, I gave <laughs> didn't some- want a hot, hot bottle of water from a homeless guy with no label. Jesus Christ! Don't this, doesn't that can- cause cancer or something? Like when they <laughs> they leave those bottle bottles of water in the in the sun all day, I think that does something to the plastic and it seeps into the water. It makes it, it definitely- taste like plastic. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, like, like I, I think on some military board I was on, like, like, like they uh, 
someone said something like, oh, I read how like leaving plastic water bottles in the sun causes some chemical to leach in and that's carcinogenic. And then he was like thinking back to his time in Iraq where they had these pallets of, of, of bottles of water just sitting in the sun for, for weeks and weeks at a time. Like, yeah. Everyone in Iraq where they burnt all the shit too. Like they had all oh, those, the burn those disposal yeah, yeah. fires. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's got to be so fucking bad. It's so bad for so many people. Oh, so much that. of it is. Yeah, you get the idea. I mean, obviously, it's a fucking war to some degree, so there's going to be other priorities, but it does seem like there are some corners cut with some of the decision-making there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm sure they don't burn all those noxious materials in burn pits anymore. I like that the uh, the, uh, the that warthog that everybody freaks out about. I'm pretty sure that's one of the weapon systems that shoots those uh, depleted uranium rounds, and it's like, <laughs> they're just, like, radiating the ground below. And, <clears throat> RPMs. That's an yeah. awesome piece of machinery. That's so. Fun it doesn't seem like many of these machines have a real like cost benefit analysis built into them. All our, like we're firing spent uranium bullets. It's real cheap. I, I watched a thing. Um, something okay. about the depleted uranium was cheap. Um, I, I I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, those that those must be precious bullets. Like in a video game, I'd keep those until we saw the big guy. You know, like, like but I, but I I was watching something. Um, they were talking about how they. They irradiate areas, but then they got to like the cost of them, and it was like, oh, what? All right, light them up. That's not. Don't shoot them over here. We'll be fine. Uh, just <laughs> keep shooting them in those desert countries. They didn't seem that expensive, though. I'm yeah, surprises me. Well, I, I, I still think there's now. generally something to be said for the fact that we spend a lot on the military. Do we? Yes, more than the next <laughs> ten countries combined. I also and, wonder how much of that you would think that would mean that. If we took on the next 10 countries, we'd win. I don't think that's what it really means. I do. I think it means that <laughs> every soldier leaves claiming some level of disability and gets paid for the rest of their life. I think that, uh, you know, I don't know, medical benefits and other fringe benefits that all barracks, that's true. But, but it's is, still, but it, but we're still like outspending everyone by enormous, enormous leaps and bounds. Uh, of 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 monies more like like just just enormously more. I mean, you see, like like Russia is supposed to be one of the more impressive militaries in the world, and right. they're really looking like a paper tiger over there. They're looking foolish. They are looking foolish. That's the best word to put. Um, and uh, and I don't know. Like like you've seen, we we've been able to see the United States conduct its version of warfare for the last twenty years or so. Mm -hmm. it's mostly w's and there's a, not a lot of embarrassing moments there's those times where it's like oh no we lost a battle and all of our guys died it's like yeah but we went back and killed them all yeah like, yeah i, I want to say america rarely loses battles we sometimes yeah. lose wars right that's Whether a political be, decision yeah yeah um but if you just have a battlefield you want to own america's good at that we're real good at that. Um, I, I, I really do think that we are better than, like, I don't know, maybe not the next 10 countries, but, I don't know, pick 10 European countries. Like, like the, you know, it would be a, just conquer all of those, I feel like. I think just the amount of material and manpower. And what it really seems to come down is who's motivated, though, right? Like, if you were to sick America's army on France, they'd be like, no, what are we doing? And the French would be like, what are you doing? But, like... If you had a, a real enemy to fight, like America, right? It's what we are good at. We've got a lot of embarrassments here. Uh, we failed at a lot of things, but we're good at that. And breaking shit. And he's a good fighter, and he's great at punching people. I feel like they're the same thing. 
No, I'm saying uh, winning a war is like occupying a territory. That's oh. tricky. Okay. Breaking your shit. Oh, we're outstanding at that. If you want to ruin a city, call us. We might be the best at occupying territory too. Like, like if you look at our uh, bases around the world and look at what we did to Japan. I feel like that's a great like example. Like, like was it MacArthur that was the uh, like leader of Japan? Like during that whole like restructuring period for a couple of years, like like one of those, we just gave Japan to a to a U.S. general or admiral or whatever for years, and uh, I want to say the word was like, you need to figure out what you want to do with the emperor, sir. Like arrest him and execute him or let him do his thing, but that's a you decision. It's like that's and that all worked out somehow. I mean, they're kind of weird now. We they they're not they're not the same. They're altered by the whole. The whole process. I don't think the Japanese would be nearly as weird with the, <laughs> the tentacle porn and if they had all... been so cucked by the Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam turned them into hentai loving femboys. Uh, like, like our boy who's over there in the military is, is always talking about how like him as like I don't know a taller than five foot six white guy who's good looking and has muscles and tattoos is like fuck I don't know Don Juan over there because most of the Japanese men he says are like not really into the dating scene and, and and obviously he is so he's just like i don't know doing real well over there apparently they don't allow my they don't allow my kind over there no felons mm. in japan they're very serious about that it's a weird thing about this generation let's get you in come on mm-hmm. smuggle the me? lack of interest in the dating scene. could you smuggle me into japan smuggle you in just to, you're not wearing anything like noticeable other than those like really horrible like 1930s asian eye sunglasses it's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing you're wearing <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm returning to my homeland is that oh. gonna be my bit i got the glasses <laughs> you, teeth. you got fake buck teeth in <laughs> my home ran oh, who would uh voluntarily walk around like this <laughs> I, I, believe let me in. I, I need to do some i, I want to do some traveling soon i need to uh i need Where to do Oh, I don't know. It'd be cool to go to another, uh, maybe to Europe somewhere. Um, seems like a fun time, you know. He's still based in Colorado right now. Where would be no. your first stop? I'm in, uh, I'm in Georgia right now. I'm moving. Uh, well, I don't want to say exactly when, but by the end of the month, I think I'm gone. Should be gone from here. Nice to another place. Uh, I, I have not. I've been here in this home for like three years, and I didn't intend to be here more than six months it was initially like i need a place to lock down right now that's like affordable enough that i can keep paying it even if i'm in prison for the next two years (laughs) (laughs) um because i was like i don't know if i'm gonna get zero time or three years that's kind of what was in my head and uh i i didn't know so like i just kind of got this place and that was the idea at the time but i want out i'm i don't I, i want out of here so that's happening very soon good i need to start packing oh Okay, so it's really procrastinate packing. It sucks. It's unpleasant. I've never hired movers before, but I'm definitely hiring movers this time. I was gonna Um, say, like, it didn't sound like anything you would do. Why? Why would you do your packing? Sounds like exactly. Oh, well, I definitely am gonna do the packing. I don't want anybody going through my stuff. There's no way those people don't steal. There's no way you can send packers into a house and be like, yeah, put it all in boxes and send them to the Just do the packing and stuff you really give a shit about that you're worried about get stolen first, and then have them pack the rest. My stuff's mixed together. Like you could open a box and find money. Like, 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 literally, <laughs> like, literally, like, like, I was in a box the other day and found like $400 cash mixed in so, with some UFC gear and, and a book about weed with kittens. The fu- well, you just have like, so, a, no, you live makes, in like a Skyrim dungeon and just find loot. Mixed loot box. There's, there's, there's literally, literally, says with Kyle. He's, 
that, 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 well, he just said, I think, if I understand this correctly, is the last time you unpacked, you were so lazy about it that you couldn't hire a packer this time because there's too much shit mixed in there that you care about and you never made to find it. That's just how I store my gear. Like all my stuff is mixed together. When you kind open, of in a pile. It, in in piles, yeah. And, a, like, like you, you open yeah. any box and there's no telling what's in there. They're not categorized. Um, like, like if you open the drawer, you're going to find fucking sex toys and condoms, but you're also going to find like an ID from eight years ago and like maybe some like some sort of tactical harness so that you can repel. Like there's going to be horrible weed. so dry and crispy (laughs) no i went through and got all those crispy little bits out but but like there were crispy bits around for a long time that i that i kept having to go into like the back corners of drawers and be like if somebody sees those crispy bits there'll be trouble (laughs) and like i'm like picking these little crispy bits out like (sighs) (sighs) like trying to get every little these ancient nugs because like even after like multiple raids, they leave like marijuana crumbs laying around, and it's like you guys. Last time they were here, they literally like like went into the back of a drawer and got all the crumbs. They did that. They charged me with crumbs last time. I, I think maybe on my paperwork it says I had bastards fifteen grams or maybe sixteen grams. It was literally measured out what I had. It was fourteen grams. It says it to the decimal point. Anything above that is crumbs they found. And I know they were crumbs because I'd have smoked them if they were anything but crumbs already. <laughs> the whole reason I was getting weed that day is because I was out of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I had no more. <laughs> That's the that worst, sucks. right? Like, like I, I thought I was about to like go get stoned as fuck and have a good day. <laughs> and, instead, like, <laughs> and instead, we like start the arrest process. Uh, oh. it's, a, it's a real like... Diver, you know the, the the road forked right there and it was like man i thought this was gonna be a pretty chill day i was gonna make nachos <laughs> life was simple at nine this morning <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was so wild i love that that like that day's like like every little bit of that day i remember you know there's days that you just completely forget because mm-hmm. like nothing happened that day like like all right. oh, I, you know you did the same shit same shit different day that's a day I remember real well. <laughs> like that I'm whole sure. day. You know, there were a lot of like um um memorable moments that 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 were they just kept coming one after another um at a certain point. Now that was fun. I remember um I, I my my favorite part was being in the drunk tank though with that moron and thinking like look at this moron. He got caught stealing a shovel or something from his neighbor's shed and then going like, you're in the same cell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't differentiate here. <laughs> yeah. Drunk shovel guy got a, don't do that again and a ass pad out of there probably. <laughs> he probably did, yeah. Yeah, my neighbor came by yesterday. I had my, um, I, I was, you could see, I had my garage door open and he could see my, uh, all my stuff because I've, put together a pretty good collection of uh of gym stuff recently and he, he came over and he's like you got a whole gym in here and i was like almost you know i'm buying this that and the other and uh oh shit don't lose your train of thought here what did he what was the thing the full gym and he said you got a full gym here shovel pat on your ass mm. i just oh no i was telling i know i ended up telling him about the whole marijuana thing and he was like i got caught and this is a black guy i got caught with half an ounce like a year ago, they gave me a ticket <laughs> and took my weed. That was the worst part. They took my weed. 
And I was I'm gonna like, guess yeah. he didn't have a YouTube presence. I was like, I was like, they yeah. took my weed too. <laughs> it was not the worst part. <laughs> it took my weed too. <laughs> In all the two months of my life. You know? Oh, please, if it had been two months, it would have been no sweat. If if the if the wheels yeah, of justice true. moved a little bit fucking faster, <laughs> if they could have been like, ah, we got you. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We can drag this on for three or four years or how about you spend two months over here in this place? All right, sign me up. Let's go. Let's just go and get this over with. I remember when I asked the investigator, and he was like, oh, these things. Kyle, I got one right now. It's been dragging on for four years. And I remember thinking, like, no way my shit gets drug on for four years. I'm going to push the wheels along if I have to. Yeah, about four years, something like that. No way, I'm getting caught up for two years of probation. Yeah, it's crazy. And and then like right, and then Delta Eight being like legal and so fucking powerful, uh, like like in the wake of all that is is such a a silly thing too. It's so strong. I have to be careful with that that stuff they sent us. You told me Delta Eight was less strong now. Different kinds, different kinds, like uh, THCO and all all sorts of different things. Now, is it the different kinds or the um, inconsistencies with the packaging and the real like honor? So, so I think that um, one of the things that that when when vaping in general first started out, people would be like, "Oh, people are getting popcorn lung and they're getting lead," and it's like you only get poisoned by these things if you buy the most shitty imported Chinese stuff. Everybody in America who's into this is kind of like they don't. It's kind of like that myth of the candy with the razor blades in it. Yeah, like, like dude, nobody's putting razor blades in your kid's candy, and nobody's poisoning your vape juice either. And and so like, I think that the quality has been consistent across the board. It's just that I've I've started using um, more potent stuff, uh, and and also like the different variants. I'll call them of hemp or whatever the fuck. Because THCO just hits so much stronger than Delta 8, and uh, HHC does as well. Um, I tried some of that last night. I didn't realize when I was buying it that it was HHC, and who knows if it was, but I went to this like bootleg little South Carolina store. This has two prices on it, and (laughs) it just says Starburst. Guarantee they didn't get licensing from from Starburst. No way. And there's a sticker that says THCO. A sticker with a QR code on the back. It just Don't says scan that. THC. That'll affect your phone if you scan that. Don't do that. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not fucking scanning this shit. I'm not doing anything with this. Shit. Um, those. Those. The real bears, question is, did it work? Oh yeah. Well, I haven't tried this kind yet. This is unopened for later. But the HHC kind, it was called One Up, and it was a bootleg picture of Mario with like an eye patch on, and it was like a little mushroom <laughs> on there, and it was like four peach O's, peach rings. Yeah. Just four of them. Didn't say how many milligrams were in the package. Didn't tell me how much. It just said one up and then a picture of Mario unlicensed. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I ate the first one and then went to dinner. My wife was like, you feeling it? And I'm like, halfway through, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty, pretty ripped. And I realized they were going to be strong and good. So I went back to the room. We weren't doing anything the rest of the night. Took all the rest of them and just got... <laughs> 
<laughs> silly hot. I thought you and your wife were going to split them. I don't know why I thought that. No, she she has her own gummies. She likes the really weak ones, so she'll take nibbles mm. off of those. But I was just like, <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm I'm about to you know finish up the Blues game. It doesn't look like we're going to win this one. Let's get blasted high. So at the very <laughs> least, when the Blues lose, I'll be like, I'm so high, I just want to read my fantasy book, not be upset about this. And so... <laughs> And so I did do that. I sat in the bed and while my wife slept, I read my fantasy book for hours, watched the blues win. It was a great evening. Great. I think Asian Taylor sounds again. a little like Hank Hill. I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> hot. I read my fantasy book. I can speak book. Chinese. <laughs> I read my fantasy novel. <laughs> I, I've been listening to so much of that fucking Hank Hill rap that Taylor turned me on to. Oh, no. <laughs> this like, shit is like, so like, funny. Like, he's Hank called, Trill. It's Hank Trill. And he's a legitimately good rapper with like crazy hard lyrics. And it's like, dude, some of this shit is like hard, the harder than the hardest of gangster rap. He's like, <laughs> one of the, he's like, last, he says something like, the last guy that fucked with me, I tortured him for three days and shot him in the face. Have you heard that lyric? Like, like that's just, there's a lot just, of them. That's just in there. And I, I was like, God damn, for three days? Like, what he, did he like, do? Like, it's funny because like the guy he does the voice really well yeah. and so it'll go seamlessly from like a bar about like i love propane it's the best way to cook your meat and then the next bar will be like i'm gonna you rape go. you and your entire family and it's like oh my god like you're the I, propane guy but now you're talking about murdering I, uh he's talking about his 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 like minions and how he sicks them on people how how he has Dale. Dale Drizzle is a very funny character. Yeah. He does Dale's voice even better than he does Hank's. I, I like, Dale's a tough voice. Like, yeah, I can only even kind of do him if I'm yelling. <laughs> like that, That's the only way I can get Hank. Your boy's playing with Joseph. <laughs> not playing with Joseph. Your son's trying to do something gay with him. Like that. that would <laughs> it's like Chopper make you dance. Hop scotch. <laughs> I'm listening to this and I'm like, that's that's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, I it's see, really funny. It makes me laugh every time. I would pay money to see uh, uh, the animated music videos, like done by like Mike Judge's team, like 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 the legitimate ones. Oh, I, I I sent this to you guys. I know Woody saw it, but it's that it's that thing from the Johnny Depp uh, trial where he had like texted one of his friends for like proof against her, and he wrote this paragraph. <laughs> to his friend where he's talking so it's uh, johnny I, I, depp wrote this paragraph yes and the and the lawyer reads it out verbatim in court and it's so mean and filthy and hilarious <laughs> i got i'm gonna find it i'm gonna i got dude read. it's great yeah like, like is he totally uh, vindicated now in there uh this i think that this little thing i saw is part of a larger thing that makes johnny depp look pretty imperfect <laughs> mm-hmm but he's so charismatic and he owns it. Do, do you want to play this? Let's play it. Oh, I'd love to play it. Let's let's roll the dice yes, and hope can. that we can actually watch this fucking thing. It's pretty short. You said. Do you have a link for, for Zach? Did... Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I will get a link. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was I was looking for a link for the text. I was gonna read it, but um... oh, that that'd be good too. That would be so even better than that. Let's Johnny all close Depp. our eyes and imagine it. Yeah, uh, the best Johnny Depp impression here, probably Taylor. I don't Read know it in his voice. Like. What does he sound like? I only know he uh, he was He's like very soft spoken in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Damn, I guess I, I I always thought I liked Johnny Depp. I guess I don't know a lot of what movies he's in. <laughs> I liked him in Pirates of the Caribbean when I was in high school and those were coming out. Okay, I've got it. <clears throat> 
Um, and I believe, again, this is Johnny Depp like texting his friend because I think he needs some like text messages from him um, to help him during this whole debacle. Um, she's begging for total global humiliation. She's going to get it. I'm going to need your texts about San Francisco, brother. I'm even sorry to ask, but she sucked Mollusk's crooked dick and he gave her some shitty lawyers. I have no mercy, no fear, and not an ounce of emotion or what I once thought was love for this gold-digging, low-level, dime-a-dozen, mushy, pointless, dangling, overused, flappy fish market. I'm so <laughs> fucking happy she wants to go to fight this out. She will hit the wall hard, and I cannot wait to have this waste of a cum guzzler out of my life. <laughs> I met a fucking sublime little Russian here, which made me realize the time <laughs> I blew on that 50 cent stripper. I wouldn't touch her with a goddamn glove. I can only <laughs> hope that karma kicks in and takes the gift of breath from her. Sorry, man, but now I will stop at nothing. Let's see if Mollusk has a pair. Come see me face to face. I'll show him things he's never seen before, like the other side of his dick when I slice it off. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the re the end that's it oh, oh well, the, end, the end is mr depp is is that accurate and he goes yeah that's pretty much right <laughs> yeah. sometimes johnny depp does shit like he congratulates them for Let's reading well like did you call him a crooked cum guzzler and he's like yes that was well read it, like, like, <laughs> it kills me well he's a he's a charismatic likable guy and that paragraph makes me like him so much more because so that's, more. that's I mean, funnier I than be I thought damning, he was. But that actually wasn't that bad at all. Like that no, was no, no. It was the, clear he was very pissed off at this woman, but like yeah. all in and, all, and all. the best part, she has he's sprinkling jokes into it. He's not she's, curious. She's sitting there. The camera's on her while this is being read. <laughs> 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 like calling her a flappy fish market or whatever. And uh, <laughs> no, I don't know a lot about Johnny Depp's personal life because I think he's always kept that very private. He seems like a, a real private, soft-spoken kind of dude. It seems like what he's really into is like getting real high with his buddies who are like his age group, fucking women and, yeah. uh, and, and like music and, and, you know, art and stuff like, like every time they, they, um, I, I've learned more about it from this thing because obviously they're calling character witnesses, right? People who are like forced now to testify. What's Johnny Depp like? And the one that really stuck with me was that artist who like w was selling art on eBay for like a hundred, two hundred dollars a painting. And Johnny Depp was like, I don't want to buy any of your art. I want to put you in an art studio so that you can create art. And, 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 and I'm going to put you in the studio and I want you to, to start creating art. And I'm going to start putting together an art show for you with all of my rich friends. And when you've got enough art to do a full show, living in my art studio, like being supported by me, then we will take that art and you will sell that art to all my rich friends and you will keep all the money. How does that sound? And they were like, did you take the deal? And he's like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! He's like, you don't understand. Like, the building. This is like art deco, right? This is like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> this guy starts describing like how pimped out this place Johnny Depp has put him in. He's like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, I don't know, every time I... And I see him like dressed up in the fucking pirates thing with those like sick kids and stuff. And sometimes you see that when someone has like gotten in trouble. But Johnny's never been in trouble. Like, this is the first time we've ever heard anything, any sort of nonsense like this. They, they brought up that Kate Moss thing, and his lawyer was like, yes, she brought it up. Now we get to address it. 
because like even I don't that, know what the Kate Moss thing is. I, I think that um, uh, Amber Heard was suggesting that maybe Johnny had pushed uh, uh, a, a model named Kate Moss down some stairs at one point years back. But her bringing that up, like open that up to like cross examination or something. However, the silly rules of court work. It's been really fun. I saw the TMZ guy clap back at um, uh, Amber Heard's lawyer. She was because she was saying like, so this is kind of like your 15 minutes of fame, huh? Like like being here today. And he's like, um, no, I, I'm, I'm here of my own accord. One, I, I could say the same about you taking Amber Heard as a client. And she's like, that's argumentative. He's like, no, I just think it. And he like kept his cool so well. And she did, she was like, I think that's argumentative. And he goes, no, I think it's logical. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> get the TMZ guy on the defense team. Like, like, like. <laughs> oh, was that guy on the, the he pro was a, team? He the was from Amber. TMZ. And I think he was being interviewed about, um, you know, maybe some of their, I don't know exactly what. I just saw the, the ending clip. But they've called so many fucking witnesses in this thing. And it's been hours and hours of testimony. I don't watch it. I, I watch like, you, like how, the clips. How did, they, how did this become public? Not not the why are why the cameras there? Televised, yeah. Do we my, know? My guess is that many many circumstances like this could be televised, but nobody cares enough, so they don't. I see. So it's basically that's it's my not illegal to do so. So most of these cases don't have enough because I mean, the Rittenhouse stuff was televised too, right? But you don't see this a lot otherwise. You don't see. It might most have been of these. on the state as well. Like, 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 I really don't know the answer, but it has to be one of those things, right? It has to either depend mm -hmm. on the state or, um, or like maybe it's something that could happen a lot because OJ Simpson was televised, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's the good ones that are televised. To be fair, right? Like, like, um, it, it is good TV. I can still remember being a little kid at my grandmother's and she watched the OJ Simpson trial religiously. Uh, my mom wasn't into it. We didn't watch it at home. But when I was with my grandmother, it was like, it's on. It's on. Let's watch. I, I remember watching hours and hours of that OJ Simpson trial. And like there was an there was this sort of like. Everyone knew he was guilty and, and, and in my in my six year old circle or whatever I was at the time. So like like to me it was just like oh there that that bad man killed that lady and and they're going to they're going to get to the bottom of this and then they got to the end and like I think that was the first time in my life that I saw that like bad guys win sometimes and <laughs> like and and we all reacted the same because I'm like looking up at like grown-ups and they're all just like but but the DNA and 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 the blood and I'm I don't know what DNA means but but I'm just like yeah, it just kind of seemed like that Batman killed her. I thought too. Yeah, I don't know. I was working is. in a cubicle environment at the time, and uh, someone turned on like a transistor radio, and this is a call center. Everybody stopped working. Everyone stopped working and listened to the verdict get announced, and we were shocked that he got off. It was. Uh, I'll never forget the experience. The call centers don't go silent. Right? Yeah. They're just jibber jabber. It's like a cafeteria almost yeah. until the OJ verdict was announced. And um, yeah, I guess he had an excuse for everything. I can't believe the glove thing. Like it was like um, Kabuchi theater. I think that's what it's called. It, it, he has a latex glove on. This would be like a like a nurse would wear. Everyone knows what a latex glove mm -hmm. is. And then he's gonna put his designer gloves on top of the latex glove, and he's trying to make it look like it doesn't fit. Well, it doesn't because he has a latex glove under it. It also doesn't because he's like holding his hand big and wide and stuff. You bend, and like, you bend your palm a little. You like flex. Like like watch how much bigger my hand gets when I just flex. Like yeah, yeah. He he did what you do to make your hand he not made his hand a little glove. bit. 
while wearing a latex glove under it. And then I was like, everyone, wait, am I the only one that sees this? He's pretending his glove doesn't fit. At the time that was happening, I'm sure everyone was like, but he's wearing a glove. Like, what the fuck? Like, you wouldn't know because there's no social media, but I'm sure like the inner communication of people that you there's no way to look at that other than a huge failure on the part of the la da uh, if that's who did it, it i don't know if it was la it, it may have been um that little community they were in whatever it's called it ha you have to put the blame squarely on marcia clark and uh and that other prosecutor like, like it, it, it it was their case to win or lose and they and they they lost it yeah they had all the evidence like everything was lined up for them to do it and i'm told that typically the prosecutor is better than the defense attorney. That that, that attempts attorney. That's the normal state of affairs. The prosecutor is just like a higher level of attorney. I don't know. There's fewer of those jobs, I think. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But this was the rare inverse of that, where the defense attorneys were just much better than the prosecutor. Oh yeah. Well, you get that where you've got really rich defendants as well. Obviously, you know, yeah. like, mm -hmm. like it, it's like Johnny Cochran was the was the man for that uh, for that, and it wasn't just Johnny. He had a whole team of people. You know, there's a whole team of those motherfuckers over there. What a hero! You guys, have you guys <laughs> seen the um, Jesus, uh, the uh, the one with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. the the mini series Radio? Uh, no, about OJ. Oh, not really. No. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. No. Radio <laughs> is hysterical. Um, <laughs> it is but, funny. Okay, so I highly highly recommend the the OJ Simpson mini series. I think they did it on FX. And you've got David Schwimmer, which is Ross from Friends, as um, Kardashian. And you've got uh, um, Cuba Gooding Jr. plays OJ. And um, Marcia, the, the lady that plays Marsha Clark, she's also in a lot of the American Horror Story stuff. She looks a lot like Marsha Clark and does a phenomenal job. Uh, even the guy that got play, to play Ito looks like Judge Ito. And I think it's six or seven episodes. It's excellent. It's so good. It, like, like I'm, I'm surprised you guys haven't seen it. It's, it's OJ Simpson... What's it called? Like I thought it was called The People versus OJ. Oh, I've scrolled past that on Netflix, I think. Mm. It's really, really OJ. fucking good. Like, like, if you watch the first episode, you'll be hooked. I mean, you know how it ends, right? But still, like, learning how they got there is uh, fascinating. OJ Simpson, American Crime <laughs> Story. That's the one with uh, Cuba? Okay. Didn't Cuba Gooding Jr. recently get uh, some sexual assault stuff? No. Kevin Spacey did. Did Cuba Gooding Jr. also? Yeah, I think they got uh, Cuba. I think he got Me too um, By who? Or him also, however you want to put it. <laughs> him also. <laughs> what did Kevin Spacey get? What happened? I, I read that he got in trouble today. <laughs> That's good. Does anyone yeah. know? Um, I think that maybe some of the older charges are just like coming back around. Le legal stuff is so confusing. It seems like they get to take two or three whacks at people sometimes on one thing. Yeah. Seems like everyone who accused Kevin Spacey is dying. Well, you know, <laughs> have you seen that? You know what that tells me? That tells me that lying is bad for your health. <laughs> that is one. That is a way to look at it. <laughs> or it could be that Kaiser Sose is taking people out to keep the his alleged, identity under wraps. The alleged incidents took place in London between March 2005 and August 2006, with one in Western England in 2013. Why they just say between five and thirteen? Okay. So all the victims were in their 30s and 40s. Yep, stuff we don't care about. Plus, it's <laughs> it's, it, it, we don't do it. It's dude. It's people. He literally flirted with a guy my age, and 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 that's what the charges are about. Dude, if Cuba uh, Jr. sexually harassed you, Kyle, I would be on your side. Sexual assault is not the same as flirting. Kevin Spacey couldn't sexually assault a grown man if he wanted to. 
but he did, and that shows what commitment can get you. There's no way that man can sexually assault anybody. Like, 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 like I just what he did. He penetrated them forcibly. No way. There's no way Kevin Spacey can penetrate me. He's forcibly. not a good enough wrestler. He's do you not. Remember? <laughs> He's not. I don't believe he would penetrate you for. He, do you remember that psychopathic video he released, like right after one of his like uh, accusers died, yeah, and he great. pretended to be Frank Underwood, and he's uh, like, "You need to be careful not to be throwing words around that are spurless mm -hmm. and dangerous to those who otherwise <laughs> might, I would say, take action against you." Now, I'm just a simple man. I'm not entirely sure what kind of threats my, like that kind of thing is what he did. He, and everyone was what like, he had his oh, henchmen wow. from the show. Remember the guy, the guy with the bald head? The guy what he if that guy, it. what if that actor had been there with him, like cracking his knuckles? <laughs> like, no, no, but the actor, the actor only starts cracking his knuckles. He stands up from below the. Oh, the yes. <laughs> and then he starts, oh, not the wipes one his mouth and then cracks his knuckles. See, that was the Secret Service agent that he was banging. I'm talking about his uh, his, his right hand man, You're talking about Doug. Dougie. Yeah, Dude, I love Doug. Doug was a cool ass character. I, I, I very cool character. That was yeah, he was good. Fuck. He needed he was his like own show. Heroin addict, alcoholic. He was something. Uh, he had that problem with women, and I think that he was trying to stay away from alcohol because, like, he was like one drink was going to send him into like crazy mode off the oh, off the yeah. rails you ever known anyone who's actually like that who like is such a an alcoholic or an addict that like if they get a drop then that's going to lead to a drink and a drink is a bottle and a bottle's a case and now they're going to have to get in the car at, like drunk on a case of, of beer yeah. and like drive to get more and if anybody gets in their way it's going to go crazy like like do those I, people exist yeah i don't sure. know anyone like that i have when i used to go off-roading People would drink a case by the campfire. A case over of the course beer. of a day. N no, that night, like after dinner, they would have a case of beer. Like twelve in a, a uh, twenty-four. That's twenty-four oh. beers, huh? Yeah, that seems Damn, like an impossible. That's, that's a huge amount of liquid. I haven't I done a lot of like hanging out with people who who are alcoholics, but no. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I try to stay away from them. But um, especially people who drink like that because they get violent around campfires. But um, that seems like an enormous amount of beer to me. That's yeah. a lot yeah. to get through a case on your own. That seems exhausting to get through. Like the it amount is. of pissing you'd be doing would be uncomfortable. It's, no, it's, it's, not the, it's not that. It's not the pissing. It's actually the. It's the air you get bloated from it. Like oh. from like that. All the carbonation. Much carbonation. Could yeah. it, was it not a case? Is that an impossible number? That's how no, I remember. It's no, no, no. It's, yeah. no it's it, it's an alcoholic type number for an evening by the lake. Yeah. 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 The, so they weren't drinking like on the lake throughout the day. They were like at night, like come to crack open my twenty four pack and get to they, work. You would, yeah. When they there were beers during the day too. When they off roaded, they'd bounce. And like, no, the guy who drinks the case at night abstains in the day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's like never a drink at a drop never goes past these lips before five p.m. Now taste of Milwaukee. <laughs> All right. It was a dumb question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ate one of those uh, one of those gummy bears like right before the show. So you got about 27 minutes before that kicks in. By the way, dude. Speaking of alcohol, I tried something like new here. These like high noon. You know how I switched to the spin drift. Dude, I love high noons. Yeah, I so Spindrift Seltzer, unlike LaCroix, it's like the sparkling water, but it's got like lemon juice in it, not just like the essence of like what you could believe to be lemon flavor. So it tastes like lemon juice and water, like sparkling, very good. High Noon is the same thing. So like White Claw tastes kind of like not great, but High Noon is just the same thing, but it's vodka with like 
spin drift in it. So like lemon water plus vodka instead of like, what, what is it called? Uh, malt, not malt liquor for seltzers, right? Filthy. Mm-hmm. And so like malt liquor doesn't make you feel as good. And this other stuff is better. It's not as alcoholic. It's basically like a Bud Light, but I've been drinking those by the beach. It's been great. Those are awesome. I thought you were more of a liquor guy than a, a light bitch Look, boy drink like I, I am. I discriminate. <laughs> when it comes to this like i have my favorites <laughs> but like i don't know restricted to one anything to get the shakes to go away all right, right. <laughs> gotta wake up and do something and sometimes it's a high noon so yeah no Those i like it because they're they're good for the low carb stuff too so like I, I i like beers and i'm happy to do liquor and i'm happy to do wine but like high noon's a nice that, like afternoon mm, kind of that, like by the pool kind of drink so for sure very light yeah that by far is the biggest advantage that weed has over um alcohol is the calories yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, not the only advantage. Well, but you you can eat yourself into a hole. I do that a lot. Um, it doesn't really make me hungry. Like if I get like, like um, occasionally it will, but like most of the time not. Like um, I I not really at all. I ate so much crab the other <laughs> night that I was sitting at the beach with my wife the next day. It's a windy day on the beach, and like <laughs> I was I was gassy. And I like farted and it was like the kind that comes out hot. Oh, like you, you oh, can Jesus. tell that there's substance to it. There's a thickness in the air. And <laughs> so, like, yeah, she like turned to me just, like she was downwind a little bit. And she like she was like, is that the sea? That's you, isn't it? That's you. And I was like, yeah. That was like, like no, nah, there's a beached whale just down the way. <laughs> I, I farted in the room like that morning because I had eaten, you know, a few pounds, a reasonable amount of crab. That a reasonable amount. And, of crab. and she was like, she uh, like took off the the blankets when I woke up and like it just released. <laughs> and and she was like, oh my god, it's thick. <laughs> it's thick in the air like it's got staying power i had a, i didn't have a notebook to write down things to talk about on the show and so i tore out pages at the end of the book of mormon and um, <laughs> <laughs> they're empty you know? <laughs> those were those were, were taking notes about what you'd learned <laughs> well i did overestimate how many notes i'd be taking because i've got three more sheets <laughs> of mormon pages you know what's cover. i was gonna do it for the bible but i was like let's play it safe let's play it safe yeah oh. let's not fuck with the one that's more likely to be real you presume to know yeah if no, one no, of the, no, if Mormonism definitely. or if it's between two, the Bible or Mormonism, it's Clear the choice. Bible that that that's true. It's not between those two, but if you're using those as your only two picks as what is provided, one is in clearly this derivative drawer, of the other. Yeah, the, the Mormon story was literally just a criminal riding through life by the seat of his pants. He's a he's a scam artist. Like like all and you his Mormons name out there, you need was to wake Jesus up. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord Almighty and Jesus. Oh, I, I I caught a I caught a little bit like uh, uh of interesting I like the lore and stuff like uh from those nerdy mm-hmm. YouTube videos about various like sci-fi and fantasy shows and um they translated what the alien is telling them in um Covenant at the end. Uh, in this alternate scene, and I guess their their whole bit was, if you remember, they had like seeded life on Earth. There's that scene where like the big white muscled up guy melts himself into the waterfall and like seeds Earth with the genetic material to like form life. And then, um, but but he tells him he's he's like, you guys are awful. Like like we we sent we came and picked one of you up two thousand years ago, and we taught him all sorts of like wonderful things, and we sent him back to you, and you killed him. 
And it's like, oh, they're, they're claiming Jesus. That's pretty cool. Like, like they literally yeah. like claim Jesus as like, and it made so much sense. And like, I like stuff like that where they, where they, where they sort of weave theology mm-hmm. and, and real stuff in with their sci-fi bullshit. So uh, that made me like that, that movie a lot more because I didn't like it as much previously. Like the fact that they kind of, I don't know, sewed everything together with the creation story. Yeah. The Bible's got fun lore to it. But Jesus didn't come back with really cool knowledge. He, he wasn't like, guys, here's how you make a nine volt battery. Well, they didn't need that. Uh, here's how you prime the gasoline. Let me teach you about the steam engine. Right? Well, he, he didn't have cool know shit. About that yet. When I dream of going back in time with all the answers, it's never morality. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not, Why it's is not God limited well, need- by the technology of the time? I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> that seems to be the answer i don't know but if you keep going down this line of thought you're going to hell <laughs> yeah no it was i mean but jesus did had other cool powers yeah like the mo- yeah. i liked i liked to imagine like multiplying the fishes and the loaves that could have been i i liked to think about like how could the lord have been used in battle like he could have multiplied soldiers remember like when they blew the horns though and then like the walls of jericho fell like like, like maybe Yes, like, that what was other, way before Jesus. But why weren't there more powers like that? Is what I'm saying. Like, like I like I like when they there's displays of power in the Bible. Like when they sent those angels to go uh, burn uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, that was tight. That was good. That was a classic tale. I like but, that one. If you wanted to win a war, inflicting a plague might be a good idea. Yeah, God he wants did, immediate he results. That. He wants to get shit done right now. No, God notoriously is a showman. That's why he made that's why he made 10 of those fucking plagues. He could have done AIDS right away. <laughs> Guess what? AIDS. And then the pharaoh would be like, "Oh my god, this got real." Like just everybody get the hell out of here. I got the flu. And I think it's going to stay forever. Like, yeah. He, he but he fucked around with frogs and gnats. I can't what? believe turned the, the water to blood them. and then quickly turned it back. Stick right. by your guns, god. Uh, did everyone see it turn into blood, or is it just a story? Like, oh, I did it while you the were important, looking. The important parties. The main characters saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, you know, some shepherd boy. They have really plot armor. <laughs> they do have plot armor. <laughs> you know who didn't have plot armor? Jesus. <laughs> until the end. Until the like end. The yeah, worst yeah, like he John came Snow. back. He, he literally back. came back like Jon Snow. He had the mm-hmm. ultimate plot armor. He came back and like had dinner with his homies and then floated into the sky and i'll tell you yeah. what that timeline has always been so goddamn fuzzy forgive me lord mm-hmm. that, that that i can't believe a word of it because it's like <laughs> wait wait he rose and then like in the movie that i was shown as a child an actual movie with actors like mm-hmm. live action not those animated tales no no no, no. Like, like, like i like i never watched that that's too much for me i don't need to see torture <laughs> that like, like, like get the fuck out of here um, but but in the little movie we were shown, maybe it was called the Bible or Jesus, probably something simple like that. But like he he like wheels that stone to the side, and he comes out of there, and he's all he's now he's getting now he's Jesus the white, yeah. he's in his white robes, and um and he uh he goes and like meets with his like um his boys, and they have like dinner, break the bread and drink the wine, and then they like an indeterminate amount of time passes. Like, I don't know. Was it a day? Was it a week? Was he up and walking around for years afterwards? They don't really say, I can't tell. But then he like went to some like hill and floated up into the sky. Right. Wait, at, the, at the last supper or when he like, popped at, he popped no, in to say like hi to Mary Magdalene and everything. After he came back from the dead and he went and like had dinner with his friends, you know, after death and they were like touching his hands and like, like, like examining yeah. his wounds and all that stuff. 
doubting Tom. Why else has I been on the podcast? But uh, did you guys take a religious term that I'm not aware of? <laughs> yeah, we all found all the Lord. conversions here. Oh, we all found the Lord. Mm, yep, mm. we just all. Oh, found oh should ones. I say he found us? <laughs> Kyle's a hardcore yeah. evangelical. I don't Woody have is Mormon. A case and I'm a beer in the house, but I could probably like rustle together enough of some other ones and make it work if that's where we're going tonight. Just we, we, we all dude, religion's great life. to talk about. It's so interesting. We should have all started up our own uh, little 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 like Cult? thing, like like well, you don't call it that. Um, years ago, uh, you know, <laughs> I, did you see where? Um, that Christianity they call it. There was that and everyone like, wears sunglasses. There was that preacher who was uh who who was like on Reddit. They were they were they're pointing out this guy was telling people how to vote. He's like, if you a Demo- if you go vote Democrat, you get out, get out. <laughs> you gonna be voting Democrat in the House of the Lord. You get out. And like like and and so this guy on Reddit literally saw this and was like, oh okay, and reported him to the IRS. <laughs> and then and then and he he he's got it all edited together, so you see the whole process. He's like, so I reported him to the IRS, and this happened. And then it goes back to the pastor on a different sermon. He's like. We done decided to give up our tax exempt status <laughs> because <laughs> the United States government's not going to tell me how to run my church. And it's like, wait, yeah, they are because you know you're going to pay taxes to them now. That's great. You literally just did the opposite of that because you couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut. They reported him to the IRS, and the IRS yanked his tax exempt status because he was like having doing uh, political like, things, political in there. stuff from the pulpit. Yeah. Really political stuff. He was like, yeah. you know, no one in this church votes Democrat. None. You're all <laughs> baby killers. If any of you vote Democrat, get out of this building. Like, it wasn't like a subtle sort of, you know, we believe in freedom kind of. To be way. fair, though, of if course. your if your true belief system is that any abortion is the murder of a baby, then you could kind of like understand where he's coming from. Right. Like, that's not what most of us believe. I mean, I no, like if uh, definitely that's one thing I babies. totally get if they if that is their belief that every abortion is a murder. That's not my belief. But if that is their belief, yeah. I totally understand why they're like up in arms and think it's the most evil thing ever. Yeah, what I don't think every abortion is a murder. Just most every abortion <laughs> is a murder, but I'm OK with a little murder. I, that's where I stand. I, like, like mm. I'm OK with abortion, every abortion but... is a robbery from the taxpayers mm. in the future. What if what if what if we, we found out that like. The Elon Musk's were lobbying um, for for this because they wanted a bigger workforce. Well, first, need- I'd be shocked. There's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you think that I? It's only there. one man can produce so many bad jokes. It's like- <laughs> is Elon Musk? Is the internet turning on Elon Musk? I feel of like they I are. That. Yeah, um, the internet uh, is just. I like him when he's funny. Uh, I, I don't I, have I, any I, vested interest. We'll in see. We'll see how much they turn on him once he's eliminated all the bots, though. We'll we'll see. We'll see like how much of the internet turning on him was even real people. Is that still going on? I thought that was that deal is not happening anymore. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I know that his Tesla stock is really tanked. Um, but, oh, but is that's, Tesla down? But that's just like make believe monies anyway. So this is a problem. He went to buy Twitter. Twitter put in this poison pill that made it even more expensive. Elon Musk is like, don't give a fuck. I'll pay it. I'll pay a higher price. He's, so he's, he came up with a price that people who didn't want to sell to him had to agree yeah. to sell to him. Otherwise, they're not working on behalf of their shareholders. And it's public. All right. Then Tesla tanks. Well, he's buying it with Tesla tank. Or, I'm sorry, Tesla stock. So now it's caught like not only did the price of Twitter jump up, but 
the price of Tesla dove down and it's costing him way more than he thought he was going to spend. So what's so, he doing now? I haven't. Well, a lot of people think he's going to get out of it. Like it, Twitter did a um, like sort of review on how many of the users were bots. And they're like 10% or 5% of these people are bots. Musk is like, fuck it. That doesn't sound right to me. Deals off unless you can prove that's really true. Show me how you said that. Show me how you came up with that number. Uh, Wait, they said 10% of uh, users no, on the site are bots. Was it five that they said it was? Five was the number I heard. Um, it, so it if it's five, it could just you. as easily be 10. Like, that's an ins- insanely high number of bots for a It could be more. It could be 25 I want to know not the percent of users, but the percent of tweets. Followers, too, are important. The percent oh, of likes, too. the percent of interactions, you know, seeing yeah. like, oh, this, this viral tweet, 90% of it was bots. Like, that'd be a really interesting thing to see. Yeah, but in particular, like I like I have a Twitter account. I barely use it, right? I post to it a couple times a year, and it's whatever. A bot. So what I'm saying is, I don't represent very much of the platform at all. Sure. In that I don't create content, but a bot creates a ton of content. Perhaps I wonder how many of these replies are from bots. If they, like that might be five percent of the users, but like half of the traffic. Yeah. You know, half of the content. That, that's I mean, a great that point as well. Up, but yeah. Wouldn't that be a mind fuck? If like it came out through this that like, yeah, 30 plus percent of the people you've been interacting with on Twitter are entirely made up. They're either purchase bots by corporations or Twitter themselves or other, you know, entities like that would be enough that like. Yeah, it would it would be like a real reveal of what's that problem called with like the human intelligence versus the uh, uh, artificial intelligence thing. Um, The uncanny, not the uncanny valley, but that like. If that were true, it'd be like, all right, everybody, everyone has to admit, aside from a couple people who we thought were loony, saying that 30% of the people on here were bots, like, if it fooled all of us. Like, if that came out, I was 1 billion percent fooled by the 30% of people with bots that were liking and commenting my, on my posts. Like, Turing test. I Turing found test. It. Okay. The Turing test. Yeah, the Turing test is when, if I could you, interact with you, you thought they were real, you're saying. Yeah, like I don't think I've never had. I mean, there have been some comments I've gotten that I'm like, that's clearly a bot. They're trying to link me to something nefarious. Obviously, that's a bot. But like if it if it turned out that like when I've been tweeting stuff about hockey and I'm like, this game is great. Uh, Fucking Tara Vinen is playing incredible. And then if there was a guy who I recognized, Sam Stevenson, who would always reply with like, yeah, Tara Vinen's stats are great. The Blues are doing well this year as well. Like if it turned out someone like that was fake, I would like. I'd be like scared, probably. Like, oh my god! Like, none of us are smart enough to see through this anymore. Yeah, I'm one of the audience. You know what the Turing test is? Imagine two people chatting to each other back and forth, just typing. If one can't tell if the other is a computer or not, it's passed to the Turing test. If it can fool another person into uh, believing they're thinking talking to a person, mm-hmm. and a platform like Twitter makes it a little easier, doesn't it? Sure. Like, to type back and forth and answer questions and stuff. It's not that it's all text. It's the nature of the communication. If you said, Hey bot, prove to me you're real by typing back the fourth word in the sentence, then like a boss, not programmed to get that right. So you're Mm going to beat it. But Twitter's not like that. Twitter's just, I render an opinion on you based on a few keywords in your post. It's way easier to touring test pass it than. Yeah. Have you seen you those know. bot farms where like the one kid has like 30, 40 iPhones in front of them all hooked into chargers? I have and seen operating those. Them? Those like warehouses huh. in China like, where it's like one Chinese person working 100 phones and another Chinese person working 100. It's an example, I think, 
I don't know much about this stuff, but I would imagine that it's an example of it's cheaper to pay a Chinese guy to sit in a room with a bunch of cell phones than it is to write some magical AI program who can handle all this on its own. Like, like what are you, what are you going to write? Oh, you need AI to do it? I've got Ping. <laughs> well, do you think that guy can speak? Ping loves English? Donald Trump. <laughs> as good as or AI, Or he hates maybe. Donald Trump, depending on which on which Ping runs on noodles. <laughs> Ping runs on noodles and fear. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with Twitter. I don't really care what happens with it. It seems like one of the least valuable social media sites. I think it might be. It'd be nice if like everybody came back. Like if Trump started tweeting bangers again, that'd be hilarious. Mm. I think think it's going to happen. Place you get news. Like yeah, definitely not. It's just a way to like promulgate the stuff you make on other. I guess I meant like the informal news. Yeah, no, what I was saying is like if you want to know breaking news from a war site, a riot. Uh, a flood or something. Great. You can probably find it on Twitter. Can we maybe Instagram? Breaking opinions. Yeah, you things. can get a lot of breaking well, opinions. Well, it's video sometimes, you know. Yeah, I was know. really thinking of the video in particular. You know, That's what we video. look for, I think. It, it because like I can't really trust what anyone says. I need to It'll see. It'll be the misleading. Video. But, but you I know what I'm looking to forward forward to finding out. I hope we do. These Texas police that let the kids get shot for what 45 minutes in the school. Is it true? I mean, I've seen the video of them yeah. like holding parents. Back. Could you could you fill me in on what? what, what so was as it? you know, there was a school shooting, yeah. an elementary school shooting, two days ago, I think, and um, uh, I don't know how many people died, but it was a lot. I, the number keeps going it was up. Like high it's teens, like, I think. Yeah, it's like nineteen. I think they were younger. Nineteen. Goodness crazy. Okay, <laughs> Phil, you making jokes? <laughs> so, um, anyway. Uh, Oh, oh, so now video has come out of the police not going in. They put yellow caution tape around the building. <laughs> they stopped the parents from coming in. They secured the site and seemingly worse. 19 kids, two teachers, not enough. Worse. It's worse than that. They seemingly gave the shooter all the time and space he needs. This is during the, the shooting. Yeah. 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 So this it's, is an active shooter. They just block it, like sort of wrap the school in caution tape and told everyone to stay away. Just gave him forty minutes to kill me. It's, it's worse than forty-five. That. All that's all that's accurate, and it's worse than that. Um, when he showed up, there were two there were two uh, officers there, and they ran away from him. Um, they ran away from him and called for help, <laughs> and then he went inside and killed everyone. So he, he two officers ran away. He from wasn't in a firefight with those officers. He I, he shot. They they were in a firefight and they ran away. He won the firefight somehow. They escaped with minor injuries, which when cops say that. It means nothing. It means they were scared. <laughs> it means nothing when a cop says minor. They injuries. hurt their feelings because because when it's time <laughs> because when it's time to get insurance <laughs> benefits or write something up for somebody to get a fucking medal, if he'd scraped his knee, they'd have fucking said, "Oh, contusions to the leg and and mm-hmm. and bleeding injuries." His his uniform was ripped from his body, dude. You blew the knee out in your jeans, like that's yeah. what it would be. It, it, you but, tripped over the. Curve. But instead, yeah. it's like two two officers received minor injuries. I want to see if he actually had body armor on too, because that's one of the things the cops said. Um, I want to know what kind of gun he had and, and what his what he looked like to make two cops run away and let him go in there with all those children. And now, I, I did hear this, Kyle. I don't know how I heard this one little bit, but apparently that plate holder he had, nothing was in there. Um, there I, was I nothing in the plate holder. The left I, keeps making this point. The day he turned 18, the shooter, he bought two AR-15s. And they're like... He used two guns for the shooting? 
I don't that, know. I haven't even heard what he used for the shooting. I only know that he owns two AR-15s. Uh, okay. So what it sounds like to me, like like the way that they're kind of talking around what kind of gun he used, because what they keep saying is like he used a handgun, and, and he may have had used a rifle. Like like you don't know. Well, he owned two. Did he use them? Is that how he? And, and the point isn't. I don't give a shit what kind of gun was used from a political standpoint. I still want to know how he made these cops run away in fear. These these good old boy Texas fucking sheriff's deputies or whatever, whatever the fuck that were cowardly enough to hide outside. And then like the worst part is, and I can't even watch it, is when they're like holding a, a parent on the ground who's trying to get inside to save his children. And it's like, why, why, you're lucky the parents didn't shoot you pigs. It's fucking disgusting. What the fuck? It, it's and I, I, I so bet, no, no answers have come out surrounding I this. See, and I really want to see like how they Unknown. eventually killed killed the shooter because I, I wouldn't be it sounds like they're so fucking cowardly that maybe he walked outside, finally was out of ammo, and then they shot him when they were sure he couldn't pose any threat. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Which good job, kill him. But I'm just saying, like they hid the whole time. And that's the first lesson that law enforcement and the world in general learned about school shootings after Columbine is that you don't wait outside. That's what they did at Columbine. The police yeah. waited outside because there was no um, there, there was no known uh, protocol. You didn't know what to do because you never imagined that the people inside were there to exterminate. Sure. You thought this was a hostage taker and that they would have demands. because mm -hmm. And that's traditionally how law enforcement handled any scenario like that. Somebody's in a bank. Well, no, we're not going to storm in. We're going to see what they want. Yeah, but in this scenario, they want to kill children, and they waited outside and uh, and let them all die. That's definitely what happened. So, and they don't. They're still investigating, seeing like if the, if the officers those, were told to stand down or something or what. Those guys, what those guys ran. Those guys ran. Those guys were scared. Um, it was I'm terrible. Ter and, I mean, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't just be those two guys. Like, no, they, all the cops. If there were uh, if there was well, enough time for them to wrap the school in tape, it wasn't just two guys who ran away and then came back and taped it. It, it would have been like the entire PD being told to, to be hold a pussy. Off. Yeah, and uh, by the way, there was some policemen who had parents inside, and they were allowed to go in and retrieve their kids. Yeah, but all the all the normal oh, non-cop parents, I know, heard they, that. they can't go yeah. back there. I forgot that little bit. Yeah, no, some that's of the cop, ridiculous. The only cops who went in saved their own children and then ran away with them. It is <laughs> it, it, it those cops should all be in prison for the rest of their lives. That, that, that should be they should be getting rounded up and humiliated on TV right now. Their their pictures with the word coward should be underneath it. Like like, like the president should be calling them cowards. Like like it they should be publicly shamed until they can't have employment anymore. You what want to is, cancel uh, somebody? What's the source? These are the guys. Who is who's like the head PD person, like their chief? What what's that person been saying? Are they coming out like I can't believe the cowardice of people not going in, or like no, well, well they, we used the information we had at the time, and the information said to let someone shoot in the building for forty five minutes. No, Cows, do you remember where you heard that about the police officers getting their kids out but no one else? Uh, I've, read, I've read that in two or three different sources. I think I saw that on a CNN article. There's I hadn't heard one other about that. I hadn't heard that piece of information. It's kind of disturbing. That's I've, been trying, if that's I've been trying not to even look at it because it's so fucking sad. I knew they were going to show those little children's faces. That was fucked. That cute little kids with his little hair parted. It's like they're all, you know, this is like picture day pictures. It's always cute little fucking kids. And and then I saw the text message from the, the shooter. And he was like, having an argument with his grandmother over his cell phone. She turned his cell phone off. And then the next, he, he's like, he's like, She's like she turned. She's on the phone with AT and T about my phone. 
And then the next te text message is, I just shot my grandmother in the head. Who's right he texting? Like a buddy, I guess. I don't know. And uh, and then he's like, and then the text message right after that is, I'm going to go shoot up an elementary school now. And then like the reply comes hours later and it's like, I just saw the news. And it's like, fuck. How, who was that person? Have like, they uncovered anything else about like his, this guy's motives or anything? I saw his grandfather, I, or at least that's what it looks like, interviewed. Um, and and he doesn't know shit. Like, 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 like nobody seems to know anything. It, what it seems like is like he was just a depressed, sad kid who hadn't been in school in a year, didn't graduate, and was in his room most of the time. He'd go work with his grandfather, but they wouldn't really have any substantive conversation. They would just, he was just kind of there. Um, the grandfather's a felon too, so he can't have guns and he didn't know about the guns. It's weird to me. I'm, I'd like to know how he bought the guns. Uh, I think it's you, if we're going to talk about that, then I guess it is relevant. Like, all right, so how do you get them? Did he go to a gun store? Or did he buy them from a private individual? Cause they never make that distinction. Uh, mm. if he had AR 15s, like, like, did he know. get everything legally? You said once he turned 18. Or is that what's being said? <sighs> That's so what far? I'm reading. I'm, he got it legally, know. and it's an argument the left is using. Like, hey, if you think gun laws and restrictions aren't going to do anything, why'd this guy wait until his 18th birthday to buy his guns? And like, he got these leagues legally. But I, now I don't even know what he used. I just know what he bought on his 18th birthday. Mm, they yeah, out of it. Yeah, um, and I don't. I don't know where he bought them. I, you know, like, like, like er, people always bring up gun control, but I've never heard any gun control ideas that would actually work and would be feasibly put into to practice that aren't already out there. Like, like keeping them locked if you have children should be mandatory, I think. But how do you enforce that? Are we going to go into every gun owner's home and make sure he's got his guns locked up properly? How are you going to know who all the gun owners are? We'll need to make a list. Are we going to round people up if they don't apply for the list? We gave you six months to get on the list. You're not on the list and you own a firearm. Well, now you're guilty of a crime. Are we going to do that? Because you're going to have to do that if you want to enforce that law. And a lot of people aren't going to like that. Most if you want of the to enforce country, it accurately, I, I would do it like auditing. Like so the only way that it'll if work I'm in is your house, accurately. We've got we've got laws already that they don't really enforce. Because not, for example, there's an accident in the house with kids in it. Mm -hmm. The police come. They check to see the security of the guns. If they're not in a safe locked up, well, now you got a second problem to add to the list. And that's how they do it. Like it, people know, like man, if, if something was wrong, cop comes in here because my wife called me for being too drunk and abusive, and now I got two problems because the cop noticed my glass gun case. Or you know, like, yeah, I do and, like and the idea the other, of getting people's uh, self self um, motivation involved in that. Right, get people I looking like, after their own you, interest. You could probably get that through if you if you did something like that because most gun owners want their guns to be stored if they've got kids. But if you don't have kids, you don't. Like if you don't have kids in your home, like the idea of locking your gun behind like two or three switches and levers is absurd. Um, it, it's insanity to you because the whole purpose was you needed this tool at a moment's notice to defend your life. Like like that's mm -hmm. the scenario that that a lot of gun owners have guns for. So like you're not going to convince them to stick it in a bunch of locks and drawers and safes and vaults and special drawers. And none of that's most of that stuff's nonsense anyway. Like those special drawers and stuff, you know. Like, like that Jason Bourne shit. Any you guys ever <laughs> use the guns? Or I mean, like... any, I don't trust any kind of a lock that requires a fingerprint. Like, like mm -hmm. what about I have my fucking finger and I need the gun? Like, again, we're talking about the thing that we what need if you're to sweaty. defend our lives. 
Like, like there's a reason cops don't have fingerprint activated. I thought you were saying secret drawers were bullshit, and it's like I don't know. Oh, gone, but secret I drawers are cool. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen right. those secret drawers where the guy like leans on the headboard of his bed and a shotgun, and a shotgun falls rolls down? <laughs> yeah. And then you're just firing blind through the sleep in your eyes. <laughs> just <Dude. laughs> no, it's got a flashlight on it. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. good. You have no, a new I girlfriend just... over. You keep getting fucking the shotgun added to you. <laughs> No, yeah. I have five cans of bear spray hidden in every room in my house. I mean, yeah, but but uh, but what I'm saying is like, it like, like I don't know that there are laws that stop someone who's determined to do a thing. You know, that all they do is end up. What's, uh, what's your response to the else. argument about uh, this is only happening here in the U.S., not anywhere? Else. Oh, it's because because we got so many guns. That's why it's happening here. Because we have sure. so many guns. So you there's no that- going back. There's so no way to unring that, that bell. Oh, you just think you can't. You think there's no possible way we could do anything for this, then why try? No, no, no. I, I think that the guns are already there. And, and, and you're not going to take the salt out of the ocean or the guns out of this country. But you still got to try, right? Like we, we, we agree no. that this, this state of affairs try is what? what? Well, we no, 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 no. I agree that we should try. I agree we should try something. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, it's that's good, right? If, if part of the problem goes something like there's too many guns out there, Taylor, if some, part of the problem goes, if there's too many guns out there and there's no real way to get rid of them and only law-abiding citizens are going to turn them in, so what? Over time, these guns go somewhere. Somewhat, some of these guns will be in law-abiding citizens' hands. We get rid of them. That's that's not a bad well, idea. It seems like as a net between the law-abiding citizen and the non-law-abiding citizen that if you have a buyback program, the law-abiding will abide by it very quickly. And but are we stopping shit not. with law-abiding I, citizens having weapons? Did any, like, for example, here we have two police officers supposedly on hand there who are not only law-abiding citizens, but state-mandated state, state um, mandated employees who are carrying weapons here, and it still didn't stop this shit, right? Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you stop a random rising up from a populace of a person armed with a weapon going to attack unarmed civilians in a random location. If your police officers be. aren't willing to step up and do their job, then there's nothing that can prevent but you that. just can't. You, there's, there's no way you can have the manpower to cover everything. You can't cover have, gyms, well, libraries, we did. We did parks. In, in this instance, we did. In this particular instance, we had the manpower there assigned to protect the place, and it failed. And, yeah, uh, but, but and, and, and to, to me, that's a bit of a straw man, right? right? Because sure, we, we've got it here. And maybe in this case, if perhaps we'll, if it will turn out that these, these officers acted poorly. It's what happened in the last one, too. It's what, what happened was the last the, one, too. Which one was the last one? The, that awful thing in Buffalo where, where there was a security guard there, too, and it just didn't matter. What and, do you and, think of... In that instance, he was killed like in the line of duty. But in this instance, I, these guys fucking ran. I, 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 I think we can't let that get lost on us. But the bigger problem of, of like why there are mass shootings in the United States, there are mass shootings in the United States because there are mass amounts of weapons in the United States. Yeah. It's because we have so many guns. I don't think there's just something about Americans that makes no, us want to shoot. I think um, you get you get some just small percentage of people who are disturbed enough that this is the thing they think is going to do something or this is the, what they want to do. Well, we get, get a, a ton of attention to it as well. Attention like, hurts like, as I well. It encourages like. the people. Yep, for sure. I should know what that looks like. Yep, yep. Uh, but I, I don't think know. I don't think any of this gets stopped until you have some ability to restrict people from getting these weapons. Because how can you? Like, well, what is the mechanic? You by can't. We'll just buy it off the black market well, if the they want is, to do something. All right, so, like, currently, but all like, everything. I mean, I, if I want to go to the fucking gym, if I want to work out, I find it harder to go to the gym than to walk out my front door because each little bit of barrier of entry makes it me less likely to carry through with. Do that, you right? apply that to the war on drugs? I play that uh, probably. What, what, what is it? Yeah. So you think, think that theoretically true, the war on drugs could work if you just made it so impossibly difficult to get heroin and marijuana that we could succeed. I think Just, I think there's a bit of a difference here, and we can we can drill down into it if you like. But 
if we're sure. trying to prevent this activity for for this, and yes, these things are not going to stop all cases of it. And yes, we we are not going to get the diehard individual who plans for years to obtain a firearm to shoot up something. You're not going to stop that person. But these are this this is some stupid fucking kid who bought a weapon. Presumably, it sounds like legally. Whether or not he used this particular weapon, does it matter which weapon he used to shoot these people? Yeah, on? it absolutely does. It's very Why? important. It, it it matters to me how. Well, I mean, most people are killed by handguns if we're but, going by but, numbers. But, because like the, the the discussion is like, what can we do? What more can we do to prevent this? And it's like, well, hang on. What were we already doing? Did he get around current systems? Did he beat them? How did he do that? Like like I, if he bought this gun uh, from a gun store. I don't know what age you have to be to buy an AR-15. I think it varies in places. I know. I think for a, a handgun, he would need to be 21. And yeah. I think he had a handgun. So, like, like uh, my understanding... Handgun the reason, is the reason I'm leaning that way is they have. I haven't seen them go full blown like like he used this AR-15 like they did with the last shooting. And I saw the video of the last shooting, and it was gruesome. And and he but without without knowledge of that, we can we can do one of two things, right? We can either agree to uh, to use one of them as a scenario and talk about the scenario, or we can game out both scenarios, right? We don't know what he used, right? So we don't know if he got it legally or illegally. And in this case, in particular, I think we can talk about it without knowing that, right? Uh, I, I suppose so, but but I, I I think when we're talking about things that could or couldn't prevent mass shootings, like what would prevent this one? Like, like let's take it one at a time. Like what could have prevented this one in particular? I think that if there had been people who took the reports of him torturing animals and videos on the online and collecting firearms last year, if that had been taken a little bit more seriously, maybe something could have been done. When you hear He's about torturing people, animals, when people online. upload videos of themselves torturing animals, and that doesn't like get somebody to investigate like that's a failing of its own like if that's not something we take we're paying attention to now forget mass it's shootings tricky. let's let's just get all the animal torturers while we're at it while like, we're i don't think but the damage I'm mixing my cases up i don't i forget if, i think it was the previous one the buffalo one yeah where this guy had been reported he had been investigated they looked mm -hmm. into him and they didn't like keep him locked up forever now in hindsight it seems obvious that they should have right they should have but in reality, how do you determine the people who are going to shoot up a, a place, a grocery store or a school, and the people you just think might? You can't prosecute. You can't lock up everyone who you think might. I, I mean, I it agree. seems like the FBI is fucking bad at figuring this out because really, what the, the the Pulse nightclub shooter? They came out after that one, if I recall, and we're like, oh yeah, this guy, he's been on our radar for a while. Oh no, yeah, we didn't do anything. We, the, just, we just knew that he was posting violent things and that he lock up was violent towards just, his wife and that he did all this words, other shit. You lock up people. But this shit is like, a percentage game, right? This is the same thing that happens when we have a failing of national intelligence and some big thing goes down, right? How many are they stopping? What percentage are they not? And what happens if you reduce the base number? The percent that go through may or may not be as high or low as we'd like, but you start rep you start restricting people's abilities to do this less that these things go through if you know if you have some you know you could go all right this kid's killing animals or whatever or has been reported and he got checked out and who knows if that failed or not the kid alone in his fucking room with a knife doesn't kill 21 people you know like the kid with a nuclear weapon kills a lot more than 21 people so what is your i'm wondering what your your goal yeah, what's your prescription what's the fix how do, how do we take the gun away from the kid well <laughs> You'd like me to solve gun control? I'll, I'll answer that to well, a point. No, of it. So, but, no, but, I'll, I'll, I'll respond like to your that. point. But like, I don't think this. I don't think the idea of just ignoring it. Like, you're you're saying, okay, this is there's a lot oh, of guns out there. I agree it. with that. I'm telling right? you, there's a lot of guns work. out there. It will be hard to get. It will be hard to get rid of all those guns. It's impossible it to get rid of them. Sure, I, I may even. I even mean, for the sake of this argument, I will buy. For the sake of this conversation, I'll buy that that starting point. It's impossible to get rid of all of them. That doesn't. Right. That doesn't reduce the 
benefit of making a reduction in these weapons. I'll give right? you another point. number out like, there. Like, like on top of the fact that it's impossible to um, shrink the, the number of firearms in the country, it's impossible to slow the growth of the number of firearms in the country. There are more guns today than there were yesterday, and that has been true forever. That there's never been a time where it's like, hey, we don't have as many guns today in the United much States as we did fix. yesterday. That if is if not. It that is impossible is. to fix. It's politically harder, they, they but it's a much easier make it illegal. Yeah. Make what illegal? Guns. Because uh, <laughs> they don't want a civil war? That'll be a civil war. Yeah, that would be If you, if you want to yeah. go over there to, to the, the whole Bill of Rights and start taking chunks out, now you're going to have a civil war. If, when you're going to go into Alabama with your like federal peacekeeping force and, uh, and go home to home, and they come out, yeah. we know you've got a shotgun. And grandma comes out and they gun grandma down. And that, that's all over the interweb. And the people in Louisiana say, they're not going to kill my grandma. And there's not just one grandma getting gunned down on one doorstep. There are hundreds of them all over the country. And it's not just in the South. There's plenty of people up in Vermont that, what, what's their, what, what are they, the live free or die? Uh, yeah, state? live free or die, New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> their grannies are getting gunned down on the anti taxation message. All of, a sudden, anyway. all of a sudden, we realized maybe we should have left all those armed citizens who were just following the Bill of Rights alone. There would be a civil fucking war with grannies dead and, and politicians getting What are we okay with? What do we want? Do we want to go, okay, we're going to ignore this and allow this problem to continue as it is? Are we okay with this number of children dying? I, I don't have any kids. I've got no vested interest in this. I'm against, obviously, people's kids being killed for this, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here going like I have a strong stance on gun, but it seems pretty simple on guns rather, but it seems pretty, pretty obvious to me that if a percentage of people are going to do these attacks and the bigger and more powerful the weapon they have, the more damage they're going to do, then limiting the access to weapons they have is going to limit the damage they can do. Now you say, okay, well, we can't get rid of guns. We can certainly restrict that. And the analogy I was trying to make is for something as simple as, that, as something as interested as I am in fitness, the likelihood of me going to work out reduces when I have the simple step of going to the fucking gym as opposed to walking out my door and getting on a bike or running, right? If that simple step is something as effective enough for me that it reduces my workout by a percentage, making them jump some extra hoops <clears throat> to get their weapons is going to reduce that by a percentage you know, too. Is it going to fix it? No. Is it going to be the only cure? No, but it's going to reduce that by some degree. I think that you would see very little reduction in the outliers, who, which is what we're talking about. Shootings have gone up. Those people, what those people would hang on. What what those people would hear is you can't have this, and there a lot of those like weird personalities are going to hear. Well, I didn't want one until you told me I couldn't have one. Maybe I will shoot up your authoritarian ass. I don't think you can. You're not going to stop you, the fanatics, Kyle. I, I agree 100%. And with when that you start trying to ban a particular kind of weapon, you'll find that you've just jumped in to it, it'd be like if like a politician tried to jump into one of our favorite video games to balance it, not knowing anything about <laughs> video games. That's, that, like it would be like if if, if one of if, if Mitch McConnell wanted to come over to Civilization 5 and, and the lek mod and be oh, like i love start, the culture win that's what we're and, gonna and do start and balancing out all of the cultures and he's doing it from from his limited knowledge of of that world and its rules and all the multifaceted I'll, things i'll take yeah. i'll take an l on that and say that i don't know a lot about this culture or but i was gonna say it. that's the other part i was gonna go with this but none of us are experts in gun law and the implications of each of these different policies we're all not an expert in anything here. bro so exactly. Well, <laughs> it may or not be true, but we're all we're all with you know we're all just talking out of our asses here for this. So I guess kind of engage with that core concept for me a little bit. And Kyle, why do you think the reduction in the 
power of what these people have accessible to define them. Define that. Not, um, because you have to define that now, sure. and a politician will be the one to define it. Well, but this is this is this is like almost changing the scope of the conversation. Are we talking the idea? Or are we talking the specific? input of what that what that is line by line of that so i can't okay okay line if you had line, a magic wand okay, if you had a magic wand that sure. could make guns less powerful then obviously now less damage will be done by guns maybe we'll have to okay. go bombs then but but what i'm saying is that like it's not a feasible thing to do all right here the the guy in uh uh new york that that shot all those black people he had one of those ar-15s who had been heavily modified to meet state compliancy in new york mm. it, he called it a cucked ar-15 <laughs> and, and it was but you can easily modify that if you have a brain into one that's not so and and but you can having go a brain is a limiting factor Right, like right there, you've just reduced the pool of people who can do that. <laughs> Filthy's made a point that like every hoop you have to jump through makes this some amount better. Will it be hard to measure? Impossible, yeah, perhaps, but it's just true. You know, I, I never tried marijuana until I went to Colorado. You know, I just didn't want to. Like, I don't know how to find an illegal drug dealer in North Carolina. And you weren't motivated to do it either. You it probably it, it is. It is inherently yeah. true. Like the more barriers you have up, that's why I was curious about the drug question. Because like a lot of the people who present this in the context of guns will be like, "Oh, the drug, you know, the black market solved nothing. There's no way to solve drugs. They have to be legal." So yeah, I what, like your consistency on that, filthy. What What I don't like to do is is have like hypotheticals about like, not mean to find a half for a conversation, but 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 if yeah. we're getting to the core of the argument, it's like. Nobody wants children to get shot. That was fucking awful. It's yeah. it's yeah, really yeah. been bugging. It was literally me. just like that it. one guy. Everyone else doesn't but, like what that one guy did. Yeah, I, I I wonder if he what he thought while he was doing it. Like how fucked was he that he could even do something like that? Uh, you but know, there's a like, small hole in that argument, right? Which goes, we all might agree that we don't want the outcome. But if some people are not willing to take steps to reduce that outcome, then what is it? What do you, what do you actually take from that? Well, you go, you go yes, they don't want that, but there's a bigger thing that they do want. So, and, and again, like yeah. I don't, I don't have a vested interest in this this argument personally, like one way or the other on gun rights. Yeah. I don't own a gun, mm -hmm. but I don't particularly care one way or the other on that. But I, I think, I think Memorial Day sale they're cheap right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it a couple of years ago. I almost, almost did end up with one. But let me let me know. I got some tips. <laughs> Yeah, we had that conversation. But again, the point the point being that exploding ammo. If we do nothing about this and or rather allow the state to affairs to happen as it is, then we're basically saying, okay, we're we're accepting this degree or in perhaps even a rising degree, as you said, more guns are being pumped out than ever before, a rising degree of these types of shootings. And it's currently not only restricted to shootings, these weren't the school shootings, these get a lot of uh, media attention for this, but any of these places could potentially happen. We've seen the nightclub shootings. There's nothing that prevents us being a park or a library or any other gathering of people. We had the concert shooting, right? Like these things are gonna happen while there's people who are not, people with these ideas and personalities and problems who have access to these weapons. And that that seems the inevitable outcome of making them so readily available. So I would- yeah. uh my my solution, honestly, like, like like look, if I had a child in an elementary school, my solution needs to save my child. I don't want to start lobbying for dollars and putting an infrastructure together and start looking at Supreme Court justices because that's what what when anybody who wants to yank guns away, that's their plan. Their plan is 30, 40, 50 years from now, maybe we can chip away. If that's your goal to like legislate against guns, good luck. Good luck. Okay, you might as well legislate against oil. Get right on that one too. It's not going to fucking win. You're not going to win. It's it's you not going to 
the Ford hybrid uh, hybrid vehicle ads? No, I haven't actually. Services? No. Yeah. Before before we jump to the Ford ads, ads. We, we've got to hear from a from a wonderful sponsor, Express VPN. So wonderful. So so wonderful. We're so Lots thankful they let us do their ad read. It. Everybody's talking oh. about it. <laughs> Let's get on. Get, get, should we get on our knees to st- when we do this? One? I might be mixing up the sponsors. I no, this is ExpressVPN. Uh, oh, Blue, okay. Blue yeah. Chew is the sponsor that demands uh, us blowing them at the end. <laughs> yes, time. they are overlords. And so yeah, no Blue Chew tonight. Just ExpressVPN. Nice, humble ExpressVPN. Mm. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that nobody wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cybercriminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN takes only one click, just a single click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. So keep yourself secure online, seven bucks a month. So check them out, ExpressVPN. Also, I do not have the bottle of cum pills with me because I forgot them at home. So Woody is the savior here showing it. Your loads <laughs> will be flaccid. Yes, be you're going to sure. come back with some weak-ass loads, Taylor. I'm just going to be petering out weak, watery, crab-scented <laughs> loads until I can oh. get back home and, uh, and get uh, briny loads. That's what it'll I be, would briny loads. Be bracket. <laughs> you are. Brackish. Brackish I'd be loads. so embarrassed if I had regular amounts of cum. <laughs> I've been having brackish loads all week because I forgot my cum pills at home. And that's... They smell slightly of crab. No, that's your I mean, I've even having brackish uh, <laughs> loads. Make those brackish loads. <laughs> Have you been dealing with with sea dick and brackish loads? We, we, we make we make up <laughs> diseases. I uh, he's been dealing with sea penis. <laughs> Look at his load dribbling out like brackish water with the river mixing with the ocean. A shameful load from a shameful sailor. Shameful. I just can't. And imagine we've gone so far from the plot. I don't remember how. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, these non-pearlescent listeners don't know. They don't get it. They don't know what they need. Mother rocket load. Uh, buy it. Uh, probably, uh, probably. Link in the description. Over on the site. Uh, don't don't. When is like Memorial Day? When's Memorial Day? Uh, is that, it is this knows. Monday, right? So People like I was. Uh, I've been on Facebook Marketplace a lot, looking at gym equipment. Um, uh, I found this guy who's got this whole Titan rig with like the pulley arms and like like 400 pounds of weights and like a good bar for like $1,200, but it's too far from me. And I was considering driving. It's up in Tennessee. Uh, it's like five hours drive from me. And I, I was considering driving because it's like a ridiculous deal. I even messaged him. I was like, are you telling me that everything in that photograph is $1,200? 
And he's like, there's actually more stuff, which scared me a little. Mm. I was like, I was like, he's going to kill yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> it's me with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's like, 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 there's actually a rape room just to the right where I'll be restrained now that I've been baited into by the Titan Rack. <laughs> Pretty fucking but, far from okay. So, so I started thinking all this shit. And uh, I, I was like, well, let me check out this guy's Facebook profile. Let me see who I'm going to be doing business with. Mine is like nonsense, by the way. I don't have a real Facebook. So. And so I look at his shit. And it's nothing but like he is posting shit that, that that would come right off of one of those things that's like the right can't meme. It's all the most far right wing shit about like <laughs> like like gun control and Trump and everything you've ever seen. And I'm just like, all right, I can do business with this guy. <laughs> no, I, I was like, there's no way I'm going. This guy's a fucking nut job. It was like really crazy, like way further right than I even like to. You're not going to roll the dice for twelve hundred dollars of gym equipment being like five grand in value, dude. I don't care if the guy has a clan hood a on. I'll swing by and he's see got, what the equipment looks like. He's got like the arms that that kick off from it with the pulleys, and so he's got the whole like you. It, it turns the Titan rack into um, almost a uh, functional trainer. He's got, yeah, yeah. You're gonna buy a bunch of equipment from a what seemingly a very powerful racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a level 10 racist <laughs> like i get there he's he's literally a level 10 fucking racist he's like yeah those weights got too light for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm selling all, all these because all my dumb my dumbbells are black <laughs> like, oh you didn't want to paint them actually no, no don't bring that up give me the deal <laughs> <laughs> you guys seen oh. the new uh, Ricky Gervais uh, special related to this conversation? You're gonna it? No, I, I thought it was fucking really good. Yeah, just came out. It's got no like a public backlash because uh, he dared to make jokes as a comedian. I thought it was. I was he really did good. what? I know. Well, what's he getting heat for? Uh, transphobia. Uh, let's see some other ones with this. No, he was too funny. He, well, he said he's, he specifically made the comments that he was doing his best to offend all people as much as he possibly could, including so. He, and he is offending some of these people, it turns out. And a lot of these mm. people are pushing back online. So good for I, him. I like hearing that. Yeah, me too. We me need too, people actually. holding the line out there, making the we jokes, do, uh, you pushing know, like, it forward. Point is you can't have are... comedy become what it did become in the Trump years, which was like every Netflix comedy special where people looking for applause breaks instead of laugh breaks, where they would say something that was couched in the idea that they were being counterculture when in reality it was something that everyone on the board of Netflix agreed with and then everyone in the audience agreed with. And so they say some like Trump is bad and there's no laughter. It's just claps. Canada, a free yeah. country. <laughs> and it's like, my God, like this is just embarrassing. Like, Seeing comedy go from because I used to really enjoy stand up comedy. I liked old Bill Burr. I liked old comedy. Louis C.K. I liked uh, Norm Macdonald. I liked all these guys, and they were genuinely very funny, uproariously funny. And now it's just not the same. Like every Netflix special that I try and watch, and it's been a while. Granted, it's just applause break bullshit. It's not funny. Yeah, Zach's linking uh, the text of one of the ones that's getting passed around, <clears throat> which was I thought well delivered. That was a funny joke. I watch a lot less uh, than funny, I yeah. used to. I I don't know if my taste changed, and I just don't care for comedy specials as much, or if um, they just aren't as funny anymore, or maybe we just ha happen to be in a little bitty bit of a golden age of comedy right there with Louis C.K. and uh, and Bill I saw Burr. Louis C.K. a couple uh, maybe a year ago in, in Cedar Rapids actually. Yeah, but everybody's. I'm sure he's still very funny. Like, like, I feel like comedians are are diminishing returns their entire career. Like, like maybe Carlin wasn't, but like everybody else. Is. No, Carlin he was. 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 Every, because Carlin died, everyone has this idea that the last couple Carlin specials were really good. Go back and watch them, and just watch them. 
he is a hilarious comic. He had so many good specials. His last specials is just him listing things off in a very fast way. Not a lot of I like lines. that. It's it's not funny. I think it's impressive for his age. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it would be impressive well if he, dude, if he the guy was like 80. There, I'd he be might as well too, have been juggling chainsaws. He, he, he was a, I liked it. No, no. If no, he, not, if he saw the woman in half, still... I would be impressed, but I wasn't laughing at it. And you go back to old Carlin specials and they're hilarious. Just like you can go to specials from like the fucking 70s with Red Fox or the 80s with Eddie Murphy and they're great. The, the red leather special or whatever the fuck it's called with Eddie Murphy where he's in that yeah. big suit. Like that shit is hilarious. I don't feel like we get stuff like that anymore. It wouldn't uh, fly today. He was really homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was. Yeah, I think he had some AIDS jokes too. I, he had a joke that was kind of funny about gay people kicking his ass. He's like, you know, you make fun of gay people and it's all fun and games. Then you realize that's still a man. <laughs> See, that's a great show. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is a line that's some it's I'm paraphrasing it. It's something along the lines of um people have the most problem with jokes when they don't understand who the butt of the joke is and what the joke is about. They confuse mm -hmm. those two things. And I feel that was just so clear in this. Like I think it's perfect for right now. Like right now is so online is so fucking weird right now it's so woke and it's so mm -hmm. over the top with that so i like to see some counterculture pushback a little bit with that you hear that also that'd be nice little, little ch 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 that's a trump train trump train <laughs> that's, that's, a trump. that's what that is choo, choo. freedom that's what that is freedom ch 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 freedom are you that's are you coming. back on this train apparently i'm not on the train the train you just is hear on it us. the train is on us we can all hear the train because it's coming i've been telling them for a while trump's coming back He's going to be the next president of the United States. God, I hope yeah. not. Oh, uh, I, I, I mean, I hope not too. But it's happening. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hoping. I'm not sitting sitting here making wishes. I'm telling you what's coming. I understand now. This previous conversation about uh, free access to guns is what you're going for here. This is the comment. Oh, like, like what? Like he's going to help me out with that? I, I misunderstood. Maybe. You no, know, I'm Trump just saying that you're saying it's going to be bad times. This is a good time to own a gun. Oh no, I don't think the bad times are going to be determined on who's the president determined by who's the president anyway um not in this country anyway not our president our presidents are always going to do the same shit yeah um they, there's a policy in place and it's not going to change as far as like the bigger pieces on the on the plane they all do the go. same shit but one wishes he could do this and one wishes he could do that exactly but they actually do they'll and they'll and they and they kind of grind against the edges a little bit and mm -hmm. they'll get a little shit done you know like like, like stuff happens but it's it's few and far in between. I don't think that that matters. But I just think the the the, the general like culture is going to get changed a little bit because, you know, Trump had Trump was out there leading the 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 right uh, in 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 a lot of ways on social media. Like like he was a social media leader in, in many ways. Like like it emboldened them to be ridiculous on, on online. And now for the last few years, it's kind of gone the other way. And I think it's just coming back again. I think it's going to be wild the next few years. And I think it's going if he runs, I really. I really hope he runs because I think he will win. And I want to see the campaign. I want to see that campaign again. I want to see how he stacks up against DeSantis. I want to see <clears throat> how nasty um, the left gets if it does, if they do end up facing off with Trump because it will be no, no holds here's, barred this time. Well, here's what I think is going to happen. Trump will either run again or start to run again. And I will admit that Trump is very charismatic. A lot of people love him love him in spite of obvious lies they believe everything he says anything he says so let's agree that he has charisma but it doesn't work on me i don't see it 
I, I just see a dick. I see an asshole, a liar. Every time he talks, I get more frustrated. His charisma doesn't work on me. I think guys like that are going to be a lot more common. I think the next time he runs, he's going to be surprised to learn that he doesn't have as many followers. as. Oh, you did. think we're going to get a, kind of a nationwide immunity to this bullshit? Nope. Immunity is strong, but you know, Resistant. big enough that it doesn't fly like it used to. <clears throat> we're going for what's, what's the pandemic term uh, for the, uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking on it. The herd immunity. You think we're going to get herd immunity to bullshit? Yes, or politics? We'll get herd immunity to not bullshit in politics, but to Trump himself. But Trump's overt lies, obvious lies, his, um, he, he doesn't have much to say. And some of the oh. things he says are silly. Yeah, uh, like he'll, now he I, does, though. I'm going to build the wall, he'll say. Uh, he says, uh, whatever, Mexico's not swamp. sending their best, drain the swamp. That shit won't fly anymore. They're going to... I could win Donald Trump in Trump's campaign for him if he would let me run the thing. <laughs> I okay? believe you, actually. <laughs> Here's, all right, so first and foremost, forget about the quote-unquote stolen election. That ain't, that ain't buying... Nobody's buying mm -hmm. that shit, okay? Yeah. And the people who do... You already had them. You could have told them you were fucking. They're in the bag, baby. You could be the king of Neptune and they vote for you. They don't give a fucking shit. They're mm -hmm. they're Trumpers, okay? So stop with the stolen election shit. Say you're going to rename a planet after Jesus. You just you you don't have to have a big new plan. Shut up about the wall too, unless you you can like really pump up some. That, see what it, what it's going to be won by is by commercials, and he can buy the most commercials. The guy with the most commercials is going to win. His are going to be so effective. He, he can make a montage. He definitely of can't buy the most commercials. Yes, he can. He has the most money. He, no, he, he doesn't. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg outspent him in Georgia. Mark Zuckerberg is a not a political way. party. Yeah, he, he He bought three hundred million dollars of Democrat anti-Trump ads in Georgia and like really pushed for a, it there. I don't know who that is. Mark, I Mark Zuckerberg, the owner of Facebook. The Facebook guy. He. I don't understand how he bought ads. Because he's a billionaire. And so he said, I would like to <laughs> buy ads, please. And, and they said, well, I'm not sure if we want your money. And he said, really? It spends? And he goes, okay. They go, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, if he can make Mark Zuckerberg everywhere. 300 more million dollars, then, then that'll be interesting. But what I think is that Donald Trump has like 150 million at last at last check of, of money uh, to spend on this thing. And he hasn't even really started... That, that's like like something that like is is not making sense to me. Is like I hear all this stuff like oh Trump's war coffers are so big. Trump doesn't have the money that a Bezos or a Zuckerberg does. Zuckerberg can decide over afternoon coffee to outspend Trump three to one, and it will not affect his bottom line. He doesn't care. He can I, do that shit easily if he thinks that doing that in Georgia is going to give him enough preferential pushback from the legislature there for whatever he's working on that it's worthwhile for him like i, I don't he'll really just keep think doing that billionaires and, always do and, that and, shit the coke brothers did it. i've never spent 45 million in georgia that's crazy sheldon adelson how much did he fucking spend he was the biggest republican donor for years and years and then i'm sure there's rich people on both sides but what i'm getting at is donald trump's commercials will be substantive because he hasn't been doing anything horrible or ruining the country for the last four years, but the other guy and the other team has. He's got montages of death, destruction, inflation, bodies in the streets, and buildings on fire. The, the inflation we're, is going to be the, the biggest verge, thing. World War Three gasoline at, is four four fifteen a gallon. He that's what Stock you hammer home. Right now. That's what yeah. you hammer home. Like, like you go from, from fucking Wall Street to Main Street and show death, destruction, fire and blood 
And that is the Biden legacy. That's the last four years. Were the last four as good as the four before that? That's all he has to do. And if he wants to deal with the border, then it should be about how Biden has failed at the border, not about building it. Shut up about the wall. Maybe mention how Biden tore down the wall. I'm mm -hmm. sure there's, he can fudge the numbers to make it look like the places with the wall had less crime than the places mm -hmm. without the wall, mm -hmm. which would make sense because the wall would funnel them into those places, <laughs> which is what we really should have built instead of a wall was a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a maze that leads back to Mexico. <laughs> I want a bloody maze. It's going to be the biggest, most beautiful, best maze. These Mexicans, believe me, they're going to walk in. They're going to get five miles in. They're going to be walking right back into Mexico what saying, was, my God, how did I fall for this again? Well, it's uh, the Minotaur, right? At the at the heart of the, the, the And so labyrinth. they walk into the yeah. Trump labyrinth, right? And <laughs> and at the end, you don't, you're not going to believe this. The CIA invented a Minotaur. A real one. Oh, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that. Have you guys watched Love, Death, Robots yet? The newest? Mm -hmm. No, not the new one. I saw just drop. I hope I it's watched... a couple of hits because that's a very hit or miss show. They're all good, but one. Um, there's hmm. one about this like um, sort of spirit of the river who's like got scales of gold and um, her, she like screams as her weapon and it kills everybody except for the one deaf guy. It's dumb and it it's, it's nonverbal. It's all like it, it, because he's Stupid. it's not yeah it, I didn't like that one that that one was not for me but the rest of them are pretty sick it, you've got like a Cthulhu monster one with the military involved you've got um uh, the CIA built like uh, a mech grizzly bear and uh, this like squad of like funny kind of GI Joe type characters like have to face off against it and it's it's really gory and really funny um uh, they got I don't know that one was really good and um. Oh, there was a really weird um, sci-fi one where they're interacting with this sort of swarm of intelligence in space um, th that was kind of unsettling and creepy, and I, I didn't even like... I don't know. That one was was weird. I really I like want to like that show more than I like it. Oh, there was one... The, the So if you remember from the very first season, there's the three little robots who are looking at humanity's mm -hmm. like... Barely, yeah. They come back. They come back to preach to us about the one percent. So like that one was lame as fuck. Like 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 they're mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, the the tech millionaires hit here, and the tech billionaires went here, and it's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I don't care. Are you really talking about microplastics? <laughs> yeah. Why would they? Care? They're made of microplastics. Well, they were like laughing at humanity. Oh, uh, and then they made fun of gun owners. <laughs> like like it was it was <laughs> just like like these these are the pores. They thought their guns would save them. And then it was like 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 these the, the, you had so you had where the pores how the pores died how the um the uh, the tech millionaires died and then how the tech billionaires died because I guess like those are the three classes of humanity. Hmm. Wow, sounds like it was written by retards. I didn't like that one, um, but I like the rest of them. And I really every time I see one of them that has that like almost photorealistic animation, and I'm like, oh wait, I know that actor, but that's not really that actor. That's like a uh, scanner darkly that looking thing really really like photorealistic and like i don't know like, like you'll you'll catch it occasionally be like oh that his kind of moved funny there but for the most part it looks like just real actors in mm -hmm. animation i don't know uh i dig that show so much there's there's a lot of um i feel like there's a little bit of creative license being taken not creative license of uh, freedom there, there, there's a lot of freedom for the creators that that like submit that animation because i'm guessing each of them is produced by a completely different studio who's like and they're all collaborating together 
and that's why the they're also varied. But yeah, that's why some are horrific and some are marginal. <laughs> well, but the I, art style is totally different. I mean, everything about them is different. Like you need that though. If you're going to get like those outliers that are excellent, you need those outliers that are poor. Like, like you need to be letting people like push the boundaries of what, cause I'm sure like some executive probably wanted to say no to the one where the guy is like fucking that disgusting alien insect creature for all of eternity and he but he doesn't know it because it's in his mind that one still like makes it's so unsettling which one is i don't remember that one <sighs> it's 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 where like i i, I i'll watch like, it is it season one or two i must have missed that one i think it's last season i think it's season two it's it's a space when it's where he um he warps through space and uh it's it, he's being fed this fantasy in his head that he's like hooking up with a beautiful woman and rekindling mm-hmm. his relationship with her. And in reality, he's like been there for years being like fed on. And actually he's been like having sex with the most disgusting space insect you've ever, you can imagine, but he's having fun. Well, that was the kind of the crux of the issue. She's, he's like, show me what's real. And she's like, you're not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, the, the, like the fantasy version of her, you can't imagine a more like beautiful, voluptuous like woman. Like like it, it's incredible. Like like the the they should just be making porn. Yeah, so, he like, should just live in the matrix. Like, show me what's real, and she's like, "You're not ready for that one yet. Let's just show me." And she's like, "All right." And like he sees that he's in like this barren wasteland, and he's ragged and dirty and bearded, and his clothes are almost rotted off of him. And then the creature, like like comes on all these like scorpion legs out of its hole with this disgusting i think it had tits but like like just the most like awful bad looking tits. thing ever and 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 then you just <laughs> see his face and he's just screaming in horror he's ah, ah, and i was just ah. but did the but did the critter like him oh yeah yeah well then it so seems then, friendly so then enough. snap and he's like right back into like that fantasy world that replays over and over every day so it's not a bad gig hmm and what does the creature get out of this? Sex? I can't remember. I think that uh, she's just lonely, you know? Just lonely and horny and covered not in the point ant of the legs story, and though, spiders. Right? So. Yeah, not really the point of the story. I yeah, well, about... that's what I got fixated on, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a rough one. No, I love that show a lot. Um, there's only been a handful of truly shitty ones. The one with that giant from last season was just... That was the my worst t- ever. My was time stupid. was wasted. Like Dude, Netflix owes funny, me three dollars for that. There was it, so much potential to be cool. It was like a fourteen-minute film. It wasn't super long, but through like eleven minutes of it, I was still excited about the payoff, like, <laughs> like where this was going to go, what was going to happen, and and basically a giant falls on the beach and rots. So at first you're like, it's going to come back to life. It's not really dead. Oh wait a minute, it's. It, this seems weird and then like time enough time goes on and you're like oh this is literally just a big rotting corpse and the story of it yeah 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 i thought i was like i was he's gonna come back to life okay he's not gonna come back to life but one of his zombies come back to get him uh, right okay they won't do that but oh i thought i thought like i thought they were gonna disrespect his body because they were they're like spray painting it and jumping on it yeah they were fucking him and, and someone <laughs> fucked someone fucked a, a poor. They, they got it. They found a real big blackhead poor and fucked the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> fucked a giant once, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and so I thought his people were gonna come and find like 
some hillbillies yeah. fucking pores and and they were just gonna go ape shit and like ruin the village mm-hmm. and 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 the end of the story was gonna be like and that was the last day that humanity stood tall yeah <laughs> i thought it would be some trick like oh humanity was actually that. the big guy not the little guy and we you know or something I, like the, that. the old twilight zone like 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 where like mm-hmm. our main character was the bad guy the whole time there's a and, giant woman on this planet yeah that same one or there was one where like the kids were training for their like mission and it seemed like they're, they're training to go like fight the aliens right and and they're they're like in a camp that's that's a mix between like summer camp and like a military like operation and mm-hmm. uh, at the end they're like yes soon we'll we'll do it and they look up and it's the fucking earth that like they're on some sort of like camouflaged moon base training to like invade our planet and you're like dun, dun, dun. i like that shit i've been watching tales from the crypt all week all the old ones <laughs> the old ones they're, uh so they're stuck in some sort of like trademark shit where like i think they were originally on hbo maybe but it's like, such a stupid show <laughs> i'm watching tales from the crypt. it's, it's so not bad. a stupid show it's really it's well horrendous. Uh, it's really it, it's written by like Really respected people directed it's by really bad respected show. people acted by really respected people. I like the they're one with great. Elvira more, the boob one. Oh fuck off! <laughs> this stuff is great. I, I, uh, it's great but it doesn't have okay. The that one was good. <laughs> Anybody who wants to, to join me in in the nostalgia that is Tales from the Crypt, just head on over to YouTube and search Tales from the Crypt, <laughs> <laughs> and then imagine me watching with you. <laughs> hey, that's imagine, not episode six hundred. Imagine the things I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I like, I pause. I'm like, that's, that's be your own cool. Kyle Starkit. <laughs> <laughs> this is two years before the Andy Griffith show, and then I pause. I, I play it again, and we go. It's the most boring minutia but no there's a big playlist with absolutely all of the episodes and there's a ton but there's no other way to watch it that i've found i i, I really do like that show i think y'all are giving it a bad rap i think if you rewatch some of it you you it's it's like black mirror huh that's or something like that it's it's it's, it's right it's cut from the same cloth as a Where, show like black mirror, mirror been? i feel like that's two years overdue am i crazy i think Maybe. no no they did have a recent season like yeah i guess two years ago Miley it was Cyrus pretty shit. crap it was pretty crappy yeah, I refuse to watch Miley Cyrus. I, 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 I didn't. I don't respect I like her acting. That. Only her vagina. What's wrong with her vagina? Oh no, I do respect. Right, he said, her vagina. He said he respects that. Yeah, that's oh. the, yeah, yeah. I, like. I think she's really hot, and I even like that like scratchy voice she's got, which I'm guessing is from extreme drug use. What the have fuck you happened? Seen you sing Jolene. I love it. I love it. So good. Yeah, she loves to smoke. A, you ever seen her pissing in a parking lot? She does it all the time and puts it on Instagram. It's great. Really? Yeah, I think that's like, just I'm not having, into that sort of thing, fun. but I'll take what I can get. He's he's delivering <laughs> this with a very straight face. It's tough to get a read. That's real. Does anyone of, <laughs> does anyone want to bet me that Miley Cyrus doesn't upload pictures of herself pissing in parking lots? That's I've what? seen those pictures. I'm not going to make that bet. Let's hope Trump doesn't hire him. <laughs> God, I hope. I have a new topic. The memes alone, it's worth it. Okay. Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if it'll, it'll land or not. I, because we have filthy. Filthy, if you could look at that, that is China's. Um, am I going to regret clicking this link? No, it's fine. Okay. China's social credit system explained in an infographic. Oh, really? And I haven't seen this. It shows the kinds of things that um, would like get you social credit points and the kinds of things that would cost you social credit points. So some of the get stuff is pretty cool. Like engaging in charity work gets you points, 
taking care of elderly family members, positively influenced the neighborhood, donating blood. Heroic act. Praising the government on social media gets you points. Helping the poor, (laughs) having good financial credit history, and committing a heroic act, as Kyle mentioned. Now, some of the things that lower your score. Cheating in online games. Participating in anything to be deemed a cult. Insincere apologies for crimes committed. (laughs) Scary. Spreading rumors on the internet. Posting anti-government messages on social media. Uh, I bet that's a lot of the rumors. Not visiting aging parents. Illegally protesting against authorities. Traffic offenses. So, I'm sorry. Are these are these rank ordered? Or can I just say? Can can I just say that I am on board with this system? Like ninety two percent. This sounds like some. I really like the visiting the elderly. We don't do enough of that. Cheating on online games. I love the cheating of the online games, Mm -hmm. and they need it over there. Those fucking cheaters. Another word. And and, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I think another word sounds so much. And 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 giving blood. I like that too. They won't take mine because I got like syphilis antibodies or something. I don't know what Mm, they said. Really? Because I bet your blood is fucking awesome. If I took your blood, I'd get jacked. If you took my blood, you get acne. (laughs) (laughs) Your fucking voice would get deeper. (laughs) I like the uh, the stuff like visiting the elderly. You're right. That's good. But then like spreading rumors online or saying anything about the Chinese government, it's like, I was hoping to hear you know the how wide and com- like it, it's funny how they structure that, I mean, it like yeah. all of these things so do where it's like oh, if you, if you donate blood country. a very specific thing donating blood you can get points oh if you say something we don't like online yeah and then if you insincerely apologize about it yeah or if you spread something we deem to be a rumor after the fact yeah and so it's like yep. oh so there's a million billion ways to get lowered down and only a couple of small ways to go up what are you going to visit elderly people every day you're going to give <laughs> blood every day it is like, true. It does seem to start with a knock you down system. Yeah, no, this I is a pay to play. No, we know this how this is very works. easy. Look, look. All you got to do is Jack Ma doesn't play by that rule. Just don't be an asshole, right? Like, like they're saying people are spreading rumors about the government online. I don't like that either. All right, I don't want to play <laughs> out there spreading rumors about my government. Get out of here, busybody. Where are you from? Aren't the important no, bits? I want the nothing but rumors. Aren't the I, important bits the, what what they do with this? What well, we're, we're going to chip away at your score. Not? Yeah, they you know, put you in we jail. Chip, we chip away at your score enough. You won't be able to uh, find gainful employment. But I mean, employers should definitely look at your score to see what kind of person you are. I would love it if there were a cool guy score that everybody mm. had been accruing since the time. What would I were... do to raise my points? All right, cool yeah. guy score. Um, you had uh, post think, uh, woke memes so, on Twitter. Traffic violations. Bag one hundredth girl. So so let's say let's say like traffic, cool traffic violations are a mixed bag. Speeding, cool guy points. <laughs> Running a red light, you lose cool guy points. See, mm. you see how that works? All Doing right. a donut in a parking lot, cool guy points. It, under they, 18, cool guy were points. Were there girls older there? than 18? Only if there were girls Demerits. there. There were girls there, but they were underage. How's that factor in? That's extra complicates cool. <laughs> the Those are the only girls who think donuts are cool. <laughs> what, are, what are you out of your mind? What are you gonna do yeah. donuts for a bunch of 30 year olds? That's why I do donuts in front of KB. Call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I would like some sort of because uh, right now we got this like credit system that doesn't even take so much into uh account, right? Like, like they don't care that I'm paying my cell phone bill, apparently. On time, yeah. like, they don't care that like I pay my garbage man on time, but yeah. they do care if I like 
have some silly credit card that they they'll just I don't know when they'll stop sending them if I if I kept saying yes lately and they do that for everyone I I, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know I, we need a real credit system these Chinese are on to something hmm. well they are winning like the, I, I I don't believe they were everyone's beating us anymore I need to we need to have a war to be sure because we yeah. thought Russia was pretty badass and it turns out they're not as good as a bunch of dude Russia farmers. has been shining our wheels all month. This has been look, it's not going great over here, right? The mass shootings, the economy's looking rough, <laughs> and fucking inflation is yeah, terrible. but look at how high our inflation I, numbers regard, are. Regardless of mm-hmm. whether you're liberal or conservative or whatever the fuck, we all know our president is kind of like pitiful. Half in but the like, bag. The last yeah. one was embarrassing. So is this one, but for a very different way. This is like grandpa needs to be like his wife is there so much, and I think she's there for a safety system. I'm not even laughing at him anymore. I feel bad. Like he's a diminished man. It it, it feels bad. But <laughs> we're not Russia. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. They can't do anything right. It's it's did, it's hilarious. did you ever like in your head put Russia on like equal tier with China? Maybe I did thought about it differently. Well, I always had like China as a much like higher tier, like well, a long time ago. Like yeah, in the nineties, they were the yeah. second. Right, China's and, a rising star. Russia feels like it's a falling. Perfect, perfect. The thing is, they did have us believe that Russia might be second or third in best armies in the world. Remember the premise of like mon- I don't remember which Call of Duty it was. But the premise was that Russia had swept across Europe, like mm-hmm. all the way to France. And they had also paratrooped into like the west coast of the United States. And it was a fight for LA or some shit. You were like in small town America with a 50 cal. Like, like it was like Wolverines. <laughs> I don't mean to be to be anti-French, but I do think that Russia would have an easier time in France oh, than Ukraine. The French would hold them back with their lives. They can't take they can't take it you think so? like last time. Um yeah, I, didn't I, the Nazis I, conquer France in like four hours? I watched. I uh, started <laughs> every time with the retelling. Huh? I, <laughs> a, I think I it literally document- was like two days or something, right? <laughs> I, I watched a documentary about that, and they explained. It was why. like they went at skipping why? speed to Paris and then <laughs> conquered it, and then that was it. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is fucking easy, Hans. Why is so much fun? Not just surrendering on civilian. Hello. <laughs> I just want to point out that Tiller's now been holding that thing for two and a half hours. That's <laughs> <laughs> nothing for him. Yeah, that's amazing. His left hand best. can't do shit, but his right hand's going for three, four hours before. Yeah. No, I, I watched a documentary that explained why France um, like capitulated so quickly, and it it I can't remember the finer details of of the war lines or whatever and how everything progressed, but I came away from it being like, oh, they were kind of had a raw deal that's that that wasn't really fair then i guess and, you know what it is war or whatever but it seemed like they mm-hmm. weren't prepared properly for what happened well, i can't I remember the, the finer details the, at all the, the germans basically like debuted that strategy of blitzkrieg, blitzkrieg lightning war and no one had ever fought like that in the modern era and so france <laughs> didn't anticipate them being able to cover the amount of ground they did and so it was like they were caught flat-footed at every single encounter yeah I, although at some level it was at some level, you do have to wonder, like, no one had thought strategically of the strategy of taking things quickly. Like, I understand it's not exactly that, and I, I don't want to, it just sounds like that's probably been thought of once or twice before. What if we attack them really quickly? No, that would never work. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. but, 
it, it, a lot of technologies had had like convened as well to make it possible with with the uh, more reliable engines. Period. Because because you know World War yeah. One like. There's a I'm lot sure, of I'm sure, I'm sure it was like, you know, like counter to like the current idea of like digging like fucking trenches and like holding this bit by bit. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, but it's, it's promoted, it, level that. When you think of Blitzkrieg, I always thought of just like, all right, everybody go that way. But then I watched like um, it was actually from the 40s and it was one of those like silly black and white animations for the U.S. Army explaining it. And the, and it was more like a spear penetrating through the line yep. and the line could eventually was pierced. And then, like the, everything behind it, forming this channel that mm -hmm. that now the line was completely pierced, and you had enemies to your left and right, but the front kept piercing more, and the and the back mm -hmm. is like filling in the gaps like continually. There was a very organized um, maneuvering uh, thing that was going on via radio I, and and highly highly yeah. trained, cracked out uh, troops because they were all on uh, amphetamines. Wasn't the Maginot Line a big part of it? I thought this was the deal, that France had this wall that they invested a lot of time and energy into to protect themselves from the Germans, and the Germans just went around the wall. And now it's like a famous analogy for people who do that everywhere. You know, you've got the most secure dur in the world with two windows next to it. Like, yeah. That's the yeah. Maginot Line. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah, something and, about that as well. The World War II is fascinating. It's, one of my, it, it, it's, it's the coolest it thing that's ever happened, I think, in human history. The Russian tactics versus like the Blitzkrieg tactics, like the Russians literally were just like, just keep just keep going, like just Don't just you keep love that? going. Do you remember when Where we played do we Company go, of Comrade? Just go, dude. Just <laughs> go forward, and it's like I'm the, cold, uh, hungry, and I don't have shoes on. <laughs> Can I go this way? Point this way, then go forward. What yeah. was the uh, the game that we played, Taylor? With the, like the World War Two, it was um an RTS. Oh. Medal like, of Honor or something. Company Not of Middle Heroes or something. Company of Heroes, something like that. It was the yeah, top yeah. down. Like, yeah, Company like, of Heroes I, too. That's what we played. It was so fun to play as the Russians because they had like a penal squad or something. Like maybe a penal grenadier squad. Yeah. So like eight guys just running in like brown uniforms and they all you could you could make them all throw their grenades at once and decimate some fucking Wehrmacht like like high level German nonsense over there. It was, it was funny how fun that game, game played out too because like if you played as the Russians, it was like your tanks are cheap as shit. Your conscripts have horrible aim, but they're cheap as shit. But you just keep pumping them out. And if you played as the the Germans, it was like you got to save up and get that tiger or that panther tank, and then you protect that panther tank because it's going to destroy every other tank that comes in range. But you can't let it take hits, you know. And you got your little like elite Germans, and then the Americans were kind of like. The, the middle ground faction, if I recall, where it's like yeah. the tanks weren't as good as the Germans, but their infantry weren't as bad as the Russians. What a fun game. That was a good game. That was a really good game. I like to do those um, <clears throat> just like bottleneck defense strategies where we just have tons of emplaced guns and stuff, Bofors guns and stuff. That's a really fun game. I wonder if there's a, uh, a new version of that. That was fun. Yeah, we would just play and be like, all right, we're doing another custom map. This time, let's put 12 enemies on the other side. You take the left bridge, I take the right. And then, like, three hours later, we'd be like, I don't think they're going to make it through. Because yeah, the yeah, entire, yeah. like, <laughs> the, the, the debris stays there. And so, like, there's just an entire bridge clogged with Russian or Nazi tanks or whatever. So they, like, yeah, we would make, like, 12 around. armies try to come down a long bridge, like a suspension <laughs> bridge. And we're on the other end with, like, sandbags and cannons. <laughs> no, that was and they didn't get the memo that you can play defensive. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, that's a really yeah, fun that was a great game. game. 
I'm 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 so I'm looking call it back to reality for a second. Did you guys yes. catch any of the reports of um, the Russian soldiers who didn't really know what the actual political reality situation was from that? I, th- I think Kyle told me a, a bit about. Oh, it. I've heard everything from guys who thought they were on a training exercise and didn't know what part of the world they were in to um, guys um, getting uh, executed by their superiors that were wounded to to people like you know being what? handed. Uh, being handed their papers that say you're not in the army and you haven't been in the army for a month and a half. And these are soldiers in Ukraine with Russian uniforms. And they're like, here are your papers. Um, you're not in the army, nor have you been for the last month and a half. You should probably get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all sorts of nonsense to try to like what, cons- different reasons. And in, in, uh, in that instance, they were just like, they didn't want to be responsible for those troops anymore. Those oh. were just untrained, like, they were in a barn on the wrong part of Ukraine, like cold. That's they, they were like, we're cold. <laughs> like, yeah, like, 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 like I'm hungry. <laughs> like, 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 like they don't have any sort of but it's way to support to their, their army. advantage to, to say, I don't know why I'm here. I thought it was a training. You know, I'm being tried for war crimes now, right? They're, they're saying you came here and you murdered Ukrainians. This is a trial in Ukraine by Ukraines for Ukraines. And it's to my advantage to say, man, I thought I was here in a training exercise. But that's not what happened. The, they all say training exercise. And the one that was put on trial said, um, I, I was I, I either had to like shoot that man or they were gonna kill me. You know, he didn't mention any training exercise. He just told the truth. It, it, personally, they shouldn't put that guy on trial. That that seems insane to like put that guy on trial. He had no choice. Like it wasn't even like he was ordered by the radio, like you've seen a movie. Like they're, they're right. like, do it. He can't be like, you're breaking up. Like the <laughs> yeah. good guy. Like 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 what? It, you can't do that because there's literally a guy there who's saying destroy that vehicle, and and he's like, what? You, that's an order. You destroy the vehicle. You're you're a tank gunner, I guess, in the fucking army, and your commander or whatever he is tells you to destroy a vehicle. Are you supposed to have big ideas about which vehicles you or, and like when and where? No, you're supposed to be a machine that clicks that button mm-hmm. when he tells you to. That's right. what you've been training yeah, you to that, do. I thought they put a stop to that at the end of World War II. Wasn't this like all the Nuremberg stuff? And then they gave you, isn't this true of our current military as well? That you were supposed to be only, only following lawful orders and part of your job as a soldier is to understand what constitutes a lawful order and what isn't. So isn't that exactly the opposite of what you just said? I mean, militaries do not if care about international law. That's not something that's been enforced in a little while, Because, but if that's the case, because they just found this guy guilty of it, and they gave him a life, It seems right? super weird, too, like this the, the level to which Russia was willing to stoop to in Ukraine. It seems just so strange to me. Like, already the disproportion... Like, I get it. The war didn't go well. They lost it, essentially. But it, it seems like if you were going to do that, would you really want to add war crimes on top of that? Were they really just banking on the fact that this was just never going to be something that the international community was willing to do anything about because it's Russia and you don't want to fuck with Russia and their nukes kind of deal. Is this really? I mean, that, that could be. I mean, you, you generally nukes are kind of like you get out of jail free card for shit. Like as far as what Russia and China and the U S do, like we got nukes. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, I guess Honduras can't hold us accountable. Oops. <laughs> like, so I, I totally get that. What is, what, what is like kind of the end game of this? Like did, did Russia steal the, um, Donetsk or Luhansk, like that region, or did Ukraine take that back? Like, what's going to be the 
the kind of redrawing of the map, if there will be after this. The Ukrainians are saying that they will not stand for any redrawing of the map, that the war will go on. And the Ukrainians, they want back. And the Ukrainians can fight forever, and the Russians can't. That's the state of things. This is just like a Civ game. Well, the Ukrainians where, can't fight forever. Where, There's still a people that needs to get back to their lives. Nope, they can fight forever. This is a Civ <laughs> game. We, we are at war. Uh, we, we're being invaded. But the problem is, like, the team members all to the to the east of me are feeding me resources and manpower, and I can hold this line forever. You will have to. They they, they will hold it forever. The Russians cannot win. They can't. Uh, certainly not. The, they're doing this trickle in thing anyway. They would need to stop, pull back, and mass forces for, and, and try to come next spring. If then 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 maybe if they put you, a you think put a million men together. Like, like you have like, to remember, like Ukraine is a country. Like they need to get back to why? having letting people have they jobs don't because they have friends. Why? We're paying the bills, but those friends will not last forever. The no, Ukraine yeah, also was like big talking no. to Russia for years because they were convinced that we were going to let them in NATO, and then the U.S. You, said no dice. The, it'll stay forever. It'll we'll never stop paying this because this is a win for us. For every dollar we send over there. It costs Russia two, and that's not the exact ratio, but it might be. Yeah, but do we that. want to fight a, an infinite proxy war against yes, Russia using, our, using Ukrainian citizens? So we're just going to use Ukrainian lives to fight a war against Russia. This is and the just best feed, case like, scenario for. No, I this, don't like that. This is Uncle Sam's. Win. You don't like it, but you just get one vote. You're not Lockheed Martin. Yeah, you, you get your that's one vote. That's true. Uncle, I just Sam, like Uncle Sam is winning so fucking hard right now and nobody seems to even be talking about it uh, like Russia who cares think about the shit actual on. ukrainian people on the and, and then and then like biden has the audacity somebody propped him up to like let china know that like just so you know like we're ready to go to war over taiwan <laughs> like, like like that was an interesting pronouncement wasn't it yeah uncle sam's got some fucking balls okay uh somebody propped biden up real nice the other day to say that shit to china and and no, this thing in Russia, we want this to go on as long as possible. If this is happening five years from now, the world is a safer place for it. But that's not good for Ukrainian citizens and the people there. To basically, where are you from, Taylor? What part of Ukraine <laughs> you hail from? You know how <laughs> I am. No, I don't like us getting involved in this shit. Taylor, you're absolutely right. <laughs> like it, you don't want to use citizens point, of right? a foreign country in a proxy. We're not war using them. We're country. helping them. They can decide if they want to stop. They don't want to stop because Slavic Re really they'll decide. So there's yeah. no influence of the U.S. egging on, you know, proxy warfare if, between if, the nations. If Volodymyr uh, wants to to um, strike up a, a deal with Russia and agree to like some new battle lines, he's free to do that. He can't join NATO. And don't think of him as some pawn of the West because he's not standing for that either. Like he's doing his own thing. And he's happy to keep doing it because he wants all of his country back now. And uh, you, you can't under imagine the amount of resources that they're being pumped in there. I, I like understand. We are sending. Was it How did 40 Vietnam more? work out? I can't keep. OK, perfect example. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, a huge amount of dead Vietnamese who were used as pawns in a proxy war. That's who what I'm cares saying. about the Vietnamese. It's about Russia and the U.S., and the Soviet Union won Vietnam because of how many they made us look terrible in the national. This is a perfect. This is perfect. They embarrassed us on the national on the global stage. America's beatable. Did you guys know? What are you talking about? America's never lost a war except maybe the Civil War. No, they just lost one. Look, we did it over here in the jungle with rice paddy farmers. You can't lose a civil war. You you win in the end, right? Depends how you like look, regardless, it's which side you are on, Taylor. It's ambivalent. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I understand no, what you're saying, Kyle, and it depends on the perspective you're taking. Win like, for if your Soviets. perspective is more like we and, need and, to be distanced also from about these countries. And it's it's about culture and technology as well, or technocracy maybe is the correct word, because right now we're showing that American tech fucking shits on Soviet uh, Russian tech. It shits on it in every way that matters. I'm we're sure. showing we're showing that our like the, the special forces teams that are being given night vision they're more effective the drones that are being fed into the money that we're able to pump into it and not even care well frankly we're going through a terrible economic crisis but we're still able to fund a huge proxy war that's just shitting all yeah, we over we just got to borrow some money from china and i heard they were sending i heard they were sending uh like like t62 tanks i think those are the ones from the game that we were just talking about. Yeah, and those weren't even the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> those weren't even the good ones in that game. But no, I and I, I think Filthy understands what I'm saying. Like you it depends on the angle you're taking. If you're just talking about superiority of the US and their ability to inflict influence everywhere on earth, I understand what you're saying. If like the narrative is to be believed though that oh, we really do care on behalf of the Ukrainian people and the people in these countries that are caught in the middle of this shit, then it would stand to reason that you'd go, yeah, you know what is not good for the average Ukrainian is continuing a proxy war with fucking Russia and putting them in harm's way. What's your solution? So we should we should we should we have them be less armed so that the Russians can more quickly conquer their country? Is that what you want to do? I don't I don't know what the right move is, but I know that it's not getting involved in yet another proxy war in Korea or Vietnam or that is what Kyle suggested, not giving them the like you're like, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that it is that not giving them stuff and letting the Russians quickly topple them. I don't think the Russians would quickly topple them. The Russians seem pretty inept in this shit. And no, no, if, no, no, I mean, no, no, if they, no, if no, they no, want no. to keep fighting. We are making them. We are doing this. This look. There may be Ukrainians on the ground, but we are the intelligence and the coordination. We are spending. It's not. A, it's not just the billions that we're spending because we are. We're sending cash, money, as well as shipments of everything imaginable to fight a war. Mm -hmm. It's the infrastructure that is a trillion dollars that that generations of Americans have been putting together. That is our intelligence network our spy satellites, and the planes that we don't even know about that fly at speeds that we can't imagine and are invisible maybe even to the fucking eye at this point. Because <laughs> when's the last time we saw like cutting-edge tech? The F-35, right? They built that shit in the 90s. Yes. Like, so the cutting-edge tech you can't see. This makes perfect sense. What I'm saying is that a lot of money is being used <laughs> to coordinate the war effort in Ukraine. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Russians suddenly don't know how to fight wars, but the Ukrainians are great at it. I, mean, I, right next to each I other. understand where you're coming from, and I don't know what the right answer is. You know what I but think? I, it, it, does, like, it is bad for Ukrainians to have an active war going on for the next five years. And if it's you're saying cool. it would benefit the U.S. to have this going on for the next five, six years, I believe you because it would, by comparison, weaker, weaken Russia having a hostile state on their border much more than it would us. It'd be much easier for us to fuel that and antagonize and, and, and really put the, the screws to Russia. Good but is that is that good for Ukrainian people? No, of course it's not good for Ukrainian people. It's not good It's not about what's good. It's not about what's good. It's not about what's good for them. It's about what's better for them. Because we don't have like uh, the choice between peace and 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 war. That's not well, the decision to end. The, it, it, I'm with you. You can always try and find you a say peace. That, right? you, what you're, what, I mean, I mean, it feels it feels like you're both arguing the same problem here, right? Taylor, Taylor's over there saying this is no good for them. Kyle just responded with, "It'd be better. It's better for them than the alternative of being conquered." But there's a third alternative, which is the war gets stopped sooner, right? Yes. But mm -hmm. That's not better for the other people invested in that. By what you know? terms? So, 
by what terms? Because if if Ukraine has to cede control of all of their um, access to the, to the sea there and all of their oil fields, then they're they go from the 14th largest producer of natural gas on the planet to a third world fucking country with their biggest enemy who ju who just invaded them twice in a row in the course of <laughs> what six seven years. They now have to trust that. Okay, this think about a civ game how this would work when someone offers you peace what they really mean. They mean give me a minute. No, I'd be trying to win they with dancing and culture. They mean give me a minute because <laughs> I need my my shit's on fire right now. Give me a minute. Oh, you want my peace? way to victory. Oh yeah, dance in the streets. We'll be back in 4 years. Like like no, they need to fight this war until it's ended properly. Until maybe until Vladimir Putin is gone because that's that's an outcome that is not inconceivable. I, but I some it, some other guy will just step in and fill the vacuum. Not a crate. This is a different kind of guy. No one. They haven't done this in a while. They haven't invaded another country in a while like this. This is a little different. I thought you said they did seven years ago. Same guy. He's it's the same thing. country. The same guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm, just, I'm saying like, I like Boris. What you're saying. I don't think Boris Yeltsin would would be like you know in, invading countries and blowing up. Well, let's dig them up. <laughs> Exhume Boris Finally, Yeltsin. we're coming up with answers and not just problems. Now we're coming up with solutions. <laughs> but but in the end, like, like like I I do think that the war going on is what's best for Ukraine. I think that that their position can only improve, and that Russia's uh, position can only um, get worse. It's not like anybody's funding the Russians the way that the rest of the fucking world is funding mm -hmm. Ukraine, and the rest and and a huge portion of the world's economy is choking Russia. They're going to be forced into a situation that is can only be more advantageous to Ukraine. And don't imagine that the Ukrainians are being slaughtered by the millions or anything. They're fighting a very effective war from what all, all the reports on the internet are. Like, I mean, their lives like, have, so many millions of people's lives have been absolutely uprooted, destroyed. Like they can't return to their homes. So their let's families make Russia pay for like, like in the past when a war like this would happen, like, like the, 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 the loser would have to pay. Like, like maybe we, yeah. we pull it to Donald Trump. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he comes but, but, in. He's, he's like, we're going to build Ukraine and Russia's going to pay for it. <laughs> oh, I mean, we that, just want that would Donald. Be, we just would want be, Donald. That would be very funny. I would like that if he did uh, But come on. Everyone would be like, you lied the first time. No, no, no. What have you done? No, no, no. I, got, I got even better. We're going to rebuild Ukraine. And Mexico's going to pay for it. <laughs> now I'm on board. <laughs> and, and, and I would like it if he actually made Mexico pay for it, though. Eh, you couldn't get Mexico to pay for the wall. So we need to invade Mexico. As soon as they refuse to pay for that wall, we need to explain to them that current boundaries did not allow for an effective and safe barrier between our two countries. And so we have to invade <laughs> on the basis that we need a smaller American lives are in danger. Wall. Uh, yeah, we, because they won't control the, 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 the immigration issue. We have to do it for the betterment of our citizens to keep, to keep them safe. And there's no way to do it correctly with the current borders. So we would have to invade. We'd have to take some territory. And that is where the wall would be placed. And it wouldn't be just a wall against uh, um, illegal Mexicans. It would be a wall against all Mexicans. You That'd be what? more I, fair. I, I'm over the whole And they would thing. pay for it if they wanted to use it, if they wanted I, to come over here. Okay. I would, I would like a moat. At all. Oh, there would be a moat. A moat mm. with crocodiles all sorts, just syringes. You know Donald Trump asked for that, right? But like, all jokes aside, you know Donald Trump asked about that, right? Like, like, That's like hilarious. All he, he wanted alligators in the in the. Zach, Zach, fact check me because like that's either a, either a fever dream I had or no, that's I remember a something about that fact. too. Like I, I the thing is, like so many of these Trump things, I'm like, well, like. Um, 
I think it scores so well, stupid. though. How, I think how it scores well. Well, Woody, <laughs> what you have to remember is that any sort of barrier to entry is going to ultimately decrease the number of people that do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely Whether it's a moat it or just a... Imagine if there's a entry and might be too high in the case of crocodiles, but it would. It would reduce the... Now, we've, we've got an idea to stop the illegals. We're calling it the Hornet Mile. <laughs> it is a mile of southern Texas where we've destroyed everything. Nothing but hornets, nothing but wasps. Good Murder luck, Mexicans. Hornets. Finally, they make their plot return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out they killed all the bees. No one could have seen that coming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we've allowed the killer bees into the country specifically for this moment. They're going to be yeah. relocated to the border. Africa is not sending their best killer bees. bees. Africa is sending killer bees. They're saying <laughs> that'd be so funny. That, uh, They're like Trump racistly calls African bees killer bees, and it's like, well, <laughs> but they are killer bees. <laughs> I remember the graphic. Oh. I, what uh, would happen if you tried to put alligators in the Rio Grande? They probably would they, would they, they probably ruin the ecosystem somehow. <laughs> yeah, that, right, somehow, but you don't know for sure until you try. Yeah. What about some kind of aquatic wolf? <laughs> Ooh, a sea wolf or a sea bear, perhaps. Perhaps some sort of a hybrid between a wolf and an alligator. How you know, about a I'm series of enormous Venus flat traps? Ooh, I, I like what that. a lion. I, I like about that. Those lazy, those lexi, lazy immigrants would be taking a nap. You yeah. crawl in, <laughs> being digested. Yeah. The I was thinking the Rio Grande. If you were to inhabit it with lions and sea lions, the lions would be a way bigger problem. <laughs> they would be i guess i, I don't know if sea, sea lions are, are they even aggressive yeah i i, I oh, think i saw it's is, is that a sea lion that bit that little girl in the ass and pulled her into the water that that nah. famous little reddit gif that's always funny <laughs> like, um i think they get really big no i i would like it if our southern border was protected by all sorts of ferocious God. things i would like i would like some sort of a big mirror that's like a magnifying glass in the sky that could like beam down and burn like invaders. Yeah, I'd like, like some like, sort of Eye of Sauron, some sort of Colossus of Rhodes that's animated and and comes to life. I, I, I want it to aesthetically appear, though, to just be an enormous magnifying glass, an old-timey one. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and, and, It adds a little bit of class to the horror. But but I, I really just you know I, I'm I'm passionate about our borders and not just the southern border the the northern border too I think we should shoot any of those fuckers that that, that try to cross either border I'm either passionate way. about our eastern border the UK is coming again and I will not have it. <laughs> people think they're the done one... they're going to reconquer us they're going to try I think that we should have gotten rid of all those people on Hawaii when we conquered or bought it or whatever we did because they've just got. I don't know. I don't like They've those been people. sassy ever since, right? They've they been sassy and mm -hmm. racist, frankly. The biggest racist in this country are, are Hawaiians. I, I, I reach, brother. Preach. I, if, if, if I were president, if I were president, um, I would I would I would take them off and make it Hawaiian. illegal to be Hawaiian. I would just make want them illegal. gone. Like, like 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 I feel like we could make up a story. Like like how many people live in Hawaii? Like what is it? What is it, Zach? Like two million, three million? But it's not all Hawaiians, right? It's just the Hawaiian Hawaiian. It's you know which ones it is. It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's it, all those fucking vowels. Brown those, skin, like, overweight, gotta go. Right? There's yep. three million people in Hawaii. I thought there was. Way There's less some fat than that. tan guys, and we'll filter them out though. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> some fat tan guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. If you're if you're a roofer from Alabama on vacation, don't worry. We won't 
<laughs> you won't get sucked <laughs> right. up. One, he takes one, his one. shirt off to prove how white he is. He's got <laughs> the lines. Have you ever seen No, like, look how burned I am. See? <laughs> like, all right, let I him work. It's a one. farmer's tan. I saw a roofer one time, and his tan, to me, when I saw it, I, I was I was like a teenager, but but I remember thinking like that's like a disability that you have. Like you're so tan that you look wounded. <laughs> like <laughs> like 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 he was a different race. He had transcended into like some sort of Latin colors. You he know, was, yeah, um, progressive. How in in like the fighting world, if you spot a dude with really um, cabbage ears, I'm messing it yeah, up. Yeah, they cauliflower. Cauliflower, thank you. It, with really messed up cauliflower ears, then like it's like, oh, respect. This guy's a practitioner who's been at it for some period of time. As a lifeguard, we had people with leathery, destroyed, ugly, Ugh. ugly skin, tattoos <laughs> that look nothing like the day they got them. And it was like, uh, you know, like, they were like cauliflower ears. Like, it is, I don't want it, but I, I kind of respect what it is. Whoa, he's like a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have zinc oxide or whatever. Like, 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 I, well, people put that on their nose typically. Yeah. Maybe now sometimes I want it everywhere. Uh, you don't slather your like, no, you do. Stuff. That's that way you can spot me when I'm amongst the waves. What she called me the white terror. Stay in the shade a little more. That'll do you well. <laughs> the white tip. So I, I talked to, to Woody <laughs> before the show. I think Kyle did as well. I am a, I'm heading out. I'm going to go on a, a nighttime walk with my wife before she falls asleep on the beach. That sounds gay. It is a little gay, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so super filthy. Gay. Good talking to you. Good and you see you later, gang. Talk to see you, you Taylor. Up for the Ukrainians while you're Have gone. Fun, gay. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of Ukrainian now over here. What about the Ukrainian <sighs> people? <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, we topple a fucking revolutionary in South America every month. Get out of here. He said, what about the Ukrainian people? But I think what he really meant was, I don't like popping in every war. That's mm. He's been pretty consistent on that. He, he doesn't he really like... He also said he would flee if we were ever invaded. Like a coward. Yeah, that well, he's consistent. He doesn't want anything part of any war. Yeah, clearly. Pacifist. Pacifist. Unless you're in his parking spot. Oh, he'll fuck you up. <laughs> I don't want to be talking about it, but it's funny. <laughs> I can't lie. I'm having a hard time keeping up with this conversation. Oh, this ah, is all like PKA lore. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pulling back like five years ago. Yeah. Taylor, who is strong and built like a gorilla, he and his father pulled up to a game or a graduation or something, and there was someone who had reserved a parking spot by standing in it. I didn't know this, but apparently that is not a rule that you can do. It's not, no one, people don't respect the stand in the parking spot to reserve it rule. Okay. So Taylor picked him up <laughs> and then carried him out of the spot while his father parked. Did this person resist as Taylor was doing that? Uh, I think the person realized resistance was futile. I like, like that. You know, you can, he might've been able to struggle or whatever, but he was just going to delay his loss. Yeah. Taylor's so a, um, Taylor's a big guy. He, he even the it, like he's bigger now. Like like probably, I bet Taylor yeah. could bear hug a woman to death, <laughs> or a small child. Like, like not a big girl, but like right, a like, regular like a woman. Da- yeah, a dainty yeah. little cheerleader or something like that. I, he could he could he could bear hug her to death. It I bet he could. He would just stop him from being able to breathe. It, it'd be like um. Who's the Black Lives Matter guy that got murdered by the cops when they kneeled on his chest? That's the comparison we're making. Which one? 
<laughs> I forget. Floyd, maybe is George Floyd the good guy or the bad guy? He's the bad guy. He's a good guy. So George Floyd was the guy, the guy that got killed. Some of them are bad guys. I didn't realize this was a like a extreme inebriation episode. We, no, we make <laughs> distinctions here between the good people the cops kill and the bad people the cops kill, and the people the cops are so afraid of. I wasn't sure if he was the cop or the victim when I said that, but but in any case, I. Oh. Uh, so George Floyd got kneeled on, couldn't breathe, and died. They, I think, and uh, Taylor could do that to a cheerleader. Oh fuck yeah, he could. Oh, if Taylor stomped the cheerleader, he'd break her in half. He could do it with a hug. Oh, I, I got him some fridge magnets. They uh, this <laughs> <laughs> follows entirely. Stomp the cheerleader, fridge magnets. Go on. Yeah, yeah, mm. I got him these fridge mag magnets. Um, I gotta pull up my. Uh, Are they for Colorado? Colorado. I, I don't know how you team you follow. Oh no, that's mean. I, 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 I've thought about a few spike gifts. Um, <laughs> one of my spike gifts, I still might do it. So I'm glad he's not here, but <clears throat> I'm thinking about on Etsy. There's this, there's this person who does like leather work and okay. he makes these really nice weightlifting belts and uh, you can get it in the back and get it personalized. And uh -huh. I'm going to, I was thinking about getting like, like the nicest weightlifting belt he definitely owns. It would now be. And, but then on the back, it says from Kyle in huge letters. Like that's all it says. <laughs> It's like a um, from that. That's what uh, Dwight did in the office when he gave Michael's uh, a really nice jersey, <laughs> like a hockey jersey. He was like, "Oh yeah!" And he turns around and says, "The name is from Dwight." And it's just music. <laughs> no, I found I, these uh, from that six hundred like pound life, that six hundred pound life TV show that he watches, mm -hmm. and it's like magnets of the doctor with his quotes. He's like, "You you could have they go in your fridge. You could have easily lost thirty pounds this month, or <laughs> you're not gonna starve." Or who is your enabler? <laughs> so I'm getting in those fridge magnets. He'll like that. Um, I lost my train of thought on Taylor. Spike gifts. Spike. Oh, oh. What if the weightlifting belt said "juicy" like right above his oh. ass? I don't know. I like it. Oh, he would like that though. It's gotta spell be his name wrong. Toilers are a good. That's a degenerative name. I like it. That would be annoying to look at your own name spelled incorrectly. Mm hmm. <laughs> Can't or like the wrong letter capitalized, like like oddly in the middle, like 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 just the like like T A, just the O is capital. Just make it look <laughs> awful. I'll get on this. Mm, this will be fun. Magnets are on the way though. So filthy, still doing the Twitch thing is your primary job. Still doing the Twitch thing is my primary job. Do you, how do you like it? Goes up and down. Uh, kind of. I don't feel like necessarily stuck in it, but it, it's been what I've been doing. So like the change of direction would be a lot of effort, I think. So to like go back, like what would I do? Like if I stopped randomly, I would just like go back to school. I'd look for something else kind of deal. You know, it's like it's got a lot of momentum at this point. So it has its ups and its downs. I, I like lots of parts of it, but parts of it I'm kind of bored of, sick of, tired of kind of, you know, it can be a bit of a trap, you know, like like I don't know, I'm looking at Wings of Redemption kind of it's like it's not what he wants to do. But he hasn't been developing any other skill sets over the past 12, 14 years. Yep. So you know, it's the best choice he has. And and I think that's super common. Like even on even as you rise up, like, yeah, it's a, and, and the lifestyle is you sit there and don't like it when you're doing it every day. You're like, man, this room is just a depression chamber with blackout curtains, and I play this game six, eight hours a day. But then you're like, well. I mean, what, what would I do otherwise? Go to some office in a cube and sit there eight, ten hours a day? Yeah, and, and I, I think complained about it's better. And there's things about that you can adjust, right? So 
for example, I can't do the one game over and over and over again. Cause mm-hmm. for me that, that starts to get into that border of, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well go to a fucking office job. At least I'll learn something, do something else about it. Right. So okay, you, you try to, you try to get it, you try to adapt it. So it, it sits a little bit better with you, right? You do the things you're interested in. You shape the community in a way that you're interested in. You try to be engaged with some stuff that isn't just that you build your rest of your life that you're doing interesting things, that kind of stuff. Right. How do you shape a community? I've never done that. My do community it. is shaped like a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's if that's the mentality you want in there. Like you, you do it through moderators. You do it through the tone you set. You do it through what you allow and you don't allow. You do it through what you take offense at, what you you act react to. You know, you do it through all of those things. You set the tone, right? Like this is, for lack of a better term, I, it's a dictatorship. I get to do whatever the fuck I want on that channel. And uh, again, that's the difference. Our moderators hate me. <laughs> so, well, but but I set my mods and I can demote any mod I don't like. If it does start do doing shit, yeah. Now they demoted me. It's a very inverse system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like you set up the relationship you want. You're the no. bottom in that relationship. I don't know why. <laughs> that's that's fine. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it. Going forward, it, the longer I do it, though, the more it becomes clear that some things will drive me nuts and some things won't. And I don't want those things part of this channel. And if I don't, I mean, it's like everything else in my life. Right? If you don't proactively go after it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna end up that way, right? You just wait for it to fucking happen. It never happens ever. So, cool. yeah. do you get caught up in your numbers? Like, if you're not growing yep. month over month, and how yep. do you manage that? Like, what do you think? Ups and downs emotionally for that, in part, but also uh, you, you know, you try to get the perspective, right? Like. For me as a variety streamer, like I just had, a, I just came off a couple months of Battle Brothers, which is a big thing on my channel. So I'm hitting like, you know, 14, 1500 viewers in channel concurrently regularly for that during that. It is great. And now I'm playing another game that isn't Battle Brothers and I'm hitting 300, 400 concurrent viewers. And you're right. It's a fucking, it's a big up for that moment. And it's a big down when you come off of that. And like last year was a shitty year for me. So financially last year was a, the worst year I've had in a couple of years. And Again, like you look at that, some point you set your exit structure, you go, okay, if I can't hit this, I'm going to leave kind of deal. But otherwise you ride it out, right? Because what else do you do for that? So you didn't fall into playing Battle Brothers forever? I get the game right, I hope. I can't. I just cannot emotionally do that. I And you just won't be happy. Well, but that's that's the trade-off, right? It's like, where are my boundaries drawn for that? Like, what am I willing to put up with at that? And it turns out, not, not surprisingly, being who I am, there's there's a pretty finite limit to what I'm going to put up with that. So I'll come back to it when there's good content, when new DLCs release, that will, when it makes the game fresh and alive enough for me, I'll do it. And I probably do it a little bit longer than I would do it on my own if I was just playing mm-hmm. on my own time kind of deal, because you're right, the numbers are driving that, but I can't. If I do that indefinitely, I will drive myself insane and I would rather be doing something else if that's the case. It just isn't worth it for me. Yeah, that's interesting because I think a lot of content creators stick with the game after they're done with. I would suspect most of the people playing too. Escape from Tarkov right now aren't in love with the game. Right oh, now. how could you be? Yeah, how could you still be? Right. So they're just going to work every day, suffering, and they might like it at the beginning of a wipe. They might like it when there's a new map for some short period of time, and then. Uh, I mean, granted. They have more fun than we do because they're better than us. Mm. So, like, like I can imagine. I don't agree. I, Let I, me lay out my case. Okay. If you're twice as good as me, you are only happy if you do at least twice as well as me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I've been good at games and, and like, oh, fuck. Like, a 5KD that game, I mean, that's good, but it's it doesn't get me what I need. 
you know, I'm not uploading a 25 and five game. Well, I would, but fuck you. <laughs> but like, you know, like that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be getting these 30 and twos, fifties and twos. Um, so even a guy who's much better than me, I don't think he's having more fun. I think his standards are high. Well, I think we'll see. They've got a whole different, you know, they're streaming it or whatever. So it's, ah, I don't know. I, I think landmark just has like way more fun than I do when I play that game. Like, 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 he, Landmark was, goes in a raid, kills two or three people, gets out, and he's like, "Nothing happened there." Like that's not what I'm looking. For. <laughs> I didn't clear. Yeah, but it's not I had, I had experience super hard with Eve. Like you get this point of um, every experience needed to be better than the one before, and you run out of things you can do in a game. You know, you get up to you win. I, ha- I had a, I have it on footage somewhere. Like I have it on my YouTube somewhere. I, I won a ten v one in Eve versus ten players versus me a 10v1 in this game right and it's a it's a strategy space game so it's not all fucking twitch reflexes kind of deal right right when this 10v1 how do you best that right like, you hit that kind of mark there and like if if all your experiences are only defined again by surpassing that mark then the higher and higher percentage of your experience is just not going to be that that's what i think happens do you yeah. agree with me like if you win a 4v1 now are you like well i mean that was good but Thankfully, I haven't played that game in a long time. But yes, that kind of thing happens. This is part of why I think, for me, at least the way I engage with games, at some point, I've done it all in that game. And even in multiplayer, you get there. Multiplayer makes it a lot longer of an experience. There's a lot more fighting back. There's a lot more adapting of the opponent. But at some point, you get to a point, you go, I've done it. I've been there. I've done that. That's not interesting to me anymore. That doesn't trigger the same interest in the game for me. It doesn't make me finish the game, put it down, thinking about strategies and like live in that moment again. It's time to move on. And that Not everyone needs to have fun at their job i kind of i think it's interesting i don't even know if it's good or bad it could probably be good that you are unwilling to not enjoy your job i think this job is a weird one for that because i and maybe it's in part because of size right like i'm not sitting here on some multi-million dollar channel right like i'm not sitting here where like every where if i log into league of legends again today you know, my sponsor comes up to me tomorrow and says, hey, for a two-hour slot, we'll give you 50K or 100K or some ridiculous number, right? Like, I'm a much smaller channel than that. So, the I think there's probably, it's probably, you know, it's what is your what is your cost? What are you worth? What is your buyout point? And probably this has not reached that level in my career for that, where it just feels like this one in particular, I can't, I don't fake well. I'm just not good at that, personality-wise. You but know, I, I think you're saying if the money was really big, I would... Do it, th- even though I didn't want to. I think but it's it a scale goes thing. the other way too. Like, how much bottom? are you pushing on that scale, right? So, like for me, the cost of change is a significant portion of my viewers. It's, it's a chunk of money. It's a big amount of money in my life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not the same pressure on the scale. I think that some of these big content creators have if they change. I think it's I, pressure at the bottom too. Like, like I'm not talking about you and specifically here, but if I'm barely scraping by. I can't take a downward trend. I have to pull it to do this. I don't thing. understand how but, those. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But this isn't, but this is, I don't feel like I only have Twitch as an option to do something. It would be a pain in mm-hmm. the ass to change my career. Like, you know, I would have to figure out, I'd have to figure out what the fuck I wanted to do. Then I have to go back and do some degree of training for that in all likelihood, you know, even if it were refresher on the stuff that I already have degrees in or whatnot. But I don't feel trapped in Twitch. I'm not sitting here going like it's this or nothing. Mm-hmm. And perhaps that would be more of, of a case if that were true. So for me, part of this goes, I'm doing this oh. because this is something I chose and want to do. And I want to keep shaping that experience and moving that experience better towards that. But I could leave. I could walk away from it if I had to, right? I see. That's the difference. I think so. Yeah. Uh, shit, I don't know. I, 
I don't think I played Minecraft longer. I'm sorry, not Minecraft. Uh, Call of Duty longer than I wanted to. Mm. I think something better came along and like crushed it probably, for me. Probably played it more often than we wanted to at times. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I remember um, I was uh, I was playing free for alls and uh, I was in my chopper gunner like trying to get the nuke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was in the game chat talking to the guy and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get this nuke. The last game, somebody killed me when I was in the chopper gun. He's like, "Oh, for real?" It's like, "Well, get it, buddy." And he like, I, you'd see him like run out of his hiding spot, and I like mow him down. I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Thank you so much, Thank you so much." Like, because like, the previous game, I had been, you know, somebody just found my body operating the thing and killed me and cut. Oh, so to get the nuke, but yeah, it was. There was a lot of times where it's like, "God damn it, I just want to get this thing done. I don't want to. I don't want to play this game mode even. I don't want to. Yeah. I want to play by myself." I want to go like play with my friends and actually have fun at the game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it happens so, in mid session for me sometimes. I'll be playing the game and mid session I'll hit that wall and I'll be like, I don't want to play this game anymore. And and it's and, and it's for me is nearly instantaneous. And again, I don't fake well, so I, I can maybe push it like through the end of that session if I'm lucky. You know, maybe I'll try something like I do a lot of um, challenge runs or modded runs or community challenge this type of shit because I'm trying to make it interesting and fresh for me because is at this- some point it won't. Which game is this we're talking about right now? Oh, okay. So, like, you know, like I have a bunch of ages ago, I did Darkest Dungeon challenge runs with Battle Brothers. I've done challenge runs or different origins or self restrictions or this type of stuff. Because at some point, it just, I don't do well with the same again, like inevitably. And some people seem to be fine with that. Like, uh, I talked to, I have a buddy of mine, Jorbs, who's a bigger streamer than me, who does Slay the Spire and has been doing Slay the Spire for three or four years now. That game's a great game. I probably got 600 hours of content in it. And he's probably, he's probably over 5K hours on that, right? So that game for me, it would be mind-numbing. He described it as for him, and who knows, you know, there could be some bullshit in here, but maybe not too, right? He described it as a perfect game for him. It's not about even the hmm. individual parts of the game, parts of the game anymore. He likes the chillness of it. He likes the likes the way the mechanics are built, likes the difference between the runs. You know, I couldn't do that. So maybe there's some personality in there too. But for me, it's just like at some point I hit a wall in a game and it's time to move on. And if I don't I- I can keep doing the same mechanic almost forever as long as they give me like a new aesthetic to go along with it. Like I need new maps <clears throat> and, um, and and new places to explore and uh, and just new shit to go along with it. Like like with Vermintide, like we would just grind that game every fucking day. And the only thing that got that got old, it wasn't killing rats. That never got old. It was I'm just really tired of this map. Like we played this map three times today. It's like, yeah, we've been playing it for eight fucking hours. That's the rotation. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we played all the maps today. It's um, a limiting of options for me. I don't want to do the same thing for the same reasons with the same outcomes repeatedly. You know, so like the games that have a lot of depth, what they but what they've offered are lots of different ways to an objective, right? And this is why Civ was so long on my channel for so such a long period of time because it's it's a free-for-all, which was a really dynamic situation. There's a lot of shit that changes with six players in there, all human, all of varying degrees of skill, all of chasing different objectives, which weren't always to win, you know, especially when you're playing with streamers. So managing that, and then a, mecha- a game that was fairly complicated in terms of the number of mechanics going on and the number of different things you could do in that game with also additional human modding, right? So that kept that game lively for me for a long time like single player Civ. i never even liked fucking single player Civ. you know i have like maybe like five or six like full runs on youtube of single player Civ, and that's it that's about all i could stand in that game for single player because Mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't the path to victory was so linear and so one-dimensional so when i hit yeah yeah and Civ and Civ five there are lots of ways to win in Civ five 
the higher the difficulty, which is inevitably what your audience wants to see. Right. So God forbid, like I get some Battle Brothers pushback on this. God forbid you play anything except the highest difficulty on all of the settings for that, which is fine, except when the game isn't fucking balanced for that, right? Mm-hmm. When you when it becomes a lot of times games when you put pressure on them of uh and sometimes you see this in single player, but a lot of times in multiplayer, but certainly single player when you turn up the difficulty. If the difficulty gets really, really, really high. A lot of times what happens is the route to victory shrinks and shrinks and shrinks to a very, very straight path. And what that's is it? Super boring. In Civ, how do you in Civ it's population for science, um, small traditions so you don't piss off a bunch of AI, uh, population for science, science gets you to space, space is your cheapest victory, quickest victory to get out of there. That's, that's the basic summary for that. So, okay. So yeah. You don't want to grind against the AI in a never-ending war forever. No, especially when the AI has stacked production, like they have a bunch of cheater bonuses, right? Their stuff costs less. It, you know, it doesn't. It's not as impactful. They start ahead. You're always behind to begin um, with. That's part of the difficulty, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So players is more interesting because you start on flat foot. You know, you start on a, a flat footing with everybody. So now what? And especially like free for alls. You know, like because free for alls. Attack guilty. He's a streamer. Yeah, that, that's, that's certainly right. a part of it. So how do you set up a game where like I'm not playing optimally? If I'm playing single player, I play differently when I play multiplayer. Multiplayer is a lot about surviving the stupidity of the people around me or yep. at least the – yeah. So, <laughs> Which was funny because we, Kyle and I played a game one time uh, and Civ uh, – I streamed this, right? And I think there were – and there was a bunch of PKA fans in there. And it was like – and like – my, my audience is like, oh, Kyle's just getting away with like having everyone attack you and you're like acting like he's friendly with you. And I'm like, I know this is happening, but I can't do anything about it. If four people are stupid enough to throw their game into attacking me and he's going to sit back and win on that, all I can do is make, you know, I can attempt to make them see the light. They don't see the light. I'm fucked. So be it. You know, I'll spend them off and kill them. You're never going to convince them that like, dude, dude. I know you've put everything into those catapults, but it's not worth it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like what you really mean is like, you should quit. <laughs> like, yeah. You should quit. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I do think about that a lot, Woody. And this last year has been really a shitty year for me, um, streaming wise. So, like, it's been in my head a lot about what do you do with that? What do you do with the highs of streaming? What do you do with the lows of streaming? You know, and, and I, 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 all I, there's not a clean answer, right? You can buffer it a little bit. You know, you can, you can, it's like everything else in life. You build a support network of other things. So you don't, you don't put all of your personality and all of your life into that because if that's your only dimension that matters to you, you're fucked when that tanks, right? If that has a dip, all your ego goes with that. All your personality construct goes with that, right? So true. Also, I mean, if it's anything like my Twitch, they're naturally draining, right? They're just there. Like when I play games, they try to trick me. They try to get me, <laughs> try to get me to read things that that you know would get you in trouble for reading out loud, and uh, you just do that all night, every night, you know, six hours, a couple times a week, and after a while, you're like, yeah, nah. You That's know. not my experience. Funnily, it's and again, I wonder yeah. if this channel, like the channel culture, like you know, you you run in addition to your Twitch, you do PKA, and PKA has some of that element of it, right? Like I barely the, do Twitch, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, sorry, but to put it in perspective, you're not, that's not your only thing that you're on the internet for. And there's a different culture that comes along with the PKA stuff. You read the PKA Reddit, it seems like the PKA Reddit really doesn't like PKA very much. You know, <laughs> large. So, I don't think they do. I don't know. Yeah, which is a weird thing from a from a viewer base. But, you know, for for my channel, it's like, it? fine. Yeah, I think so. I don't I want bet that. if I went to the Joe Rogan subreddit, they'd rip him right now, too. But I don't want that shit. Like, and yeah. I don't have to take it. I'm in a fucking dictatorship. Like, I literally can ban people for no reason whatsoever, except I don't want them there. You know, like, that's a pretty powerful tool for shaping the people you're interacting with. Right? Mm. 
Brand filthy for being here. And it will it will drain the shit out of you for sure. If it, every if every interaction is some guy trying to be a dick to you, fuck yeah, it's draining. That's miserable long term, yeah. right? Like, I don't. I made that. the internet kind of read only for me. Well, in things that are about me, you know. Not sorry, that I, don't I don't understand read only. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a computer science file system thing. You, you read, write, execute. So, I will. I guess I, I said it wrong. It's write only. I create. That's, that makes more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm I don't. Like, well, I would read uh, only. Help you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're completely right. Uh, but you know, like, I try to stay away from a lot of the things people say about me because you can't make it better. You can't improve it. You know, you're not going to change the internet's mind. That that's pretty rare. Um, so just take it in small doses. Don't read. It I was a. Uh, I've been on this subreddit that's. Um... Home gyms. Garage gym sucks. Like, like whoever's running the garage gym subreddit, you need me to come in and fucking take your keys away, bro, because you, your fucking subreddit blows. You're, you're bad at your job. But the home gym subreddit, I look on there for inspiration. And, uh, you know, like, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe this lighting would be good or this flooring or like uh, there's instances where maybe there's a little bit of gap between the flooring and the wall, like the different things people do for that. Uh, I've been looking at. And then this one guy's like, almost done. What do you guys think? And I click it, and this motherfucker has like a warehouse. <laughs> it's like he's legitimately got, I'm going to call it 3,000 fucking square feet of open square feet, square, square, uh, of open space, what perfectly lit with industrial LEDs. And he, he has a different machine for every exercise. Forget adjusting anything. Mm. Everything is its own machine. It, it's it's one tiny step below a commercial gym that you would go and pay a membership. Did to. you see the owner? Not in that photo. I did not. Yeah, I wanna, does he look like Juju Mufu or Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, you see that. So there's a lot of YouTubers who are into this. Um, I, I, I don't remember people's names, but there's like a couple. Uh, the the girls get you know they're both fit. The girls have got big old fat ass, and and the, and the dude's mm-hmm. nice. Are they kind of funny? And they're downstairs, and they have wood in the walls. There's one part where um, I think. He told her to do proper bench press or something, so she showed up in like a cocktail dress, like 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 like, like she wanted to dress properly for. for oh the, Jesus! Yeah, and, 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 and since she's she's like benching, like like in this like nice like I don't know like a bridesmaid type like like mm-hmm. fancy dress. Anyway, um, sounds hard. People like the, it really is. Um, yeah, and uh, big ass. And so, like, the, I've noticed that people like that who are like, that's their living, that's a YouTube channel or whatever, they'll have those kick ass, crazy gyms that where they've like, they've got a big shed out back. Shed's the wrong building. They've got a facility in their backyard with hmm. like either peaked roofs or just flat, like a regular gym. And they've got everything. And, and I don't think those companies really sponsor. Like, like, I don't think Titan like hooks people up with free gear. Um, it doesn't seem like that very much. I think maybe with the big, I bet Coop. Gets a ton of free shit, but I, I yeah. bet that doesn't sprinkle down to everybody. I I would tend to agree. I I hear the buildings you describe, like Juju Mufu's building, right? Yeah. Now he is is so good and so extreme. I, I'll say it's better than mine. But if you were to take that, dial it back a bit, and give it shitty HVAC, I'd take my room instead. I, I value that fucking air conditioner as much as any other piece in the gym. Yeah. The first thing I'm gonna do. Uh, is insulate. I think this uh, this place has insulated garage doors, so I'm already mm. step ahead there. Yep. Do you have a place um, picked out already? Uh, I've already got the place. I'm moving oh, nice. very soon. Um, Did you say? Have you said on show what state that is? No, okay. not necessarily. Okay. Just moving on up. 
<laughs> anyway, they um, I'm in that that's our that's insulated, and I'm going to find a way to refrigerate it. Uh, I don't know what that's going to involve. I need to look at the place a little bit more carefully because I didn't give a shit about anything. I just I was like, what I needed to know what the garage looked like, what the kitchen looked like, what the bathroom looked like, and the bedroom that I was going to be like sleeping in. And I like I don't really care about anything else. So. It looks like it's gonna be perfect, though. I just need to get it refrigerated. You've got some kind of crazy air conditioner, right? Like, what's that? It's thing just a got? mini split. Yeah, they're oh, pretty okay. common now. They're you probably know what a mini split is. And little thing outside pops through the wall. It's maybe a high-end, like window unit type thing, but it goes it's installed in the wall. And it's like, great. Right now, what I do, like an hour before I'm gonna work out, I open the the door to the garage, and I put, <laughs> I literally put like a squirrel fan over there that's like 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 blows the air mm-hmm. from the garage into the house to like circulate it, and I I use the house to cool it down, and uh, that works well enough so that I don't get sweaty out there, but I would like it to be cold. Yeah, you know, people are like sometimes it's like oh, I haven't showered yet today, and like but you worked out, you must be gross. No. No, it was 67 degrees in my gym. <laughs> I have a hard it. time working out without breaking a sweat. I, I, um, well, you're working hard, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spending time in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to buy the rest of my equipment because obviously I don't want to buy stuff and then have to move it. Dude, I do I do weird fucking uh, hygiene stuff with this uh, jujitsu. Like, I'm like showering before going. Because yeah, I'm like, good. Because, because you spend like, about half my time is directly underneath someone and maybe mm-hmm. like a tenth of that time is like moves where they're like straddling my head. And I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't want to be in the position where I've got like real fucking like I haven't bathed my balls in like three weeks and I've been doing a lot of sweating and I'm just like plopped down on this guy's that's, head. It feels really rude. How many geese so, do you have? I have I have one. We're going to two soon though. So uh-huh. We, it's we, a we, lot we, of washing. We, we we wash it once a week. We wash it on Friday, so that I go. Oh, three you don't wash your gi between classes. Fuck no. Oh, can me? I wash my gi between every class. I don't wash gi. I I, I bathe before going to jujitsu. I don't wash so, my gi. So I did. So I, I thought currently it's white with blood marks all over it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so I don't think there's a way to wear a gi without feeling pretentious for me personally. Yeah, I don't um, like it either. But but um, but it's it, it. I don't know. It's like it'd be like it'd be like if you were taking like cooking classes and you put one of them cartoon ass chef hats on. I've internalized it. Boyardee motherfucker on your head, and you're like. My internalization of the gi is that because I'm like this thing sucks, and like and because <laughs> of course also like as someone who's never I've never done anything like this organized before you know i had a younger brother but that was when i was fucking like 14 or something you know we be wrestling kind of deal not like you know i've never done like high school wrestling never done call it any of this shit right so it's really weird to have the gi used as something to control my movements and mm-hmm. it really throws you the fuck off too so mentally kyle to your point i now internalize the gi as it's like training with a backpack full of fucking rocks right mm-hmm. like it's a strong like cord or belt around me that people can use for purchase that fucks up all my stuff but it's only going to make me stronger having gotten used to dealing with that bullshit while it's happening that's how i, I internalize so. that because i hate it too <laughs> so I, I i the place that i trained at was was no gi and uh and that just seemed to me like like first of all i didn't have to buy anything i liked that because i always feel like martial arts places are often a scam to sell you equipment anyway like like, like they just want to sell you some fucking I remember I took karate as a kid and I remember, I remember the whole outfit that I had to put on, you know, there was the, <laughs> the headgear and the gloves. And I think there was, the, there was definitely like foot patty things. And of course now we need a, a, a fucking punch. There was a whole bunch of shit we bought 
and I think I went to like two karate classes ever. <laughs> like, like I did not learn karate. Let's put it that way. Structures like that too, right? Like for at least this place, it's kind of like it has the, the standard gym structure kind of stuff, right? Like mm. tell them ahead of time if you're going to cancel, otherwise it's a monthly recurring. The prices are kind of like pay more. If you pay more upfront for longer, it's a lower rate per month kind of deal. So mm. I do get some of that vibe, but like, I'm kind of interested in this. I've been enjoying it. I, 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 I'm, I don't like the injuries. Like I'm coming out with too many injuries over time and it's impacting my ability to go back. I don't really mind being the bitch of this for a while. Like I, I can take that for a while. Right. Like, but I like the, it's been it's been a nice replacement for climbing for me. It's been is a bit I, I can see how later the intellect will be involved in this, right? Like I'll be thinking about this. The moment it's kind of like, I'm in this position, I know what position it is. I have no fucking idea what to do and I'm screwed. You know, but like later on it will be like, I'll get that that moment and I'll and presumably I'll have some thought, well, I can attack this here. I can try to move here. I can try to transition to that. Mm-hmm. I like that idea from it, you know, while being physical. Should, so you should take up boxing instead, and then maybe you could fight a, a Twitch streamer next year. <laughs> it would be good for my channel, but I'm not so sure I wish to be struck repeatedly. No, you, you it's know, bad enough fi- being choked. So. I, I Guilty likes his intellect. Let's take it from him. Uh, <laughs> Let's get him into boxing. Yeah. Boxing's Let's, the thinking man. Knock his head around. <laughs> yeah, at first, <laughs> yeah. and then it hopefully gets instinctive before you lose the ability to think. I can't yeah. believe her. I still can't believe Harley did that thing. That's that 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 he was did so fantastic. Ridiculous. He yeah. really did. Although. He's so much goddamn bigger. Like, what'd you expect, right? Like, like I feel like, like coming away from it, I was like, all right. He he managed to somehow like not make a negative of this at all. Like, it's all positives, and he didn't look bad at all. Like, like it, mm-hmm. you couldn't. It, it, it's real hard for someone who's not a boxer and not an athlete to to be told to get shirtless in a ring and fight somebody. And then I next like that months. he called out Doctor Disrespect. Now he's calling him Doctor Mister. Doctor disrespect because he's ducking yeah. him, but he intentionally called out someone who wouldn't say yes. Of course, <laughs> like me calling out Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's not gonna beat me in the ring. No, of course not. No, that was the whole point of it. I don't think he wants to fight anybody else. I don't think he wants to be a fighter, um, but that I was think cool. He has another guy lined up. He d- he didn't tell me who, but remember he said it. He mentioned something about that. Yeah, or, yeah. or said that he had an offer at, at least, mm. uh, something like that. Um, no, that was really great. Um, I'm glad that they stopped it for he hurt that guy because I feel like he could have <laughs> if it kept going. Who's the big guy that um, Taylor loves so much? The comedian who trained him. Oh, oh. Um, a fucking officer maggot. <laughs> um, um, it's it, it's slipping my mind. I can't think of his name. I can't remember his name either. In any case, Sam, Sam Hyde. Hyde. Thank you, Zach. So Sam Hyde, they say, is going to be in the next one. That's what Harley said. That's really interesting to me. Plus, I genuinely believe that iDubbbz doesn't like Sam Hyde. They're the kind of enemies. Yeah. Is iDubbbz going to set Sam Hyde up with a position where it's very hard to win? I, you get I don't, Mike Tyson. Well, 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 he's not gonna get Mike Tyson. No, um, I mean, that's, I, I don't know who from like that streaming or YouTube ish like where I don't know who they're gonna draw from that is scarier to me than Sam Hyde. I hear you. I I don't know either. They gonna get Derek to go fight him? Like, like what are they gonna do? <laughs> Derek be scarier, and Derek's big too, right? Derek's like six five. Derek's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Derek versus Sam Hyde. God, I'd pay for that. Yeah, buy right. that pay per view. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get on. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Derek will be 
totally natty for this. <laughs> <laughs> Derek would, would not at all get back to his old routine. Oh, know, man. Just, <laughs> come in there on so this. I'll, I'll come in on of so each. much EPO. <laughs> yeah. You'd have his like genius podcasting friends put together some crazy cocktail They've that got would make Derek's the Russian entire blush. blood supply in a centrifuge somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's being hyper oxygenated. <laughs> just jumping jacks. Never wears out. <laughs> He's sleeping on trying to level doping for this. Yeah, no that that uh, that that's uh, the only person that would pop into my mind. That's even like I don't I wouldn't consider it the same community by any means, but like a gigantic strong person. Because um, man, Sam is so big and scary. Yes, yeah. and crazy too. Like I think that's part of it. That, that like he seems like he likes to hurt people, or at least likes to box. Yeah. And and uh, I don't you know. You phrased it well because that like that's that I was thinking of as Derek's weakness. He's really not crazy. <laughs> he's yeah. not insane yeah. at all. He's kind of rational. I I bet right now he's like, would you guys just stop talking? I don't want to fight anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I am I am making a trillion a year on gorilla mine. You think that I want to get into a ring? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, pick up your lock and load over on gorilla mine. Okay. Big mm-hmm. sale. Which ten percent probably. I mean, it's a bargain at any price. Uh, people are saying that. That's true. I, uh, when How's the offered... feedback? You get a testimonial? Milky. <laughs> no, the, the feedback is, is very, very positive and oftentimes hilarious. The, uh, the, the, the feedback's great. Um, we didn't need those samples, but we appreciate <laughs> it nonetheless. But they'll um, get right to the lab. The lab is Taylor, I believe. They tasted awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, apparently, um, it's, it's really catching on. I went to a sex, <clears throat> a sex shop the other day and I saw their bullshit pills and I just kept thinking like, I wish we were in here. I know it's not like more, there's not a lot of money to be made beyond that shelf in that sex shop, but like, there's a bit of like legitimacy that I, I would feel like I've made it. If my yeah. pills were over there on the shelf, right next to the poppers and the, and, and the butt plugs, I, I would like that. And Kyle, you haven't had much of any sort of career before this, right? Like that would really be a benchmark in your life. Yeah, this would be yeah. it. This would be a high yeah. point. For high me. point. Yeah. I tell my dad about. I already told my dad about the cum pills. Um, I don't think I told him I was in the jizz biz per se. I tell but, everyone uh, I'm in the cum pill biz. I tell them I'm a jizz biz mogul. It's what I end it okay. with. Okay. I tell them actually. I, I've told this story did a lot. You, you did it. It ends with. You are in the presence of a jizz biz mogul. Yeah, I'm a pre-com pioneer. We're we're getting after it over here. We uh, <laughs> we're very cutting edge stuff. Um, anyone who like it, see, it's great on so many levels. For one thing, we made the label just silly enough that it makes a good gag gift. Mm. So like, even if you're not literally trying to make your loads bigger, if you just think it's a funny like gift to give your dad, it is. Uh, so I see a lot of people buying them like that, especially at Christmas. We people will buy like 15 bottles and uh and send them to everybody but um a lot of people are just like blown away by the fact that they come so much now that it's shocking and funny and, <laughs> i uh, find it to be uh, mentally addictive like the internet right it's not literally addictive but like the idea of just shooting regular person loads is not cool to me no no i wouldn't want to be demoted i wouldn't feel like an american <laughs> it's still sold out. What, what, Zach, when does it get back on the shelves? I don't want to blow sold some... out. What was yeah. the wait? We're yeah. sold out of lock and load. 
Yeah. Can I, can I ask what, the, what, was that, what was that run? What is this selling out like? There was like one bottle that says, no, what, what is this? What is, it was a 20,000 bottle run. 20,000 yeah. bottles of that sold out? Well, That's the first incredible. run was 10,000 bottles and it sold out too. So that we did 20,000 next time around. They say end of May it'll come back. So it should be any day. My God. You get a All sense right. of it from that, don't you? That's well, hilarious. We're the Jizz Biz, boys. So stock up <laughs> while you can. Uh, we're the which top will be of the, the Jizz Biz. May, which will be at the end of May. Um, no, it's a uh, it's fantastic product. I tell everybody, like, like in my personal life, I'm like, this stuff works. Like, like, like it actually does. And no, you can't have any. I don't know how to give you a code. Harley, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to facilitate that. I probably should. But uh, I didn't say I was a... good at the jizz biz. I just said I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every guest should be getting like a care package with like a bottle of pills. And, I've been like, on this show how many fucking times now, and I haven't had a bottle of this yet. What is nobody what is going has on here? It. We, again, like, we I'm don't telling, have I'm, any way of facility. Look, look, I'm, look, I'm look, gonna put that if, in next time. If, chiz I mean, messages look, me. Like, hey, like, filthy, I, do you want to be on the show? Here, I'll be like, like hold well. your hand out. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I, <laughs> If you want me to go any harder than that, then like you're asking for a lot. I, the plates are expired on my car. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, like I have May 9th is my birthday. Look, Kyle, I would never have thought you were competent enough to do this. I will talk to you <laughs> next time. Just doesn't, doesn't know how to get you lock and load. You got to talk to me. No, but I can be a pain in the ass next time he wants me I'm, on. I'm the I'm the ambassador of come over here, okay? I'm the I am the gateway. I, I I could probably make it happen if you really do want some. Um, the the way to do that would be to like send an email. I was so angry as a Taylor. child. As a child masturbating, I was so fucking angry when I started coming. Like it was mm. so much worse for cleanup than masturbating <laughs> pre pre cum. So I'm I don't know. Like, is this something? Is this an upgrade? It sounds kind of like a downgrade. Well, your Wait, orgasm you masturbated before you could orgasm. No, something? I could orgasm, but it's before that your body was old enough to produce ejaculate. I didn't know about this. I yeah. did as well. Yeah, and it was a fucking pain in the ass going towards making a mess before not going to making a mess. So I didn't mind. I was like, I'm a big boy now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like. It. I knew what it was, but yeah. didn't like it. And it was like at first, it was like literally a drop of cum. <laughs> yeah, and then look at us today. Over 10 milliliters <laughs> per load. <laughs> That's right. Not over. It's literally nine and a half milliliters per load. You don't even understand. I, I know we're Americans, so that's not like reaching across the table, maybe. Right. Let me, let me see if I've got a syringe handy anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Of course, you have a syringe handy in arm's reach of the camera. Like, one of these full is three milliliters. We're talking about three <laughs> times. Three times this. Okay. Wow. That's that's quality load. It's an enormous it's, load. Why and would I, you want to do less than that? Pussies. Have I ever told you? Do you know how I like got <laughs> it's not the, even for sale? Do you know how I got the measurement, filthy? No. No, so do I want I, to know? I masturbated into a condom. So the answer was no. <laughs> and, then, and then i held the condom like this you know and i i stuck the the, the syringe in and i drew out the cum until i had three milliliters and then i disposed of it because that's disgusting and hopefully I, you did this on camera and this is part of the promotional oh, material God, no, no 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 it well, seems like you could have come directly I, into I mean, a graduated on, cylinder 
that's a that's a live stream that I do, but but that's not. <laughs> and and I drew out over nine milliliters of of, of, of semen, seminal fluid. Um. So so and, and and before that, I was much less. I believe we were talking about like less than half that or something like that. I, I I've forgotten the exact numbers. I didn't. I I really just remember the final product being overwhelming, and that was on prototype lock and load. That's not disclaimers. Like you don't want to drown your your partner the first time you go. You know they go down on you, right? Like it's well, like we do a new partner. They're over your place, and they're surprised, and then it keeps coming. We <laughs> highly recommend with the strongest uh, of language that you do not exceed the nine pill per day <laughs> dosage. Okay, it's very important. Very that important. seems like a balanced. Uh, do not uh, exceed nine capsules in any twenty four hour period. Don't do, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. They're, they're literally, really don't do it though. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. I don't, don't. It doesn't help. Nine is good. <laughs> Nine is where you want to be. Not, that's a that's a that's a sweet spot right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's probably enough of that come talk. Um, <laughs> Never enough. Call it filthy. Anything you want to pimp? Tell people you, about. Do you have any cum pills that you want to? You want to tell? Yeah, about? I haven't got into that business yet. I'm still doing mm. the gaming stuff. Maybe it transitions naturally. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it one way or the other. <laughs> So, How about no. filthy robot plugs? <laughs> That's right. It'd be shaped like my fist, right? You could literally do that. Let me know if you want in. Yes. <laughs> I only need you for the for, for your name. That's fair. That's fair. You know, like right. catch me on another downturn. I'm sure I'll be in. So PKA 597. <laughs>